and welcome to Off Their Shelf Reviews podcast number 53. 53! 53! 53! Come on, quite that old yet. Let's go. Almost, <laughs> mate. I'm 40. That's like 13 years away. We're going to be catching up on uh, the recent films and TV shows we've been watching before we go over the news. In the second part of the podcast, we are going to be celebrating... 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Of off-the-shelf reviews on YouTube. <laughs> and then, of course, in the third part, we will be answering your questions. Now, of course, I do want to introduce a special guest for today's podcast. Yes. Jess Montgomery. Yes, boy. <laughs> I've been a while, boys. Um, nice to show my face once in a while. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome to have you on the show, Jess. Well, yeah, it's always a pleasure <laughs> to step in and, uh, you know, say hello. <laughs> So, Jess, this is the part of the podcast where we usually catch up on what we've been watching recently. Yes. Have you got anything that you've been um, watching? I've not been keeping up with TV shows pretty well. I've watched a little bit of Last of Us, but I'm behind on a lot of the episodes. Mm -hmm. But it was fun. Um, you know, Gay Man in a House was the last one I saw. That was all right. Um, nice. You've been watching Last of Us as well. Ron, you know. Yeah, I, I think Last of Did Us has been absolutely outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play I mean, the first I mean, one and the second one? I know. Um, I played the first one. I know what happened in the second one. There's yeah, a lot yeah. Of about it, and it wasn't as well reviewed, so I skipped yeah. it just because I don't care. <laughs> Neither one way or the other. It was just like whatever. Um, but yeah, the first game was pretty fun. It was it was enjoyable. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they captured it quite well in the TV series I've seen. I mean, I haven't watched any. Yeah, they've reworked a few of the characters, like the I forgot his name, Ron Swanson. Uh, oh fucking yeah, mustache boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ron Swanson, who's a bit gay, and Frank. Frank is that the character? Frank's Frank, the character, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the episode I saw up to, and you know, they, he was awesome. Great episode. Really it well really was, wasn't envisions it? kind of apocalypse, and again, it's again, you, it's not a zombie film like they've uh, the TV show they've said, but oh, I'm like, yeah, you can't escape that shadow. It is kind of close. I've yeah. looked into the science of these fucking things. You know, you if you're moving well, the fungus, of the fungus. Yeah. If you have you seen the ant shit yeah, on yeah. YouTube I've now. Already... The, the zombie. I think answer. everybody has. Like uh, everybody has. I already knew the biology because um, they do it in moths. Okay, okay but like, like we've we talked many times about zombies and how infection works, and I would initially immediately put because I've not played Last of Us and I've not seen a TV series because of just waiting for it all to come out. Um, but th these things, I would definitely say, are under the level of being called infected. Yeah, like if we weren't yeah, calling yeah, yeah. zombies, we'd yeah. initially just say that they're infected. Yeah. They're like the runners in fucking um, World War Z. Well, like, I was going to say that variants. it's yeah, a very yeah, ropey. Variants. It's a very ropey thing because realistically, they're the most real zombie you're getting in the yeah, natural world. But if you look into the science of it, once it infects you and then infects inside your brain, it initially just makes your brain survive on insane instincts of transferring over the virus, which. In zombie terms, yeah. it's like when they try to eat the flesh because they're trying to obviously just yeah, they're consume. Just, and they climb and, to the and, highest and, level of the branch and spore. Right, but once that thing breaks through the skull, because like you've seen it in the game where it obviously it, it turns you in from like a feral and into a runner and then it breaks through your skull and then you can turn into bloaters and then like spoilers, there's the rat king thing in fucking the, the second one because I watched a YouTube video on this whole shit <laughs> and it's <laughs> like... Spoilers, like, how wicked this fucking shit is to the point where you're thinking... It's been a while. People you, should have played it. Yeah, but you're thinking, fuck, these things, like, they're still moving the body, right? Yeah. So the brain is dead, but they're still, like, they've a taken over of the, the nervous person system. inside yeah, taken... trying, to, trying to kind of force them because you can see it in the faces. So it's like, is it's that... It's pretty horrifying, Is yeah. that your new age zombie? Mm. And again, they, I think it is a pretty cool show. I will get around to finishing watching it. But I was more interested recently in watching see how they run and nice the menu. yeah 
Oh yeah, definitely. I still we'll haven't seen see how and, uh, they run, mm. but we discussed <clears throat> the menu on the last podcast and. Oh, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Malfines yeah, and uh, fucking what's her Anna face? Taylor Joy. Oh. Oh, she was she's fantastic in it. Yes. <laughs> Die, the way I'm she just distracted. Kind of throws down with fines in the very in the finale and a, a verbal throwdown. If it is. Yeah, it's, it's like somebody took a mirror and just made her face. Like it's just, <laughs> I just perfectly I, symmetrical. Just like oh. and then she just she just appears in these roles and she fucking hits the roles on the head so well. And elevates the rest of the movie with, like I said, Ralph Fiennes, fucking Nicholas Holt's in there as well. See how they run. That's the Sam... Nicholas Holt was really good. Sam, in many yeah, Sam. that's the Sam Rockwell movie, right? Yeah, awesome. yes. with the detective. Mystery. His his accent's pretty solid. Um, detective. It's Sam well. Rockwell. Did you see it? You said you <laughs> yeah, watched, I've seen it. watched it. So I, w- I watched it with Linda, but like I swear, like three quarters of the way through, I was really enjoying it, but about three quarters of the way through, it I just completely zoned out. Oh. And then like the end end of it, I literally don't remember. Uh, either I completely guessed what the ending was. Or just lost interest it, in it. It all comes down to the echo of their agreement over the script, because the uh, spoilers, script... spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. No, no, yeah. but the, the, it is an echo of a discussion had halfway through the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so it's well set up. And yeah, pays it, off. Okay. I think it pays off, and there's been a lot of clamour for the sequels, sequel. but no chance of that as far. Sam as... Rockwell's great in it. He, yeah. but he's great in fucking everything. He is, yeah. He's yeah. one of my favorite, most underrated actors. I, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Rock, It's it's just a great great film. I recommend both. Soundly, they awesome. are awesome. Both solid little flicks to watch. Um, and like, yeah, and as far as I can tell so far, Last of Us seems to be a good yeah, adaptation. The... It, it goes enough on its own road because I think, as I've always said in the past, you kind of need to go your own way when making an adaptation yeah. of something. Fre- you need to have some fresh in there, otherwise you're not offering anything to the audience that isn't. Well, like Walking to, Dead did. Yeah. Walking Dead and Game of Thrones kind of deviated, but you... With, and for a time, that's fine. I mean, you can go off the rails, I, as Game of I, Thrones I, arguably I, did. That's I think a, with Last of Us, they really should just stick to it and show that you can stick to it. This is where Resident Evil went wrong, Silent Hill went wrong. Yeah. You know, a lot of things have gone wrong because, like you said, they've tried to take the source material, stick it on TV, and change it. Last of Us, for me... Yeah. is probably the I, I would first also time say, next to Sandman. Like, I mean, Sandman Sil- was pretty good. Looking at, like, the, some the of the games that, that have that, been... So. Just as to go off on a tangent, just yeah. my brain just went... Thinking of the games that have been adapted, yeah, like, yeah. say, like, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Resident Evil, yeah. and Silent Hill. Yeah. Look how old those games are, mm. you know, and how janky mm. the dialogue is or the script is and the story is compared to games today compared to films then and films today as well whereas the last of us is a modern game yes so it has top quality writing and voice acting so it's very easy to adapt that whereas if you look at the other ones their source material is like yeah like how do you yeah. have the lead writer i might be saying uh, maybe there's wrong. something there yeah. oh well no the druckman was involved i think druckman's the writer for last of us and he had a co-writer as well but i think he's involved in the show now there's some People didn't enjoy Last of Us 2, and there's a whole hoo-ha over that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets oh, pinned with the blame on that. But I think I the, first, the, first, the first game is very well written, and the writers evolved. And you talked about Sandman. Gaiman was involved in making of that, obviously, oh. as a lead production yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, if I, I think shows that have people tied in, the, the writers slash creators involved, more recent Game of Thrones. People have loved the um, House of Dragon. Yeah, and the prequel cool show And obviously... Martin's directly involved in the production of that. He's he's much more hands on than he was, in a sense, forced to be hands off with the previous. Yeah, um, the, the, yeah. The, the father show, I the guess. The derailment of his it. story, and I mean, the, he. I think the beats that you saw in that show will upset people. That I think some of them are, are his beats. 
but the truth of the matter is they're delivered poorly and haphazardly. You can go, ha ha, dragon lady bad, and that's not a good writing tactic. <laughs> no. But if you went dragon lady tortured by multiple instances of loss, betrayal, heartache, you could grind a person down in a far more intelligent narrative structure and their descent into madness and justification for actions that seem abhorrent would become less painful to the audience to accept. Yeah. Because yeah. beloved characters... Still talking about Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, okay. Sorry, we lost it. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah we, you know, the end of that show wasn't any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even watch it. I was just like, nope. Yeah. No, no, but Ang- Angry Dragon Lady was bad. That was the end of the show. <laughs> Well, uh, Ian, have you uh, watched anything you'd like to talk about today? Uh, you know what? I have had such a fucking week, and it's been some crazy fucking... A bad week? Uh, man, I am wavering my whole right of just... I watched wrestling, I played some video games, I'm good. What'd you do? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Ian. You give me nice and short. I was nice like, and sweet. <laughs> I had a plan, but like I said, it's been some fucking crazy-ass <laughs> shit just fucking with... Just, you know, life, life, life. I'm not going into it. But I was just, I was in work today and I was planning, thinking, and I was, you know, thinking, shit, I haven't, I haven't, made, I haven't made any notes, and I've been watching all this shit, and blah, 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 And I was like, you know what, for the fun, for the celebration, waver it, Gary. Alrighty then. You can do it. <laughs> I've got a few things uh, that, that I've watched. Uh, one of the ones that I want to talk about is Your Honor. Mm. Um, I, I, I needed, I guess I needed a Brian Cranston fix. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, ha- I've yeah. had my Breaking Bad, and I've had my Better Call Saul, and, uh, and then I've had Ozark. And yeah. I was like... There's, I need something else. And then I caught an image of Brian Cranston with this disheveled beard, beard yeah. grizzly hair. He looked like yeah. a caveman. You didn't like, recognise him because the post yeah, is quite right. dark. And I was like, it's called Your Honour? I was mm. like, okay, this looks like uh, something interesting. And then somebody basically said it's like uh, Brian Cranston does Breaking Bad 2.0. And uh, basically, he plays. Uh, I'll, I'll just skip small spoilers for the th- first thirty minutes spoilers. of episode one. Yeah, he's a very respected lawyer. His son is involved in a hit and run where he accidentally kills uh, um, the 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 biggest mob boss's son, and he hit and runs and kills him and leaves. Ooh. And he event and Brian Cranston, the dad, tries to cover it up with his son, and. Uh, thus breaking bad because the more you cover it up yeah the more the police start to unravel and clues and hidden and things and the mob boss is going to come and of course along the mob boss fucking... is also trying to figure out what's going on at the same time there's also gang warfare going yeah, on so yeah, yeah. uh it's two seasons the second season's on episode seven right now it's almost done once the second season's over that's it so it was only supposed to be one season but it did so well they went let's do it let's do another one and, and end it, though. And end it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I highly recommend Your Honor. Brian Cranston, greatness. Definitely one, one to check out. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is a film that I've been waiting to see for so long. Uh, I, I've also been waiting the longest time for this director to do something. Uh, uh, I'm a huge yeah. fan of Darren Aronofsky. Have been ever since Pi, Requiem for a Dream, which I won't ever watch again. The Wrestler. Uh, the, the Wrestler. Uh, the Fountain. Of, oh, yeah, The Fountain, yeah, yeah. Um, I okay. wasn't... The only one... I, I didn't mind Mother, uh, but I, the only one Mother's that I really good, didn't yeah. like was uh, Noah. Uh, now I know Darren Aronofsky That's likes to do a lot of biblical Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe. That was and, a pretty um, badass movie. Actually. I forgot I, her name. I Jennifer really, Connelly. I really fucking liked it. It was fucking epic. For me, it was the I'm most not... non-Darren Aronofsky movie. Oh yeah, it's, it, it felt, felt like um, uh, Gladiator director. 
It felt, yeah, like, it felt Ridley like a Ridley Scott, Scott movie. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. did. It really yeah. did. Um, yeah, maybe that's so why I thought it was fine. I didn't. Know, I didn't it it felt it. flat mm. in terms of it didn't. Yeah, it, it didn't have that impact that I feel that every other Aronofsky movie is it made me like yeah. made my legs <laughs> yeah, like no, no, jelly Garrett, after I don't think it's face. subversive, and that's the no. It, it, it felt silly. like a mainstream movie yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That like he had to do as a favor or to make some money back. His other films have always felt subversive, especially things like Requiem and yeah. So I finally got to watch the whale and. Obviously, nice. this is not so just a Darren Aronofsky comeback. This is a huge comeback for Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, he was supposed to have appeared earlier in Batgirl, but that film was cancelled. Mm. I've been watching him in Doom Patrol for the last oh, three yes. or four years, yeah. which he's been fantastic yeah, in. Good, uh, and The Whale, though, my God, his performance in that is absolutely, truly gripping and yeah. phenomenal. See, now, it's crazy that you say that because I was thinking about this today, right? Now... You say, um, like like you say, Brendan Fraser's done this big comeback. Yeah. But I don't ever think Brendan Fraser ever really left. And I don't think Brendan Fraser ever really fucking crashed out. I think Fraser had... He a, definitely did. He no, did. No, 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 no. Hear me, hear me out. Now, I, now I get, I get that people stopped. They just stopped watching Brendan Fraser. They stopped watching no, I mean, Brendan Fraser. He probably worked for a few years. He, he did. Now, but they, it was part of the Me Too movement where he got potentially blacklisted because he pointed the fingers at people that sexually assaulted him right and then right. he found he wasn't getting any more work right yeah yeah so that wasn't that wasn't because he yeah. was a bad actor and it no. wasn't because he was no, making no, bad no, movies no, no. it was because the film industry went no no you can't do that because it's bad but he's like i said he's got this comeback because people realized that actually he was all innocent now i, I was thinking about this today when i was in work and knew you were going to talk about the whale, and I haven't seen it yet, and I really fucking do because, like I said, I love Brendan Fraser. But man, I, I can list them off the top of my fucking head, right? Fucking Airheads is fucking amazing. Fucking uh, Encino Man or California Man, if you want to watch it, is fucking amazing. Bedazzled is fucking amazing. You know, fucking there's a there's a fucking there's an old eighties movie that I still really want to want to see. That he, he, I bet he was just really great in, and to come back. Like we said, we watched the first episode of Doom Patrol like a couple of years ago and we were sat there like, we're unsure if we really enjoyed this or not because we, we, this yeah. seems <laughs> really odd. Brendan Fraser is a live, robot? We live what in, the fuck? Yeah, we, we live in an age where I think you get this in cycles. Now we've got Brendan Fraser yeah, come yeah, back and then cycles, who else but, has come back? So Batman? Keen. Yeah, but Keaton was always fucking good too. That's what but I'm fucking saying. Got, I always like Keaton too. But Keaton they did, they never got, had a dull period. I mean, he was still making films. He came back he, with Birdman. Yeah. He? But, oh, yeah. Like, this is this is fucking his Birdman. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is Birdman. yeah. And um, again, it's like, these older actors who, they, they say just women get affected by Hollywood's aged out business, but I think there's a lot of factors and some actors, like, will have something that carries them through their whole career. Like, Patrick Stewart, Will make movie stuff until well. You know, he does. He's he very said he close. won't retire. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to. Yeah, he's on but the they, stage they, now. He stopped me. Uh, Picard's last season's gonna fly, and then he's straight got, onto stage acting. But they get like Brian Cranston, like we said, with the Your Honor. They get their they get to pick and choose their roles. And Brendan Fraser, like he he took a risk, I I think with this because obviously he was like was he big. And then he got a fat suit on, or he, he was. was Brendan Fraser's gotten bigger anyway, but he he basically his body went through the ringer with yeah. with, with, with the stunt work he was doing. And he's, he's he had to have multiple, operations. Yeah. He had broken, uh, he had family crisis as well. Like it was a whole myriad of things that that just took him out. Took, took yeah, him yeah. out for a while. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I think if you look at his, him now and he's he's lost a few inches. I yeah. think they fused several. Of but his they put a suit on him, didn't they, to yeah. play yeah, this character? Where, like you said, Aronofsky wrote him in, where he's he's. 
he won't leave the house. Well, that's the, the the thing I want to say with the whale is that it's one of those films that all takes place in that location. Now, of course, the character is obscenely obese and mm. overweight, and he struggles to move at all. So the only time we see outside the house is when he's managed to move and look out the window. Then we get to look out the window. Right. Or if he manages to get out the front door and look around, he never leaves. So we never leave too. We stay with him the entire two hours of the film and we have the different people that come in and the different people that leave. Wow. I will say the film is also structured around mm. five days, Monday to Friday. And you um, never leave this room. You never leave the house. Wow. Um, and so it is, it, it is a fantastic drama. Uh, and it is a character piece, and I will say, like you will, it, it will pull on those heartstrings oh, like yeah. hell. And now, uh, interestingly, what I found when I was like halfway through the film, uh, I realized like er everybody in this film are really fairly horrible people in their own ways, mm. and that's just one of the things that Aaron Aronofsky does quite well is really shine a light on you know the the flaws in the human nature. Uh, and yet when you see those people that are aware of those flaws and that they are trying to overcome them and to do at least one good thing in all the shit that they've caused, you know, you, you kind of latch on to that in a, in a character, especially in a film like this. Uh, and so if you're prepared to do that, you're going to go on one hell of a ride and you'll just love, love, love Bre Brendan Fraser even more. Yeah. The other actress I want to bring up in The Whale as well was, I forget her name, it's it's like Mink, I think it is, or Sadie something? Sadie... Sink? Uh, I, I Sadie don't remember Sink? her name. Uh, it, it's the, the redhead girl from, from Stranger, Stranger Things, Things yeah. um, I, I got a shock when she turned up at this because I was like oh it's the girl from Stranger Things she was had a lot to do last season in that yeah. uh, and she stole some of the scenes that she was in in this and I was like she still plays the kind of bratty girl you know, yeah. kind of persona that she has from that but um, brought out uh, so much stronger here yeah, than Sadie in Sink. Stranger yeah. Things yeah so uh, she she was really really good. Uh, so yeah, I, I hands down I think the whale may be my film of the year. Uh, it's only February, it was, mate. It's only February. I still know. got fucking <laughs> goodness. There's a few Ezra Miller's bullshit coming up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh. Well, oh, that, guys, that's that's apparently getting really good parts in the <laughs> test screening. Get very excited. Although I finally that, got to see the whale. <laughs> there's a lot of films that might have good test screenings coming out this year. Well, yeah, I think he's going to have touch screens. Probably not Marvel, though, Marvel just can't make films anymore. But So what else you got? Um, I want to talk about Dead Space. <laughs> I've been dead spacing. I'm going to uh, sleep for an hour. I, I, <laughs> I, I literally checked because I played just a little bit of Dead Space this morning because uh, I've still got some... <laughs> I, want, I want to uninstall it now. I want to. I need to. I'm like, stop. But like, you, you know what it's like. If you're a gamer, right, yeah. you, and you, you, you get achievements every now and again. Yeah, man. Um, I... Uh, I I want to get that all achievements for Dead Space Remake. Well, I want of course, to just. You did it for it's the it's been three. a long time I've, since Why I've played a game where I want all the achievements from it. So, yeah. So, I'm literally just playing it just to tidy up, and it's like get get 30 kills with a line gun, stomp a bunch of enemies, then upgrade every weapon and collect every blueprint. So, oh, I'm just like, it, yeah, that's I've already got easy. the pew pew gun. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm literally just walking through You've the ship through and the just. Ship. For the la like, it's my last time walking around going, look at this architecture, yeah. listen to this music, the sound I mean, effects. Like, I, I know where time. all the jump scares are. Yeah. I, mean, I know, but it, it's my last time for now until I revisit it it's, again years later when I've forgotten where all the jump scares yeah. are again. Yeah, man. Uh, but Dead Space Remake has been fucking amazing. Uh, they really did it well with love. And I really hope they get to make a Dead Remake. Dead Space 2 as well. Absolutely phenomenal job. Yeah. If you're a fan of the original, this is not just a remaster. This is a fully refurbished game built from the ground up with spectacular 
uh, sound design, gameplay, characterization, animations, gore. It has it all. And yeah. it is endlessly replayable. And when I checked today, I was already on hour 100 uh, for this remake. So That's it's absolutely good. worth it. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Nice. <laughs> Alrighty, so I think we're just about ready to jump into the news. News! Let's do this. When the juice I news. Get to, where's my mouse gone? There it is. <laughs> well, uh, sadly, we always do this at the beginning of the news segment. Yeah, if there has seems been, to be a common uh, feature of uh, these podcasts. It, it has now, but I want to talk about Raquel Welsh, who yeah. has sadly passed away at the age of sadly 82. Passed. An iconic actress made so by their glorious bikini clad role in one million years bc and the posters from that film as you say the film's the film's not great no it's not but it's one i mean that's why it became a poster and of course made well the first time i was introduced to it it was a pulp pulp art moment because again it's the classic conan front covers I forget yeah. there's a certain artist that used to draw them and it was very famous at the time where you have Princess of Mars sort of again the kind of uh, iconic pulp 40s not to be confused with the modern version of Carter um, John Carter of Mars <laughs> which is like no you missed the whole point why would you put that image in my head I was thinking about Raquel Welch in a bikini <laughs> and I was fucking on John Mars, Carter on Mars. so that's it call it Rockwell oh. Mars of Mars Um, But uh, her earliest role was in 1964's uh, A House Is Not A Home, uh, followed by a small role in Roustabout, uh, which was uh, an Elvis Presley movie. Oh, oh, nice. (laughs) Um, But then she was made even more famous in 1966's Fantastic Voyage, and then, of course, One Million Years B.C. Uh, But she also appeared in films such as Legally Blonde, Bedazzled, and uh, The Three Musketeers. Uh, so yeah, absolutely uh, an icon, and uh, oh, will be will be missed. The Shawshank Redemption poster, exactly. Just, when he yeah. rips it down, you're like Raquel, hit the <laughs> What a scene! What a moment! Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame, but we live in a media age where you're kind of more conscious of all these people that are kind of icons. Well, nowadays, I mean, we're in that futurized future age where we could actually just hologram Raquel Welch. You know, and just actually she age her and just bring her back. <laughs> well, that's it. Did she give permission before she passed? No if she didn't, does that even count if you just used it mm. anyway? Mm. <laughs> Can they steal your soul? <laughs> uh, it's, it's rarely a podcast goes by where we don't talk at least about Marvel or DC in some capacity. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about the Flash movie briefly, as it has now been totally confirmed yeah. that it will be the last movie in the current DC universe, and it will act as the great reset before moving forward with the new DCU. Uh, the Flash film like will that. arrive sometime in June this year, after a series of setbacks and reshoots yeah. and off-camera crimes. Looking at Ezra Shark Miller. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's no real surprise that the Flashpoint uh, paradox would result in the DC reset. And despite DC movies not doing as well as Marvel films, no Gunn, James Gunn <laughs> has claimed many times that Flash is a fantastic movie that he really loves. Oh, of course. So, you don't know whether he's just saying that because he's the new boss? Yeah, he's saying that because he's <laughs> the new DC boss. I mean, James Cameron said the same shit for fucking Dark Fate. He, he thought it was a really good rendition <laughs> of his, his story. Yeah, but, I did. I fucking paid to go see it in the cinema like oh, a dick. But I did yeah, see yeah. the trailer for this Flash film. I was like, usually I don't bother with them. I was like, I'll, I'll watch this one because I, yeah, yeah, I might yeah. skip it. Yeah. But I was just like, 
oh, I've got to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Come on. I've got to do it. <laughs> yeah. That... Like, is, is Christian Bale going to be in there for a no, cameo? I, I read something about him, actually. He's actually stated in an interview that unless Christopher Nolan... Directs his use of his Batman because, in fairness, Nolan's Batman is completely separate from the DC. Well, so was so was um, Keaton's for the most part until now. No, no, kind of, but kind of because I mean, well, none of the other Batman films existed in that world, but. Obviously, DC have more of a control, I'd say, do, over the Batman and Batman Returns. I mean, they could, if they wanted to, stick a picture of Val Kilmer in one of them <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, you know, no, here's no, but, Batman who got but, old. But, um, I mean, that's the point. The actor would do it. DC would jump at the chance to get but Christian Bale. This, but if Bale's like, only if Nolan's got Ezra produce, fucking but... Miller has fucking ruined this shit. Wow. He's, it's like, well, you I'm, say I'm, well, right? Okay, we had this discussion a, a couple of days yes. ago. No, but it's like if we go and see a fucking Kevin Spacey movie has now. Has tried and caught you yet? That's not the fucking point, bruh. And, I mean, and isn't there an art? And, you know, it's the famous... Look, this is just a, a, a well-worn argument of, like, how do you separate arse and the arses? And also on top of I that, get, I get that. What happens I if they're it. innocent? You've now bad mouths them for six Ezra months Miller's, and you're a monster. Ezra Miller's <laughs> not really innocent that he went to Hawaiian Oh no, bars. he's crazy. I totally right. agree. But we're going to go see whether this Whether or not he movie, should be se- sectioned on a mental DC, health act. <laughs> you know for a full fact, DC are just going to spoon feed you the Flashpoint story from the DC comics. They're going to try and nail every note that they can, shove in as many Batman as they can, just like Spider-Man was in No Way Home and try and make some money of it so that but they can obviously... Here's a twist. But, we, but, it doesn't, but it doesn't matter because James Gunn's already said, oh, we're resetting yeah, it anyway. They, they so... But Gary, have you heard about the... I don't know if it's in your news feeder. There's a rumour going around that Netflix are trying to buy, buy the Snyderverse. Um, I wouldn't... No, I don't think Netflix are, but I think people are talking to Netflix no, to do... No, to no, because there were rumours that they came out after all recently when it was suggested. It seems like Netflix what, actually approached... What is the, the, I've, what heard is the that, I've heard that James Gunn's talked to, to Snyder, and Snyder's like, look, I'm busy doing all my zombie <laughs> films and war films and film and other things for Netflix right now, so I haven't got time to that go could, back to do yeah, superhero yeah. stuff What anyway? is the Snyder universe, right? Like, what films are in that? What, uh, Batman, Ma- Ma- Man of Steel, Man of Dawn of Fate, uh, Dawn, fucking... Dawn of Justice League. Justice League. League. Well, Wonder well, Woman. What, his Justice League? Yeah, his one. Not Whedon's Justice League. Oh, right. No, no, no. So, leave alone. Wonder Woman, both Wonder Woman yes, yeah, movies yeah, yeah, are yeah, part yeah. of it, and Aquaman. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aquaman this is too. your Snyderverse. And, yes. and um, Suicide Squad, and... Do you yeah. know what's fucking <laughs> bullshit? Do you know what's fucking bullshit? Is that we had a perfectly good, and I'll go on fucking record to say this, we had a perfectly good Green Lantern movie. Right? Wait, and wait, and wait, people just wait, fucking wait, shoveled shit wait, all over it. Wait, what, and yet Wonder wait, Woman and Wonder Woman you, 84 you, get their whole Snyderverse shit you out. the CGI shit. Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do this, Dad? Oh, Green no. Lantern's not as good as Wonder Woman 1984? 1984 was a pile of trash, but... Yes! 1984 <laughs> was a pile of trash. Fucking Green Lantern's better than But Green Lantern doesn't get better by saying... That's a no, it doesn't. No, it no, it doesn't. But at least they were trying something in that movie. They, what did you have? My you patience. had Green Lantern. You had the uh, uh, the, the Lantern Core, and somebody went, "Oh no, that's absolute trash. We're going to reset the fucking universe." With DC's reset the universe so many times. Ryan Reynolds hated the film just... so much he skipped the country and went and bought a football club. <laughs> like... Uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> I know you guys are really excited to go see The Flash and I really hope you go to see it and really enjoy it and it and it makes some money and they get to continue doing the well, next coming the, of superhero the, the, the movies in the DC universe yeah. but Marvel's like 
Oh, they are, but they and are. And I'm like, okay. The, the okay. stuff Marvel's pumping out is... Yeah, yeah. It's grey goop at the moment. It does feel... Great, okay, okay. I know you say that, and I know it doesn't make things better. Wonder Woman 84. Anything by Marvel makes that movie just look trash. Yeah, but I could go and watch I'm like, the films I watched this week, which were better than all of them. What, what <laughs> Marvel movie would you watch Wonder Woman 1984 over? But any of them. Name one. Name one. If name a Marvel no, 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 movie. No, no. What better than that? You that you would that you would watch Guardians Wonder... of the Galaxy. See, no, no, no. Wonder Woman. You you have to watch Wonder Woman oh. eighty four than any other Marvel. Oh, you mean movie. the other way? I don't want to. You know, right. He doesn't <laughs> want, want to. to. Is there a wor- I think the better way to say it, is there a worse film in the Marvel pantheon? Yeah, like um, than Black Widow. Even Eternals. <laughs> Actually, no. Black Widow. Black Widow is worse, I'm, arguably. Black Widow is not bad, not worse than Wonder Woman 84. It didn't serve any purpose. And the problem in a combined universe where I'm watching something Neither did Wonder Woman 84. She got, I don't know, she was gold in it, Biff, and there was like that. Struggling, mate. Struggling. Struggling. It was a bit of a film. But so was Black Widow. Yes, but Black Black Widow established something that Black Widow did actually establish something inside that Marvel Universe. So at least when you watch the Marvel Universe movies and you come across Black Widow, the story continuity works to the point that when you see, say, her sister get fleshed out, then she comes back and you can carry it on. That's the point of making a universe. Wonder Woman 84 went, here's a guy that makes wishes, we've taken him away. I I somehow feel that Wonder Woman killing its own franchise was a kindness. (laughs) She didn't know because they've got a universe. But Marvel dragged me along for a ride where it's like, cool. No, 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 no. No, they didn't. You chose. You chose. You chose. You chose to watch those movies. Wilson Fisk let him dress chose. All I want you to do is slam a man's head in a car door and slip You chose. Like everybody else. You chose to go to the cinema and watch a Marvel movie and then come out two hours later and go, that was a pile of shit. Same as I chose to watch Wonder Woman 84, but I chose to watch it because I knew it was fucking shit. I had to fucking watch it to be able to turn to people and say, it's still fucking shit. It's arguably why we do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the entire next, reason. Next, <laughs> next new story. Now, this is a story that I promised to keep tabs on because I'm interested in when this finally does happen. <clears throat> Joe Cornish yeah. and John Boyega are still working on Attack the Block 2. Now, in a recent interview with Fangoria, yeah. Cornish explained that he was fairly busy working on Lockwood & Co. for Netflix while still working on the script for Attack 2. Uh, Joe Cornish has said that he is drawing on a pair of all-time greats in James Cameron's sequels as the benchmark for Attack the Block 2, Mm. looking at Terminator 2 and Aliens Mm. on how to make a good follow-up film. He said, we think about Alien and Aliens and Terminator and Terminator 2, and we want to take a shot at doing our version of what people did for those movies. So a shit ton of Aliens and a Uh, load of chase sequences. Absolutely. At the moment, the film is in the research stages in order to craft the story with all the care required. His words, obviously, I can make stuff up about aliens quite easily, but the other stuff, the aspects of reality that we folded the fantasy into, we did a lot of research for, and we are currently doing the same Mm. thing. Uh, We have a very detailed treatment and a storyline we're very, very excited about, and when I say me, we, I mean me and John John Boyega, uh, who I'm co-producing the film with and consulting very closely with, and we're doing all the research to make sure we get it right. 
now what would be good like because attack the block is really good it's really unique but i don't think you can replicate the gritty well, no, that's in a city it. stuff that, that's the, allowed the alien the was in movie. the block tower right yeah yeah well so no, they, they, now, they, now no, they, do the city yeah they, that's they what you it, that's what it sounds like to me yeah. but but then what like i'm sat in i'm thinking like what national if, guard coming in what if john Boy, boyega like you know because you know in a weird way he's gonna bring his character back but yeah he, he's older now and he's gonna be allow it bruv yeah allow it, bruv. <laughs> so like is he gonna be coming out of jail and then the alien comes down or is it or we is the movie gonna open up and they've already landed and there's been some fucking shit that's gone down i think it would be i think it'd be really beneficial for them if they didn't keep it allocated in the inner city grittiness that the first one had because that's what keeps that unique. Like you said, spread it out into London, capture every different aspect of London. Well, are you up. asking for a remake of like Cockneys versus Zombies? No, no, no. <laughs> like you know how like twenty eight day, twenty eight weeks later, yeah, yeah. it just went London, up in scale, in, in, up yeah. in scale, and they just fuck that kind of shit and have like have it like a completely new set of characters and Boyega tur- fucking turns up like. Like halfway, maybe three quarters away through, go. Oh, actually, this is how you actually kill them because you know that's gonna fucking happen. They're gonna work it out and save the fucking world at the end anyway. What was he called? Moses, wasn't he? Yeah, Moses, Moses. But then what you do is they they have this fucking giant victory at the end, like um uh like on Tower Bridge or the Tower. Like they get them all to go into the fucking Big Ben and then they blow up Big Ben, <laughs> blow it Ben, fucking explodes, and then they're like. Woo! And then as they turn around, they're like, "Oh look, are those fireworks?" And you're just setting up for a third one. The third one. The it's third global. one's coming down. It's global. <laughs> yeah, boy. Alrighty. Next bit of news. Now we got a new film in the works from the director of Barbarian. Yeah. This is Zach Kreger, um, and his new film is going to be titled Weapons. New Line Cinema will be producing this film, which has been described as an interrelated multi-story horror epic that tonally is in the vein of Magnolia. What, the Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> well, this Weapons is going to be in the vein of Magnolia. That's yeah. what he's using. Is yeah, it? but I'm saying yes, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Now, uh, Zach Greger has opted to work with New Line Cinema as they promised a theatrical run for the film and ensured that Zach gets final cut of the film. Um, This is the quote. Zach proved with Barbarian that he can create a visceral theatrical experience for audiences and that he commands every tool in the filmmaker's tool belt. Mm. That was New Line's president and CCCO, uh, Richard Brenner. Um, He said, we couldn't be happier that he chose New Line to be the home of his next film and we hope this is the first of many more to come. Obviously, Barbarian was huge last year. Ended up on most of our best of films lists. So one director to to follow. And now that he has a home... New line that have literally said, you know, be an yeah. altar. You get to make it, and we'll put it in cinemas for you. Like as he said, he's in, yeah, it's another horror, right? Yes, it's a um, right. uh, an interrelated multi-story horror epic in but the it's... vein of Magnolia. Oh, I so... have to watch Magnolia again. And see. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> again, but... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Barbarian was good, so I'm interested in weapons. Now, here's one that uh, is definitely going to get a few groans and one that you wish you could forget what you did last summer Uh, as it is getting a legacy sequel uh, with the original cast uh, returning. Who? What, Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, 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 no. no. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are tipped to reprise their role because they both survived the second movie, which at the end hinted (laughs) that the killer was still stalking them, still remembering what they did. 
several summers ago. Whoa. Now, of course, Scream has had a huge success. Halloween, despite being what it is, are they made their money back. They, they were did. successes. Yeah. And so Sony Pictures are like, um, no. well, the, we the, tried to make a, a crappy sequel. We had, <laughs> we had a terrible series. But okay, I guess I we have Michael to do it Myers like everybody else run. does Why it. Why aren't they easy. making another Final Destination? That's the then easiest, they are. They are still working the on a sixth one. That's the one to fucking do. <laughs> and just keep knocking them out. Like, But fucking, I know what you did last summer. Like, The first one isn't very good. Like, oh, wait, okay, <laughs> wait. Okay, so the premise is always, spoilers, the killer waits a whole fucking year. Wait, now he's waited two decades. <laughs> <laughs> to just sneak up on them with a fish hook and a fisherman's outfit and go, ah. I mean. Yep. Scary, isn't it? <laughs> Will Ben's son. Will Ben's son. The killer's, the killer was called Ben. And the guy in the second one who captures them all is his son called Will. And his name's Will Benson. They actually wrote that in the fucking script, bro. He says to her at the end, like, I'm pretty sure you didn't. How, how did you not figure it out? And she's like, oh, Will Benson. Ben, son. It's, it's <laughs> I felt like just killing myself. No, like, no, smash no. my hand in my TV. Nordic families use that as construction in their name. <laughs> Fuck, why do you do this to me? Why? No, it's fucking, I know what you did last summer. None of them are fucking Nordic. You bit a naming system, <laughs> and they based it in fact. It upsets you. I see that now, but um, unfortunately, it's still true. Um, true. But it's true. Still, it may be terrible. That's oh, not. Denied. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to be there for the latest Scream movie. I might as well. I mean, you watched all the Sharknados. Yeah, exactly. Do it off skip. Um, oh, the new Scream movie doesn't look very good. It's in New York City. None of it looks very good. What, what in the name of God? All I, of stopped, them I stopped after three. I yeah, well, all back. of them. The problem is modern remakes, and it is true. It's the postmodernist recycling old ideas because there's no new ones, apparently. And then it's just sold on the characters that they've managed to establish. So Jenny yeah. Ortega's obviously done really, really well, and she's in the Scream movie, so they're like, yeah, yeah. let's try and sell it more. And I bet, you she's, I bet you she makes it to the end so well, that they can kill her off in the third And one. it goes back to see how they run, because they said, we're not doing a sequel. People were begging for a sequel to that film. They will do a sequel, um, as soon as money starts running out. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because the director said he'd like to do another film with all the actors and make it sort of another version... Sorry. Another Bye. kind of... <laughs> Ensemble cast essentially, where you kind of uh, just have fun. Um, a lot of these, you know, premier directors do that nowadays. Certain <laughs> Bill Murray with um, my brains went blank. Who's your artistic director? Uh, the artist Budapest Hotel and stuff. Hotel Budapest. Oh um, fucking! Oh yeah. Um... <laughs> that guy. Uh, uh, Paul Anderson. Paul Anderson. Yeah. And again, he. he Where's Anderson? Where's Anderson? Where's Anderson? <laughs> not Paul W. Anderson. No, no, no. No, because <laughs> you got Paul W. S. Anderson, then you got Paul Anderson, then you got Wes Anderson. Anderson. Ah, yeah, all the Andersons. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, um, Wes. Wes is so that sort of thing. That's what they might try to do another one. Because it did have a very. had the fingerprints of a little bit of a Wes Anderson film, but it wasn't it wasn't too much of a ripoff of that style that Wes does. But anyway, sorry, Karen. Next, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe a new story that might be worth getting excited for we've talked about this one in the past but Vin Diesel is finally gearing up for the next Riddick film Furia Furia Furia, Furia? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Furia was his homeworld. Furia with an A at the end. Furia. I don't know how you say it. Furia, Furia, Furia? was his homeworld, yeah, because he's a Furion. Oh, he's a Furion. Furian. Furian, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, it's been teased for years, and it's been yeah. ten years. Ten, ten years! Ten years! <laughs> since the last film. Riddick came out in 2013. <laughs> and now, according to Deadline, the story follows Riddick returning to his homeworld, a place he barely remembers and one he fears might be left in ruins yeah, by the Necromongers. But there he finds other the Furians fighting for their existence against a new what? enemy. What? What? Oh, what? No, you've broken the Superman oh. logic, which is the last son of Krypton, <laughs> the last Furian. It, the the romance, last Furian uh, was going to kill the Necromonger, and he killed the Necromonger, and then they fucked. Uh, they, uh, and then he found some more Furians. Hey. We're going to the Batman together, boys. We're going to get furious. <laughs> and then I, I bet you, Riddick has family. I bet you the end of it, he'll, <laughs> he'll raise an army. <laughs> I bet you I bet you raise an army just as the Necromongers turn up with Carl Urban and we'll be like, Oh, they're making a new movie and they'll be like, Nope, nope. <laughs> and they can just make another Judge Dread, because all I want is more Judge Dread, where's Carl Urban? Word Dread, yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Tui, the uh, the director, the writer, he said his collaborations um, with Vin over the last 20 years, they've yeah. created three movies, two video games, an anime production, motion comics for the internet. And he said this new big screen event will see the return to Riddick's homeworld and we finally get to explore Riddick's genesis. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm it's, optimistic. It should at least be a good, fun sci-fi adventure. I've always yeah. loved them. I've, I've loved them since Pitch Black. I watched Pitch Black twice in the cinema and thought it was absolutely amazing. And then they hit me with Chronicles of Riddick. And I wasn't sure about it, but I still loved it, even though everyone told me it was fucking what it was. I, I, think, I, I think you watched the review on the channel. You know, and, uh, there's much love for that. But a fucking, but, uh, was it Escape from Butcher Bay was a fucking great game that yeah. most PCs couldn't run at the time because it looked so good and the the graphics yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they dropped you know Riddick which is basically just a remake of the first movie but I like it even Katie Sackhoff's in it and she's fucking hot it's fucking great <laughs> so bring it on Vin Diesel yeah. if he says I if he says I am Riddick in it I will fucking <laughs> die I shit you know I am Riddick <laughs> 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 Megan sequel in the works. Uh, we already talked about it um, being being uh, hyped up last season, uh, last season, last uh, podcast. Uh, so there is really no surprise here, but it's also getting a re-release soon with an unrated cut showing the gore that was removed to lower the age restriction for its um, theatrical run. Okay. Now uh, James Wan and Team Blumhouse they wanted to let fans know that yes, a sequel is in the works and that they have about seven ideas for the sequel seven? movie. Megan 2.0 is already planned for a 2025 release in January. Yet the script is not finished. <laughs> they said we've got to write the script. I, I mean, they said you've got to give ah. us a little bit of time. Uh, he no, said the robot the, did it. He said the creative process suffers when you rush. You know, he said you pretend you're not making compromises, but you always do. So I wanted to give us enough time to make the movie great, and we have that now. We have the whole team coming back, and we're not having to hire a new writer or director. All those people are in place. When you're dealing with a character like Megan, we're not just talking about making a sequel. It has to be an upgrade. <laughs> Fucking like. I'm happy. Give me more uh, color doll movies. Off. I mean, Chucky's fuck run six Chucky. movies yeah. and two seasons and that, of a show. And that's it. Chucky <laughs> is the fucking king of this shit. He Me is. Yeah. Megan comes up. You say it was James Wan. Yeah. Mister fucking malignant. Yeah. I'm fucking well off of it. <laughs> fucking. Basically, they've got this fucking robot that they're hoping will come on. In fact, the release another fucking version of the first movie for more fucking gore, which you don't even. Ah, oh, it's fucking. <laughs> 
fuck you know what I'd rather just watch AI twice yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I I enjoyed Megan quite a bit. It, it's it's not Cause, great because you needed a killer doll movie. Yeah, I did, and I I wanted to see an an AI you know, doll. It, it, yeah, it was very yeah. creepy. Yeah. Like they like for me, they nailed the physical look and dress of this doll. Yeah, they got the voice did, right. Yeah. It was creepy. It was sinister, and it was fun. Yeah, and I like the sci fi ness of it. I, I like the character interactions. I like mm-hmm. watching the AI yeah, learn yeah, and get yeah. corrupted. Jigsaw. And, and I'd happily watch I 10 more of yes. these. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jigsaw, the only killer doll good movie. Oh, Child's play, clearly. Yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> right, now here's We're one. Gone, mate. Now We're here's gone. one We're that is going to cause some severe groaning. We are going to be getting a new slew of Lord of the Rings movies. Good, bring them on. They are being planned at Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, they've already said there is an animated movie, The Lord of the Rings, The War oh, of the yeah. Rohirrim, yes. which is an animated story about the House of Helm Hammerhead, they should do it like which is in production. You're going to forget the voice act, the actors to back to voice the characters. Carl Urban. Yeah. Now, apparently, uh, WD, WBD want more live-action films in the vein of Peter Jackson's two trilogies. Uh, There's no details about the story they want to tell TV yet, show. but we do know that the second age is off-limits because Amazon just paid a shit ton of money yep. to tell stories in that playpen. Yep, yep. Uh, but now Warner Brothers, I think, want to take the story forward after The Return of the King. Uh, now, apparently, uh, Fran Walsh and Peter Jackson are being kept in the loop with this new oh, Lord of the to. Rings you'd film. Well, I mean, they were kind of not in the loop with the Amazon show. So, because That's the funny, Amazon show is not part of no, the no, Lord no. of the Rings yeah, movies, but, the Amazon... but they pretend to exist in those in that universe. Well, well they, I mean, they, they, they dance on the wire. You say, yes, they do. Yeah, you say pretend. Uh, all, uh, like, it's all made pretend. See, I, yeah, they're all made pretend. <laughs> I mean, it's all a magical story by fucking Tolkien, but. Like I, I like I watched Rings of Power or partially watched Rings of Power with with oh, the wife shit. and she's a mess. And you watched all the way through, right? Now, okay, it's it, all right. It, it had mm. it had hints and nods back to Jackson's trilogy, which at the time I thought, oh, he'd been involved. But now I know it's like, all right, Amazon just tried to copy the it. cardboard yeah, armor they're they wearing. Looked a little cardboard. It, Play on it, your memories it, of those it films. Did. Yeah. But at the same time, as a fan, I love. I have always loved, and will always love that 1974 animated Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, yeah. Which was at the time for me one of the greatest fucking low budget animations I could ever watch. And so when somebody just comes along and goes, "Hey, we're going to make more Lord of the Rings stuff," I'm like, "Bring it on!" Because like. You you want elves? It's the best place for fucking elves and dwarves and fucking <laughs> dragons and fucking yeah. magic yeah. and all that kind of shit. And you could hate it, but like we said, with nineteen eighty four Wonder Woman, you you don't have to watch it. You're choosing to watch it and then sit there three or four episodes in, going, I don't like where this story's going, but it, you 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 need it to well, exist. Like like um sorry like um oh, like this new set of movies, yeah. Yeah. So if they don't properly get Jackson in mm-hmm. and properly give him some of the reins. They've basically got I don't think he, Amazon I don't movie. know if Peter Jackson wants to do anything. No, no, and again, he might no, be... no, he doesn't want to, but as long as he signs off with saying, like Cameron, mm. you know, and like Wan and the rest well, of them. Well, it's more likely going, oh, yeah, you get they've we've... actually put some effort in. I think it's just more to... like a courtesy. Just and, to no, be no, like... and it's also, I suspect he'll be a produ- production the in, input. And yeah. also, I almost certainly suspect Waiterworks will be involved and it'll be shot in New Zealand again on site. And it'll probably be based on Silmarillion's writings you because now. you've got a small Tolkien wrote a very small fractured history after the events of Lord of the Rings that covered the lifespan of Aragorn mm-hmm. and yeah. 
Arwen. And that's it goes a little bit beyond there, but it doesn't go much beyond there. Yeah. It goes into their children, which Arwen outlives a few People of. just want more Lord of the Rings stuff because they love the trilogy. And every time they watch this and they go, oh, that fucking sucks, they go back and watch the trilogy again. <laughs> but you watch the trilogy again, and it does sometimes look really quite dated. Like, I love it's it. I fucking love it. 23 years old. Exactly. Yeah. And it, you know, the talk- 4K prints of the film, yeah, you like. Well, I can see the seams now. Yeah, yeah. You talk yeah. about cardboard armor yeah. and shit in Amazon. When you when when you see the ride well, of the Rohirrim come across the hill, going down, well, to it's, hit, it's, it's still it's fucking epic. It's still yeah. fucking epic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the 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 tighter and more more pristine you make it look in 4K, the more you realize it's still CGI, oh. guys. Yeah, no, well, you, the, the front, the way I've seen the making of, of all of it, because I've just watched it all to death. And again, they were yeah. using the same ride yeah. and then CGI them back. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. Fill in the back. But yeah. It's still fucking nice. But and that's the thing. A lot of it is authentic and still stands up because outside of those huge sequences, they minimize the use of CGI, which has given it a longer lifespan in terms of being a shelf masterpiece yeah and because which is why people complain about the hobbit because they used more cgi in that but because that was easier to do because of how long it takes to do all the practical effects in the first one you yeah, know yeah. i mean the stuff with obviously mckellen obviously getting upset because he's having to talk to just green balloons instead of the dwarves because you've got to get the size factor you know it it comes like yeah yeah bring it on what's next yeah. <laughs> welcome to Derry. We talked about this again on the previous podcast, but now I just want to say that the Pennywise prequel series has officially been ordered at HBO Max. Okay. The series will be set in the 1960s and include the origin story for Pennywise the Clown. By all accounts, this is actually being made by the by uh, the team that made the two movies and by those that just love the source material. Most of them in interviews have said that Stephen King's It, the novel, is their mm. favourite novel ever. Mm. And so they literally feel like this is a dream project for them. So it's it's wonderful to know that it is being made with love and attention so that it shouldn't wreck canon or anything like that. Um, but now, best embrace of the worst. They, said, they literally said <laughs> yeah. in, in quotes, as teenagers, we took turns reading chapters of Stephen King's It until uh, the thick paperback fell to pieces. He said, it is an epic story that contains multitudes far beyond that which we could explore in the It movie. So we can't wait to share the depths of Stephen King's novel uh, in all its heart, humor, humanity and horror. How old are these guys? Like a hundred? Like, like, oh, like <laughs> if I called up my friends when I was younger, like, what are you doing this Saturday? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to read a Stephen King novel back to back? The chapters be like, no, I want to watch Terminator. No, no, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. There's some, <laughs> those books are pretty. That book is pretty dark. Yeah, it's dark as fuck. But, bruh, like, even back in the 1980s, you'd have been playing fucking Atari and shit, not sitting going, and and he reached up and he grabbed the boy and he pulled him in and he bit his arm off now it's your turn okay (laughs) and then you're just reading about the stutter fucking then then you get to the chapter where they have to get out man I I mean yeah once you get to the fucking gangbang sequence you'd be like (laughs) what you did like don't get me wrong like I I, I like the idea of doing the prequel to Pennywise I think it'll work uh, but then it might upset some hardcore fans but at the same time they're missing a trick with they should totally remake maximum overdrive they should totally remake it <laughs> yes yeah, everybody agrees everybody agrees i'll have what you're at <laughs> next story 
Shinji Mikami has yes. just quit Tango Gameworks. Now, Shinji is well known in the video game industry, especially in the survival horror genre, leading the way with Resident Evil 1 through 4 and then the Evil Within games. And it looked likely that Evil Within 3 was being teased in mm. a hi-fi rush and also apparently in Ghostwire Tokyo, which also apparently did start out its production as Evil Within 3 before something happened and it became Ghostwire Tokyo. <clears throat> Excuse me, but Shinji is now out. And uh, now in a small statement that he made, he wrote, I'd be open to returning as a director for a new project, but on my terms. So there's actually been no reason why Shinji has left Tango Gameworks, but that seems like a big enough clue. Creative, creative freedom issue. Creative oh. freedom, yeah. You know who that? That motherfucker should hook up with Kojima. Right. Kojima's yeah. got the same fucking... Yeah, the same problem back. with Konami. Maybe Shinji yeah. had this issue with Capcom yeah. before he left and then ended up with Bethesda. They're Let's make Resident Japan, Evil Japanese Metal Gear. very rigid corporate operations. Oh, yeah, yeah. You work for 24, 23 hours a day. And then you, yeah. Then you but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, it's just sad. I mean, obviously he was the uh, director for Evil Within 1, but he wasn't, he was the producer for Evil Within 2. Yeah. Uh, so I would have liked to have seen Shinji Mikami do Evil Within 3, but now if, it, it seems likely, there's still hints, obviously, that of Evil Within 3, so it still might happen, but now it's, he will have no involvement in it, it at all. Like, it looks like it's taken a Silent Hill turn. Because, I mean, Evil Within 2 was, like, I watched, you watched, you played both of them. Yeah. Um, but... Like, you preferred the second one over the first one? Um, I prefer the first one, yeah. You prefer the I prefer first his one. one, the one that he directed. Yeah, so and the that second one's... one has great moments, and it has, I think, a better story. But, but the first one is a better game. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, isn't it? The first one's a better game. It's more... But that's like, to me. I mean, a, lot of, it, it, a lot of people split on it. The second one is... The second one, I felt, was a bit like The Last of Us. The second the one was world. much more emotional. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the story beats and the character beats, but the first one was such a mystery. Uh, and it was, very, it was very linear, which I liked. The second one had all these open world bits, which was just like, eh, this is well, not what I'm here for. Your hell of them, everyone wanting to have an open world game, don't we? Yes, or a yeah. live service. Yeah. One of the two devils of <laughs> Ubisoft will have both. Um, yeah. Last new story for us today Saw 10, oh. or as it's being called, Saw X, Saw X, has wrapped production. Both Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith are back in a big way for this one, currently due for release, as always, with the Saw movies in October 2023. Okay. Now, uh, Grutart, um, uh, uh, who is the overseer, or Kevin Grutart, who is the overseer for most of the Saw franchise, uh, he said, I hope we can use the title Saw X because this chapter really gets back to the roots of what makes Saw so special to me and everyone else who loves John Kramer's saga. Now, I mentioned this guy because I think he was the uh, at least director for three or four of the movies. He edited those four movies. He was also a co-writer and producer on a lot of the Saw movies as well. And in my opinion, the best Saw movies. What? Three, Saw 3 and Saw 4? Uh, I, think he, I think he was responsible for 3, 4 and 5. Like the so, middle chunk of the Saw. Yeah, so so when so when he died in number 3 yeah. and then obviously the 4, 5, Such a cool, they, kept the, the, yeah. they had the undercover cop leading yeah. up to the death of the wife. Yeah, yeah that was... I'm a I'm a big fucking Saw fan. I've loved the fucking series since the start, but I loved it when they started to make Jigsaw this 
you know, this horror character. It was more of a moral. It was, I always just loved it. I was watching them. The fact that a man died in one film and his horror never ended. Well, the people, yeah, everyone was always saying to me, like, how how the fuck are you still watching these movies? It's just torch porn. But I'm like, no, you're missing the story because Tobin Bell, the, the, the Jigsaw character, he captures these people and makes them try to learn their lessons because. You know, oh, they reevaluate their lives. There's a sadism but to his lesson, but it got to final chapter, and his wife got taken out. Spoilers, and then they, and then fucking Carrie Yules turns up from the first one. Spoilers, if you haven't seen the first one. Um, I was just like, okay, they've they've really cut it off. Then that's that's the end. I'm yeah. happy. I'm I'm happy that series is done. Then they brought back Spiral and, and Spiral Jigsaw and the other one and I was just like this is just hit, trying to hit the same notes yeah. and not doing it as good yeah. as before yeah. well, so if they bring was, him back yeah. then brilliant they will just need to stick to the dynamic that Jigsaw is dead whoever is doing it is a follower of his and is still living by his rules yeah. you don't you don't hurt innocent people mm. no character that they yeah. no person that they've ever grabbed in a Jigsaw movie is innocent Every one of them is a, and I'm going to use a foul word now, a cunt, right? And by the end of it, you're like, I'm kind of glad he died. Like the, like the acid guy, remember the well, guy no, with the fucking stick? Like is the fact that yes, they are horrible people, but you still kind of sympathise with them and then want well, them you to remember, you, overcome the error of their ways and do, actually you do become better people because of the terrible situation. And you want they're them in. to get out of these horrible traps because you, you put yourself no, in no, them. No, you. That's the thing. That's the difference well, that's for you me. Do, a horrible that's you think. No, no, that's what I don't do because I would never be that well, kind of evil person. You're just like rooting for gruesome. No, you're not because every person oh. in there like sorry every rub. person yeah yes everyone i can i can fucking list you the right cop. now the cop well the, and the that fbi breaks, agent he he starts taking out innocence now the fbi agent no no the fbi agent wasn't killed by jigsaw he was killed by the corrupt cop that's my was, point the corrupt yes, cop but was the masquerading corrupt, as yes jigsaw. but no 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 that's different that's what led him to carry that's what led him to carry yours coming back and having to take him out because he was subverting and diverting Jigsaw's rule that's what I'm saying you've got to look you've got to look deeper into it and that cop sorry spoilers that cop was given the rule all he had to do was climb in the box and go away and he would have lived and he went against the yeah, rules yeah. same as Jigsaw set and so he paid for that price I know absolutely but that's how you make the films interesting you have to break the formula a little bit that, that, yeah, you, you, you well I think now we have to go back to the formula before we can break it again yeah. because yeah, right now know, they, yeah. the formula that they've been trying is not working it's definitely better fucking torture <laughs> yeah, porn than spiral, fucking terrifying yeah, I'm fucking telling you but no don't be wrong the spiral was a bit nasty yeah <laughs> Well, that's it for the new stories, but we do have one trailer that we urge oh, you guys yeah. to watch <laughs> when we take a break there. momentarily. No, no. There is a right. there's a film trailer right now for a film called Sisu. Sisu. I think Sisu. that's how you pronounce it. It's yeah. spelled S-I-S-U. And this is from the Rare Exports filmmakers. Right. And now yeah. if and the trailer sells itself to oh, you yeah. that if you love watching Nazis get blasted to pieces in extreme and brutal ways uh, yeah, in a World War II John Wick-style action film? This motherfucker... This film is for you. This motherfucker, <laughs> he gets caught by some German Nazi soldiers. They try to take his shit from him, and he fucks them all up. There is a bit... I, like, is he launching off of a bike or a tank? I think so, yeah. So he's fucking flying through the air, dude with a pickaxe and he sticks it into a bottom of a plane as it's flying over and as it sticks through the floor one of the pilots goes 
I think we've got a problem. And you know he's just going to climb in there and <laughs> fuck them up. up. He's going to come. He like take, in the trailer. He takes on like a fucking tank of people. Like there was that bit where there's a German spoiler. Sorry, there's, there's a bit where this Nazi officer's like, "How many mines did you did you put out there?" Like, and the soldiers like all of them. So you know there's a lot. So he sends two soldiers out. <laughs> blam, blam, and you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah, it looks insanely yeah, gory, great. filled with explosives, and uh, it looks like there's some pretty decent action in there, so uh, <laughs> it made this me, looks like a lot of fun. It made me think that all these people he killed yeah. comes back in Dead Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a Dead Snow prequel. It's a Dead Snow prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, alrighty so nice. that is the end of the first part of the podcast we are going to take a 5 to 10 minute break and then when we get back we will be celebrating 10 years of off the shelf reviews ten, on YouTube ten, by having ten, a look back over the last 10, ten years <laughs> so hopefully uh, you guys will stay tuned know, and we'll see you soon don't go anywhere <laughs> Welcome back to the second part of the podcast where we're going to be celebrating 10 years, ten years of off-the-shelf reviews on YouTube. Oh. My God, Ian, we did 10 years. 10 years. It doesn't feel like it, right? Uh, like the last three years especially have just like, like, oh shit, yeah, it is 10 years now. I mean, I want to say it doesn't feel like it, but like you said, the last three or four years it's been like, oh my God, it's coming up to 10 years. Like, like the first four years was pretty fucking, they just kind of flew by because it was just... Work, 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 yep. work, work, work. And there were also know? much shorter videos, and yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it was the well, it was the adaptation. You know, let's go all the way back, shall we? Let's go all the way back. Now I'm gonna play. These, um, I'm gonna put some video on in the background. I may just have yeah. to adjust yeah. this very you were there, very man. quickly. Here we go. I'm gonna Agent, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna mute it so we don't get the audio bleeding through. Oh, now, man. hopefully this is coming through for everyone. And I do apologize to anyone that's only listening to the audio version of the podcast right now. But oh if you're God, looking at the screen, Look at that. you are going to see... Oh, my hair is still clinging on! <laughs> the first ever video that was uploaded to the Off The Shelf Reviews YouTube channel, which at the time was called Hunter's Crow. Yes. Like, YouTube wouldn't even let me change the name. Well, when this video went up, we didn't even know we were going to be a review channel anyway. Um, but this was the precursor oh to the, how off-the-shelf reviews even got started. Uh, and for those asking, that is not me. No, that's not <laughs> A Gary. few people that's have me. asked Obviously, that's me. <laughs> if that was me, oh, and it's man. not. Uh, but this video normal. is from 13 years ago. <clears throat> and I was at uh, university. I was doing media arts. And uh, in my third year of uni, uh, I was doing a, a dissertation on Grindhouse. Yeah. Uh, in particular, Doris Wishman, yeah. which was one of the only female directors in Grindhouse directing almost softcore porn ex exploitation. Yeah, they were great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Made Wonder Woman 84 look, look good. <laughs> and so, uh, but I was fascinated because Doris Wishman, she was one of those directors oh, that whenever it was the nudie scenes, she just set the camera up, hit record and walked out the room and went, do the scene. Yeah. 
Somebody else will edit together. I'm only going to direct the, the acting parts. This bit, just do it. <laughs> I can all come back when you're done. Uh, she was a fascinating lady that directed hundreds of movies. And so um, I decided, I got fascinated by her. I wanted to do my dissertation on her. Now, one part of the dissertation, instead of doing the mega long essay, yeah. you could have done half the essay in video form. And so I uh, wanted to make a film review in reviewing a Doris Wishman film in the style of Doris Wishman. Uh, and so you'll see lots of Tarantino-style feet pics, random shots to the wall, yeah. you know, and typical Grindhouse style with the, the bad film and the colours losing contrast, etc. Uh, you know, <laughs> taking scenes from different moments in the film and inserting them. Like, that's Jess watching the film, now cut back to them talking the film an yes. hour later. Yes. Yeah, so that was the, the lot of editing things that I did yeah. with this video. Because we all watched the film together. We did all we watch all the, watched film the film together. together yeah. And then we all, you just went and go. And we just... No we, framework, just... We yeah. just talked about it. And, like... I mean, I suppose that's always been my issue is that this 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 became absolutely natural, yes. Because you just ignored the camera was in the room, but you also kept in mind that you were going to have because you had told us you were going to show this to people in the yes, uni. The uni so yep. it, it's not like I could just fucking go off on one, but I had to express how I felt about watching a movie where a woman with I, I want to say large breasts, <laughs> but then she wasn't. She was a lady in her mid forties, so they were the developed breasts of a woman in her in her forties in the nineteen seventies. And she walked around and just used her boobs in these movies. Like she had a she hidden had a camera. camera in her she, boobs, so she would squeeze her boobs, and the take, film would make the Kodak sound every time she did it as she was spying. And you're like, <laughs> somebody made this film. Yeah, it was Doris Wishman, <laughs> and put it out in cinemas. Yes, yeah. Now, um, I, I made these two film reviews, and we uploaded them to YouTube. Uh, I left uni. Um, and then I got a job doing photography. Yeah. Um, Ian, Ian was... In, you weren't working at that time, actually. No, no. Um, I, yeah, I'd done a bunch of, bunch of different jobs, but then I'd have to yeah, some but time Ian off, and yeah. I were already friends at this point. And three years after we did these two videos, I kind of just randomly went onto our, our YouTube channel and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Deadly Weapons and Double Agent 73, like... They've got they've got a few thousand views. Yeah, yeah, they were five thousand like, views at the time, and I was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, not like, like it had like twenty to a hundred in the first like couple of months, and that was because it was being shown at the uni, etc., yeah, yeah. etc. Uh, but yeah, to see the few thousand, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Bit of trivia for you: ninety uh, percent of all those views came from Germany. Yeah. So it was like, interestingly, we've got a huge audience in Germany. I guess the uh, our audience there like uh, Doris Wishman, or they like the films <laughs> that she made. And uh, so we're like, Ian, maybe uh, you know, a few people have told us, like, whenever we're at bars or wherever at parties or yeah. clubs, yeah, we uh, end up dominating a part of the conversation by you and me just talking about films. And yeah. Not many people could keep up with us, so people were like, "You two should should film your conversations and put them on the internet." And we were like, "The internet, the the what? The, the what now? I mean, like, the what and the what? Where? My like, mobile phone." Looking back, there's. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to take it deep. I'm about to take it deep, so stay with me, right? Looking oh. back, like when we were at the house. This is the house that you can see on screen now. The the shared house? No, not no, the shared th house. This is the flat. This, this is, is the, the flat. flat that we used to. But the oh. but there's the boobs. <laughs> the actual big shared house that we used to have. 
you know yeah. that's where you and I first started to hang out and we that's just started right. to talk about movies and it was always about the Evil Dead this was, trilogy this was a three four years before this recording yeah and it was it was always about you know video games and things like that and we had the chance to hang out with other people and we were obviously living our lives and doing whatever um but we would dominate conversations then about movies. And from that house, I remember the internet was just first coming in because we had a computer in there. We were downloading movies, kind of, well, I'd say downloading, acquiring <laughs> movies off of the interweb somehow when people put them freely out there by their own choice. But um, you, we, we got a copy of the Fantastic Four movie that wasn't the fantastic. It was the one. It was the one pre Captain yes. America fucking right. And I was like, oh my god. And we were talking about this movie for fucking weeks. So then, as I moved out and you got your own place, you know, you moved in with your girlfriend, and we were still hanging out on Saturday nights and watching different films and things like that, and dominating conversations and talking about it. You'd see the internet and YouTube start to develop. Yeah. Technology. Film reviewers started popping up here and there, well, but only a few. But they were they were just they were popping up here. And somebody was talking about this film and this film and this film and horror and sci-fi and this that and the next thing. And people said to us, "Yeah, you should probably do it." And we were like, "How? Where do we do get this? We need cameras. Yeah. We need audio equipment. We need a space to record. We we basically done this on a." On I a, got to borrow dime. all of the equipment from uni at the time, obviously doing media rights, I had access to all the cameras, audio equipment and, and editing software. So uh, now granted, I also had a few holdover bits and pieces as well from the time where I was a technician. Yeah. Um, so I'd acquired my own camera as well. But we all, all, all of these, all of these early reviews were shot with a multitude of different cameras at different aspect ratios, at different frame rates. Uh, at different audio levels and so some of the early edits on the channel are are very very rough and uh, i have to say now like obviously we eventually got started the uh the first review uh on the channel that actually has the thumbnail with off the shelf reviews on the thumbnail it doesn't yeah. appear in the video itself was feast our feast review oh. was the first one to have the off the shelf reviews thumbnail and that one was published on february 28th 20 13 so we're kind of a little bit early it's what the 25th of this recording yeah yeah, yeah. so thereabouts but was the first 10 one years man I, it, 10 years ago the, we we, did we do the trilogy we, we the haven't trilogy? done the trilogy we only we haven't the done first the trilogy. one and i i watched a part of that feast review and i was like this is terrible this is really terrible <laughs> part of me was just like yeah. unlist yeah. to the Hulk video <laughs> oh, that's my hulk mug that's that's my Hulk that mug. Hulk that, it's still mug. alive, and yeah. you you probably also saw this mug in the videos that's yeah. playing as well. They've survived is, years and years and years. That's the that is the Hulk mug that Gary yeah. got me from Universal Studios when he went over to America with his, uh, with his dad <laughs> and his with family. family. Yeah, that is a well-traveled mug that's seen and, ten years with us. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lo I love watching this. Like, like we said, that's Dan and I can't that's remember Sam. Sam and who's and the Dan other and, Turner. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, just old uni friends, yeah. smoking so much because that, that's how. Well, that's what cool kids. It's indie, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know, and <laughs> we're not in a bar, so we can. Like, um, it was. It was always. It was always in my mind that the essence of off the shelf reviews or just off the shelf was this: like two, three people sitting around having a chat because that's basically what people do. And our basis was we would take a film. And we would chat about it. 
you know, but while, like I said, while you're watching the development of the, the internet and YouTube and all these reviewers come out, you know, you've got obviously... Angry Gary, Video Game Nerd, Angry, Angry Joe. Games, Angry um, Joe. You know, so many professionals were coming out with so many good cameras. You know, and you're watching it in America. Uh, was it that guy with glasses? Yeah. Fucking, um, you know, you're watching it in America where, like, people were just throwing money at these people. You know, we're still doing it 10 years later. People are still throwing money. We're like, okay, let's get off the shelf out there watching those numbers oh it was first. very slow going wasn't it <laughs> but Whoa. we were we celebrated every every, every milestone, milestone 50 every views milestone. 100 views one 150 view. views yeah Zero. one view one comment Woo, yeah, yeah one comment yeah uh, we, we we savored every one and we were like it, it didn't seem like at the beginning we were getting much traction but we were like we're having fun with this so we'll we'll get, we'll, we'll keep doing some more we'll do some more yeah well, like, I mean, we were obviously being so underground. I mean, like, like you said, the first ones we did, John Dies at the End. John Dies Fucking at the End is one of the earliest videos. And again, that, yeah, I, do you know what? I haven't seen that movie in 10 years. 10 years now. And yeah. yet I still remember when his hand goes out and grabs and it that cock. The, yeah, the door handle turns into a door, handle. door knob. Like it's a human like, knob. Oh my fucking god! Um, <laughs> Cockneys versus zombies, like we said, like it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, what was it? It's, it's one of those lost videos. I purposely bought it on DVD. Is uh, the story of Riccio? Yes, one of now, the greatest fucking movies ever made. That was one of the Jess's first appearances uh, on, on the film reviews. Was in the story of Riccio. Like that shit makes oh, Endgame look tame. Man, <laughs> he punches the guy's arm down, and it's just bone and gore. Well, yeah, we, one day. What, what, how many reviews did you misplace? Um, we have probably lost about 20 videos over the course of the 10, 10 years. years. And that was due to corrupted hard drives, copyright takedowns, and a poor filing system by me. <laughs> she happens. And so, yeah, it's very unfortunate. But um, there, there is only, of all those videos, there's still one that I really wish we still had. And that was Vanishing Point. Oh, it's one of my shit. favorite films of all time. And I felt like we did such a poignant perfectly oh. pitched review for that one yeah. that when it was lost and I couldn't find the original you know folder on any external hard drive anywhere I was pretty gutted about that one yeah. and it's always the one that I'm like we'll redo that one one day but Did that got taken down from copyright it got taken copyright. down for copyright, copyright. right it, it, so I deleted it to save getting a strike on the channel thinking mm. I'd go back to the folder but that folder got corrupted when in that folder we mm. lost uh, a review that Ian did with Dylan we lost uh, the, movie, the, yeah. the, the the Poltergeist trilogy the review Poltergeist we did with trilogy, Linda yeah. uh, we lost the V for Vendetta review which never even went live never on the channel live. never even went live and that, that one's lost that was crazy because the V for Vendetta one we were aiming to get it up for the 5th of November as like a, a like a fucking celebration and funnily enough it went up it got um copyrighted by YouTube they're like you gotta take it down so we we're like okay we'll go back and work on it and then every time we were trying to get it past copyright they were like nope nope reckon, nope 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 and we were like hang on I was like hang on a minute this this seems suspicious like we can get anything past them but V for Vendetta is taking such a hit we yeah. might as well have just put like we might as well have not you know, well, I don't know. I think there may be a, something in there where you could just do all of these lost reviews in one kind of conga line of reviews. Oh, mate, we could easily but go Gary back has to have a The thing is, they would not be the same... You know, if no, we no. did a conga, they would not be the reviews watch, that we no, do they, every Thursday. They can't be that. They can't be that. Watch, no, no. Like, watching Vanishing like Point... Like Tears in the Rain, Gary. Like, va watching <laughs> Vanishing Point again and doing another review again, we'd hit it fucking nails on the head because Vanishing Point is just fucking ace. Like, I love it. Gary I suppose loves it. it deserves, We'd it watch deserves, it again and it give it its own thing. I, I think it'd but be nice just to go, here's, to... here's the 20 lost reviews. 
in one sitting. In one video. And yeah. I'm trying to get it within like when we 40 minutes there, or 20 the first, minutes. Could, what was it, on the sofa? Yeah, Good the sofa. sofa. Yep. You know, we were sat there on the sofa doing that. Like I, I, like I said, when we did the trilogy with Linda, Caroline, 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 <laughs> we did a montage in the Poltergeist 3 video. The first one's great. The second one's <laughs> awesome. The third one sucked dick, but we had an amazing montage of, of just... all the Caroline shout outs in the film. <laughs> now, I just want to take a small pause moment here and just play back a video and share some memories. This video I removed, or I didn't remove, I, I made it unlisted oh, about okay. five years ago right, because okay. I started to feel a bit cringy okay. <laughs> like, knowing that this may be the first thing that some people see on the channel. I was like, maybe it's time to hide this one and redo a new one or yeah, not have yeah. it at all anymore. So uh, if you would just like to take a moment, we're going to go and cut away to this old chestnut that some of you, if you've been around on the YouTube channel long enough, might remember this. Let me just load this up. I'll uh, rewind it and unmute it as well. Here we go. whatever I'm talking about. Look, check this out. Okay. Remember the scene in Terminator when the Terminator comes into the police station and he gets told to come back later and he says you'll be back? I'll be back. Whoa. See, weird. see, see? Do you remember when Sporny Weaver is facing off against the alien queen and she says, get away from her, you bitch. Okay, let me try it. You try it. Just like when Thomas Jane Vader kisses Margot. <laughs> What a blast from the past. <laughs> both ace. in our white shirts. I don't think we ever uh, both wore the white shirts in any any actual film review. Yeah, you know, I've, my, I've worn mine quite a lot. I've worn it, I've worn it out. I actually need to buy a new, a new one. one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got my, obviously I've got my face one, which obviously I, I absolutely love. But I like, I, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but... Um, <clears throat> I was the one who uh, wrote, choreographed that one, didn't I? You did, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we had to come up with an intro video. We had to obviously expand and put something together. And we we thought about it for fucking ages, doing up all this um, ideas. <laughs> like, like we'd been messing around with that zombie idea for ages. There was yeah. a zombie idea we wanted to do back at Gary's old flat, where it was a case of, like, we'd go out, get movies, and come back and review them during a zombie apocalypse. But... We couldn't. We didn't have the time. The we didn't budget. have the budget. We didn't have the cameras. We needed and money stuff. to do zombie makeup so, every week. So obviously, coming back and trying to do an intro video was like, well, we're just gonna have to do something like what? And I was just like, look, let's just sit on the sofa and we'll just fucking you'll you'll come in and you'll start talking to me. And this is what you're saying. Then we'll just put footage up like what we do, and then you do this, and then I'll say something, and it will just be a joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> and we did. We did it. We threw it yeah. together. Yeah. And, and, and we and the backing scene was because I had a wall of DVDs. Gary had a wall of DVDs. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there's still two boxes of DVDs and unpacked, unpacked. Which Nobody one watches they, them. They're collecting dust over they're, centuries. They're safe. They'll, they'll gain value. I, I think it's a long term investment. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at the top, uh, they're off shot right now. There's a monolith <laughs> to the avarice <laughs> of our love for 
collectible. Well, that's it. We just had this idea, like I said, of trying to review movies. And I remember as well, like we we initially were just going to just do horror. Yeah. Because that's what kind of we liked. But then when it became the idea of, well, first off, we can't just stick to horror because obviously Terminator, Aliens, things and like I, that. And I, I think I butted in and went, look, now then I'm happy to step in and do a review, but I don't just want to review horror. That's it. You want, I, I, I'm, we, I'm a man of love. Well, we, all, we all love all Sorry, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love, we love no, no, but, no, all no, I gave no, you lately, was Lovecraft horror. <laughs> yeah, no, late, I love love. I know I love Lovecraftian <laughs> horror, but I do. we have reviewed other films. Yeah, yeah. Weird like, and wonderful and strange. Like Gary and, and I always discussed that it was great that the two of us could talk, but I always also like the idea of having a third. Yes. If you, you, know, if you go back to our earliest videos, we had Jeff Connett, John Cohen, mm. uh, uh, David Binmore, uh, Justine Hardy, Hannah yeah. Hawkey, Jez yeah. Montgomery, yeah. Uh, I think one of the uh, all big... as regulars for the yeah. first year. It was Ian, myself, and a guest. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah um, I always, I, I did feel that at a certain point, now, because this is a low-key production, I always felt it's better it was just you two. And that's why in many ways I said to it early on, I, I, I didn't well, yeah, want to... Yeah, that's where the dynamic lay, but, yeah. you know, I... I like the idea of getting a third in, but no, only no, no, on certain things. Yeah, you know, so, like yeah. like like I said, when Gary was saying like, and oh, now and then, if you don't want to, what are you you're trying to convince Gary to do any movie that wasn't, you know, in this category of, I'm watching this, dude. I'm only watching this. I'm like, okay, but if we put it out on YouTube and try to get traction and attention from people, they're gonna make us want to watch some fucked up shit. I mean, Serbian movie had fucking yeah. dropped. And everybody was talking about it, and we still hadn't done it in ten years. And I would rip, no, wrong word, wrong word, sorry. I would rip that movie <laughs> apart because certain movies should and shouldn't be done. And trying to convince somebody as well to come in to do a movie, like trying to get Andy in to do the black hole. Yeah, Disney's <laughs> black hole, dude. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, just want to uh, quickly throw out some numbers as well. Yeah. After the 10 years. 10 years. Uh, as of the 25th of February, 2023, we have 532 review videos Ooh. in the movie playlist folder. We have 226 Gaming Friday videos, 52 podcasts, and 918 videos in total on the YouTube channel. It's a lot, dude. It's quite a bit, isn't it, really? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would say, well, there are bigger channels and there are bigger people doing things and they've got bigger productions. And I and I totally get that. And I would love to say, hey, you know, tomorrow we're just going to quit our jobs or well, I quit my job. I mean, you know, Gary, this is Gary's job. And I you know, take out loan after loan and throw as much money into it and just do that. But from day one, you know, and I said I was going to take it deep. From day one, you know, when I mentioned it to the wife, you know, Linda, love you, um, that I wanted to do a film review channel with Gary, it was like, okay, but you have a family to take care of, you have work, you have responsibilities, you know, the idea of doing this to everybody is, oh yeah, you just throw money at it and time, and all of a sudden you're just a huge success. Uh, yeah. But I always understood the idea of, well, if I immediately do, and I'm not saying I would, but it will bring me to a film in a minute, actually, what, what do I talk about? Um, if I amazingly just became a huge, massive celebrity overnight, you know, and there were people chasing me down the street like <laughs> fucking Beatles, how would that affect my life with Linda and my, my newborn son that was coming along at the time? How would that work with Gary? You know, all this kind of stuff. So instead... It's fine, it, I don't go outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Ten years. Ten years he's talking outside. But weirdly enough, 
at the same time, while keeping it low key, while keeping it really basic, kind of basic at a level where it's just a bunch of people just chatting and being honest and just talking shit instead of just being the over the top, shall I say it, KSI's and fucking Logan Paul's. Well, you're also not Who playing... are successes, I will say yeah. that, but so is Andrew Tate and fucking Jeffrey yeah. Epstein if they're fucking yeah, talking yeah, no, that well, shit. Um, the problem is you also didn't want to bend your sister, the, the review format to the perfect algorithm. Yeah, it had to where be Where you've got to be a five-minute video that's just going to be... And release one daily. Yeah. 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 Review, yeah. The review had to be about the film. We had to get the audience, and that's always been kind of the key over the 10 years, is the audience enjoying or not enjoying whatever it is that we're talking yeah. about. Because we are just talking about this film and then this film and then this film. Like, like I remember saying to Gary like 10 years ago saying, you know what? I'd really like to do Steven Spielberg's The Colour Purple. <laughs> and the look on his face was like what what the fuck dude like the audience is gonna want to watch that and i'm thinking it's steven spielberg it's a fucking oscar-winning movie like this is like major major talking major talking material there and he's like no 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 we're gonna do the child's play trilogy so instead i watch seed of chucky <laughs> and watch glenn and fucking disemboweled wet man i'm like yeah the audience is loving this yeah, shit they are. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was the early days of the well, channel, the so I was, I was doing purple. everything yeah, that was, most people yeah. would do at that time. Yes, you, yes. you go on YouTube being like, how do you start a business? How do you start a YouTube channel? How do you start a film review channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What equipment do I buy? What sound equipment do I buy? How do I edit it? What's the running time? How do I understand the analytics? Where do I promote the videos? Like, all of that stuff was just like a... Like, I had no idea. I was a photographer or yeah. a secondary school yeah, technician yeah, yeah. teacher. Yeah. I was like, this is all something I don't really understand. So it was a whole learning curve. Um, but one of the things I, I uh, you know, going for member berries here that I remember the earliest parts um, of the channel was that I was originally the sole editor yes, uh, for yes, the channel. Yes, And Because um, I was working. I was working all Ian, the time. Ian was very busy working. And so we had a few friends at the time that were like, I will share the editing responsibilities with you. Uh, per chance you become more successful and can pay me down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, unlikely right now, but <laughs> yeah, like I, I would need somebody to help with the editing. Um, and for a couple of months, uh, Ian and I spent lots of quality time as friends. And I was teaching Ian how to edit. Oh, yeah, it was, um, I loved it. It I was fucking great, loved yeah. it. I'd, because I'd seen the pressure you were under trying to edit the reviews the way weekly you, yeah the way yeah weekly and the way you wanted to do them so well because we were on two cameras at a time you know we had the audio mic we were getting guests in it was all organization it was all prepping you know it was all managing it was all this all that and i looked at it and i was just like he it, this is gonna break him like he's gonna you're gonna stop it is the one you issue know? with not getting to that certain level where you could hire an external editor Oh yeah, I mean, well, at that's that time, a benefit. It's it's always the dream that yeah, but you want to get yeah, big, but time, not too big. Maybe like it, it, at the time, it, the the it gave, the internet gave off this crazy idea that you just became an immediate success overnight, and people were gonna throw money at you. And, and funny enough, at the time that's when he was editing yeah. it, and I before I went to take on the editor idea, like I said, I'm married, I've got a kid. I've got work, yeah. you know, I could easily just throw things to the side and just concentrate on what's important, but I'm enjoying this with my friend. We've got it organized. In a way, I had to I had to grab the bull by the horns and say, look, I'll help you edit. I will come over on certain days. You're going to show me. I almost at one point said to him, dude, you remember Ed TV? 
Ed TV. That was the film I was going to bring up. Ed TV with Matthew McConaughey, mm. yeah. where literally he just puts a fucking camera on himself for 24 <laughs> hours a fucking yeah. day. It's a whole movie. I was going to fucking do that shit. I'm not fucking yeah. kidding. Because this is before TikTok. Yeah, it is. This yeah, is yeah. before Facebook fucking yeah, videos. Yeah. This is before everybody was on the line 24 hours a fucking day. I was like, I could make so much money from this. But how do the I... Truman Show, Ian Show. Truman Show, Ian fucking show. <laughs> I was going to do it, but at it the same time, when I'm learning how to edit it all, I'm thinking, how do I integrate this? Because immediately he's going to tell me I'm a crazy motherfucker. You're a crazy motherfucker. Linda is going to fucking be like, <laughs> do yeah, me yeah, no. But I, I had all these different ideas. Like, you would only watch me from this time to this time and this time and this time and I would do this and do this. I would, yeah, it was, I would even go into work and obviously people would be like, you can't be in work. And they'd be like, well, I, 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 this, what, what is this? This is my freedom. This is my life. I can put camera on me if I want to you know who's going to stop me from walking down the street but then you're integrating with every other human so then I'm like maybe I'll just learn to edit and see how I go from yeah, there right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so learn to edit taking the videos back you know yeah. Gary showing me how the sound recorder works and putting the, the intro mm -hmm. you know that's when I started to go okay I get where we're going we need a bass line we need an intro we need the music, we need the film. And you need focus. your format. Because let's we be honest, format. compare your format to others. You've got video essayers out there who'll break down films and sometimes just break down scenes. Even. Those are there, and those and I that, found on YouTube vary in quality significantly uh -huh. from some that are intellectual and some that are just kind of, re well, the reaction YouTube mm. subgenre oh, that, 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 that blew risen. up. That's something that's risen in maybe the last five to six yeah, years. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, no, it, it, weirdly enough, it's always been around. Like, Angry Joe is a reactionist. No, yes, no, no, but no, he, no, no, no. Angry he's video, both. He's both. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, reacting to another YouTuber. Angry video game nerd, angry video game nerd is like um, an intellectual reviewer. But, but he's taking time. Like, we've always said over the years, if a movie, like, we were saying this back in the day, if a movie was older than 10 years we could easily spoil and talk about the, the the story deeper than a movie that we've literally just watched. So like when we went and watched the Evil Dead remake, you know, while we're doing the channel, all of a sudden, boom, the Evil Dead remake has been released. We've, we've, we've practically watched the three original movies to fucking death. <laughs> yeah. So why would we not, even as not film reviewers, not go and see this movie, yeah, come yeah. home and talk about it? So now we're going to come back and we're going to put the camera on us. But... Then we're like, holy shit, not everybody's going to go to the cinema on the day and mm. watch the film. But you you want to hit you want to hit the hype right. So we had to do it in the first two weeks of the Evil Dead movie coming out and try and get a review out. But it was a reaction. It wasn't like if we sat down to watch Robocop 1 yeah. that we've seen since we were like fucking Well, an analysis old. allows you to yeah. speak more analysis, freely yeah. of the details where you actually... Yeah. Not also, those video essayists—they usually do one video every six months. Yes. You know? Yeah. The yes. top tier ones, the top tier ones, where you're talking about the real yeah. cream of the crop. Those, yeah. those guys. And I've seen—I've seen, I think I'd seen it before. It came up for Venture Brothers, a show that is getting a final movie apparently. Yeah. It is very good. Very, it's been out for a long time. I, I love Venture Brothers. It, it, it predates the channel, I think, because it's one of the longest-running cartoon. Yeah. Network. Yeah. Uh, Venture Brothers crazy. It's the first animation style was like Ren and Stimpy art style. Um, it wasn't quite that crazy, but it was a similar quality, if that makes sense. Early, yeah, yeah. I think it must have been two thousands. It must have started. But anyway, Re reaction slightly off topic. Yeah, yeah. But the point I'm making is, somebody did a beautiful essay on it. Yeah. And again, it was like an hour. I think an hour love po poem to that. Show. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing as well with length. It's like 
people who say, oh, I'm not going to listen to you talk about an, uh, Adventure Brothers for an hour. Well, and it's like TikTok, somebody yeah. will. Somebody yeah. will listen the best, because they are a fan. If you make something good enough, there'll be an audience. Well, not even that. Somebody can be a fan and go, right. I, like nowadays, especially with technology the way it is, like look at us now with Twitch. Somebody's a fan and says, like, I've got an hour. I just want to chill. I'm going to listen to the back history of the Venture Brothers. I'm going to listen to an essay of the alien theory life cycle. Yeah. There's, like, you could have, like, a million videos out there telling you the time travel history comparing Back to the Future and the Terminator. Somebody's going to listen to it. Somebody's going to take the time to put yeah. it down well, and say, I'm going to it. Was the myth in earlier YouTube, and like we said, uh, there's certain ways to get the algorithm to play your game. Because the algorithm, <laughs> the algorithm's a fucking cunt. But it is. Mate. I'll fucking do it. I don't no, no, care. no. But it is. Don't do them to me. I play I the know, algorithm every fucking week. But it is, it's about the two minute. It thinks it's about two minutes. But who's the most successful podcaster in the world? Joe I, Rogan, and he runs uh, three. No, no, no. Don't worry about whether or not you like him. But it's a three-hour podcast. There yeah, is an audience yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, for long My point is about <laughs> the form. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, I got it's it. the long. It's, I got it. Yeah. He, the mo that motherfucker can't review a movie. No, no. Save his fucking life. So fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah what's next? Um, but no, well, I just want to. Um, You're Joe Rogan of YouTube. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just going right, to do talk briefly <laughs> again about the history of the channel. But those <laughs> earliest film reviews, like John dies at the end, yeah, yeah. Feast, and a couple of others, Cockneys versus Zombies. Some of our earliest film reviews on the channel were before we were actually partnered with YouTube. So those yes. videos were broken down into 10 minute chunks, which yes. was just a, a pain. So Ugh. some of the reviews ended up just being 10 minutes long. Yeah. Um, and we felt like we had to rush and condense everything we wanted to say yeah. in those 10 minutes. Eventually, um, once we got uh, over a thousand subscribers, at that time, we were able to partner with YouTube, set up an AdSense, mm -hmm. which, you know, it, it took like another couple of years before we even got our first pay slip from, yeah. from, our, uh, from AdSense. But then we also set up our Patreon page. And lo and behold, uh, the first few Patreons came in. And up until that point, Ian and I chose the film chose reviews the that films, we would yeah. do so you know we, we chose like demolition man i say the, chose, flight, the flight of dragons we argued we argued we week argued by week what we, yeah, would, what we, what we, we wanted to do, to do. Uh, but eventually the patreons <laughs> took over the channel yes that was the way we intended it it stopped us arguing yes. what we were going to do <laughs> and didn't stop us arguing no, it didn't. we it look didn't. at the list and we go <laughs> we're gonna do that yeah okay uh, but uh, we should probably do that first because that'll make more sense when it comes around trying yeah. to keep because it's like, I like to think we've had seasons. Yes, Over the yes, 10 absolutely. Years, yeah. I like to think that we've had seasons. You definitely have had faces. Season one <laughs> was <laughs> at the set that we looked at earlier on video. Yeah, yeah, season yeah. two was on the orange sofa. And season three is you and me on the chairs yeah. now with the spine of DVDs in the middle of us. Yeah. Um, but uh, and so then, who knows where season four will start? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the new set. Well, currently, Jess is in the process of buying a house that we yeah. that I live in we'll see so there, there may be a, <laughs> a, 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 a future I, set I, I have always been looking at trying to get another set I am actually decorating my dining room at the moment so we might have to look into <laughs> sorting out that green screen finally no I know green screen backgrounds well, are horrible man, horrible, I horrible. Do that, man. And, and so I much extra work I so want to do that bit from Wayne's World where it's like we're in Delaware as an <laughs> intro because we, well, we haven't even done Wayne's World we haven't even done Wayne's World 2 we haven't done, we haven't done the fucking... first one. No, and this is uh, <laughs> this is where I phase out of it. Like, uh, I like Wayne's World, but it's not what I consider the best of. Yeah, but no, no, no. But no, 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 that's about it for me. My point, my point being, like, over ten years and what? How many did you say? I know you review variables, films, but... films yeah. and stuff. 
honestly, as a film reviewer and an entertainer, I've been I've been here. We haven't even scratched the no, fucking no. surface. And you never of, will. Of movies. <laughs> but, but that's the that's the brilliant. Well, we will. We will. Cocaine bear. We will what when when the BBC and Sky and Netflix all come knocking at the door, going, "Man, you guys are fucking some badass reviewers. We need a film review every single day." And we get up at nine. We review. <laughs> for, we, yeah, we met. I tell you, we've got it down to a system now that if 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 we had time, we could probably get a review out every three days. Well, no, because obviously there's a system that <laughs> yeah. Hire an editor, it take less time. <laughs> now you say that. I I do edit. Hire a team of so editors. I know. So you can sit there and say hire a team of editors and all that kind of stuff. I, I do that. There's a there's a there's heart. You've got to put heart into it. That's that's my thing. Yeah. You've got to put heart into it. Honesty as well. Honesty. That was what the one thing we've always said. We're not we're not kowtowing to whatever the popular opinion is. Every video that Ian and I has done has been our own words and how we have responded and felt. We just, we are, we, it's been completely yours. honest. Oh, like, you honest. say that, like the six months that you were there with, was it six months? Yeah, six I months. With 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 Gary yeah, through a pandemic, through a motherfucking pandemic, while the whole world was going through this whole change, we were like, how do we keep this show going? When we're not allowed to see each other for yeah, however like, long. Like I, like I said, at the time and this whole time, I'm still been working this whole time, you know, keeping the family going and stuff like that, balancing the reviews and editing, filming. And now all of a sudden, legally, legally, I can't even enter the house. No, that's weird. You know, so we obviously had to come up with a system where you and Gary were safe to interact and watch films. And then Gary would pass me the memory stick file through like a box system yeah, where I don't touch some it. Some French connection crazy. You know, and then I'd have, even then, like I remember the wife being like, if the police stop you, and I'm like, I know, like it felt like it felt like Marshall smuggling Moore. USB USB cards films. It's like, watch files. this film. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna get into jail because I fucking castle freak. Fuck's sake. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, like, you were you were honest. You had to watch the film, and then you had to sit down with yeah. Gary for castle like freak. 30, 40 minutes and talk about castle freak. Woo. <laughs> 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 But then I also got pleasures like Color Aspects, which yes, Color absolutely, an awesome film. Did you do Moon Trap and Mind Warp with him? Yes, you yeah. did. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell, those movies, like I was <laughs> editing those movies. Oh. I love the death sequences. The look on your face was like, what am I fucking watching? I could be watching Wonder Woman 1984, and I'm watching Moon Trap. <laughs> it's funny how the slippery slope just keeps going sometimes. What do we miss some flaws? But woo. <laughs> so there's another thing that I do want to. I I. I I look back on them and I'm proud of the videos that we made. Okay. But I was always I was always struggling to maintain them on a weekly basis, which is mm. one of the reasons why Gaming Fridays yes. kind of I had to put a stop into it because I felt like I wasn't able to give those Gaming Fridays as much time as the film reviews because we were yeah. The recording time windows for Ian and I oh, to collaborate were so tight. tight. It felt like a rush job sometimes to get the notes ready, to get the footage ready, and get the edit, get them edited and rendered as the same time as the film reviews. But that was because you you kind of wanted to take the game in Fridays into a more uh, professional kind yes, of view. Yes, I liked the thirty minute film. segment of just the first thirty minutes of gameplay, yeah. but I wanted to 
play the whole game, have footage of the whole game, oh, and oh, yeah. edit to the points that we talk and, about. And that was amazing. Impossible but, on a weekly but, basis. I know, and it's ironically what Twitch has filled that void with. So. It has now, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it has. It Technology has become an absolute your... evolution. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but, he, but he also would say to me, right, I need you to sit down and play this game. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, you want me to play Lion King in 30 minutes? And he's like, yeah, don't die. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, like, I was being made to sit down after I just sat down for like up to up to 40 minutes to an hour it's reviewing very, a film it, it does make me emotionally think charged yeah. I think there was even one it's a celebrity death match moment mate I just could see the old ring like I'm, I swear <laughs> there was one review where Gary and I obviously did fucking argue like hell over the film you know, and how we both felt about it. And then it was like, right, you're ready to record this game now. And I was almost wanted <laughs> to kill him with the joypad. But in my mind, I'm like, no, just sit and play the oh, game. Would and increase then, the view. Hello, welcome <laughs> to your <laughs> chef reviews. This game of fighting. I'm really fucking annoyed right now. And I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, uh, never say never to Gaming Fridays. I, there, there's still a couple of videos that I would still like to do in the vein of the old Gaming Fridays. Yeah, but you'd put them on Twitch now. But well, now that I am on Twitch, edited, you, t- it has made me feel yeah, 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 a little yeah, bit more yeah. of a narrative structure. Yeah. Um, um, and to, to finally put an end to to the gaming Fridays, but I was I'm glad of all the ones that we did. We got to talk about a lot of the games that we wanted to talk yeah, about yeah. from nostalgia. Uh, I also remember we did a lot of what we called the sequential Saturday, sequential which Saturday. was a 30 minute episode every Saturday, I'd love playing to bring one that game back. start to finish, and we played the thing through. Yeah. Uh, Shell Shock, Predator, Predator Alien Isolation. Shell Shock crashed. It kept crashing it at kept one point. Yeah. We started Catherine. <laughs> Catherine was a classic. Catherine oh, was go- amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Go oh, Sleeping yeah, Box. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. that game. I was starting to really get the grips of it. And this motherfucker was going for a stage of not smoking. And I'm like, oh, okay. You don't want to keep swapping. Because, like I said, he's making me play. And I'm like, dude, you need to play as well. And he's like, I, you know I can't play. And I'm like, oh. Okay, but I can't keep playing because like we need to we need to make <laughs> you've this... got to if you want this video to keep going. Yeah, we need to make this fun. We need to and he's just like no, fucking to And that's that's what's funny to lead to now now ten years later with the Twitch where it's just like Gary's just like I'm gonna go on Twitch and play games now and I'm like so really? Gonna, so Gary's now going to play Catherine, you're saying? No, possibly, yes. He's done Colonial Marines. You've heard it, ladies and gentlemen, here. It's, it's Catherine on there. I've had my ramps with the thing and fucking, you know, Evil Dead, Hail to King with no fucking, no fucking saves. No fucking saves I had on that bad boy. It's Evil Dead, Catherine. Yeah, I, I'm sure as hell not streaming uh, anything ever. Can't but. believe you brought that up. <laughs> Yeah, right. Right, I I think it's time to cut away here. I've got a video that I've spliced together for you guys Uh, uh, that I'd like to share with you. Now, the video I feel is a little bit overlong. Like, as an editor, I'm like, the video's too long. (laughs) But I've rushed it together as quick as I can. Uh, But this. (laughs) (laughs) This will kind of serve as a a small throwback uh, to the evolution of the channel. You're going to see. Um, the old intros uh, all the way up to uh, oh, the, the most spoilers. well fairly new set um, but uh, I hope you enjoy this video and uh, we'll see you uh, in just a moment And I'm Gary. I've been in a bag woman. And I'm Gary. 
I have a class 3 rating. And I'm Gary. I'm on drugs. And I'm Gary. <laughs> I need... And I'm Gary. I love hot dogs. I'm a hot dogs. The dogs, kids, love to buy. And I'm Gary. I've never really liked my neighbours. And I'm Gary. I'm Ted Rainey in a mask. And I'm Gary. I should have cancelled my online subscription a while ago. Oh, and I'm Gary. I'm... Satisfaction. And I'm Gary. I will eat your heart. And I'm Gary. And today we're going to review and discuss The Exorcist. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis? Fuck me! <laughs> Fuck me! I'm actually lost the word. And I'm Gary. I was one of the original Seven Samurai. And I'm Gary. I hope I give you the shits. And I'm Gary. <laughs> well, she simply gone. And I'm Gary. I'm sat next to Wayne Grove, and I'm Gary. I'll tear your soul apart, <laughs> and I'm Gary. I'm the eater of worlds, and I'm Gary. I've always hated you, Cooper, and I'm Gary. I just dropped in. <laughs> Good stuff. Position my condition was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And I'm Gary. I'm pretty sure Gary's been watching me while I sleep, and I'm Gary. I was the head of the Arrowhead Project, and I'm Gary. I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to look like that, Gary. <laughs> I have nightmares after this. Hello, Gary. No. Hello, welcome to Opera Shop Reviews. I am the wisdom that is Ian. I'm Gary. Hello, welcome to Opera Shop Reviews. I'm after those bare necessities. And I'm Gary. Mm. I've got nothing bad to say about this film. And I'm Gary. I can't get no satisfaction. I was born in a crossfire hurricane. And I see a red door. And I want to paint it black. And I'm Gary. <laughs> I think I smell... Demonic infestation. And I'm Gary. I don't have any fillings. <laughs> I definitely think way too much. And I'm Gary. I'm going to kill them all, sir. And I'm Gary. And today we're going to review. That's one. That's one. <laughs> I've muted us for a second because we're getting an echo. <laughs> you could have. You should have edited him in as well when you did your. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my hair. Skim the view sometimes, but I don't remember that one. I must have somehow but gone. I'm right. <laughs> just like you missed it. I bought soup, and I'm Gary. I remember you stood in that soup. Don't need to write. <laughs> what a trip! 
<laughs> How amazing is that? That, that yeah, did take a little while to put together. Up, like, when I hope you guys like, enjoyed that like, little video montage. Yes, Gary. No, wait, who's Gary? Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm Gary. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the scanners one. Could have had the scanners one. The scanners one and there, there, there were so when many. Together, yeah, the best bit is when you break that. It's just like, it gets crazy. Because I'm like, the moment me and Gary did him during lockdown, I don't, I don't do that because I'm more of, quiet creature man like i like i remember also like the the, the i'd say call it the convergence the the change from obviously the flat to, to the house yeah you know yeah. so far, yeah. so moving from one sofa set to another sofa set and trying to get it all work and we we come up with the idea didn't we it was just like we, we had films coming up but we needed and we had fido and we had warm bodies on the list. Now, yes. Fido is the, the Billy Connolly zombie movie yeah, yeah. from the 1950s with uh, Carrie Ann Moss. And warm bodies is the Nicholas Holt movie where he's a zombie. And I remember just saying to Gary, like, like, dude, what if like, like we get, we get Jeff in to be in the Fido review. You know, my wife had just gone out on Halloween as well. And she'd made collars with her and her friend to wear as the zombies. We could borrow that colour him up because we knew a guy that could do some zombie paint Big Tony that we yep. used to get in from all Smart effects, yeah. and, and Predator you know we could get him to throw some makeup on give him some money and then Jeff attacks us kills us in the video and then in the <laughs> next video we're stumbling into the house because in warm bodies the way you brought the zombies back was to re-engage their memories so I came up with this whole idea as well that we would edit in sequences of things that we would like we'd like as we came in and flopped into the sofa it's like a whole, <laughs> yeah, transition, motherfucker. Yeah, man. We'll put some ideas into this shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? It's tricky, because that's a lot of prep work, a oh. lot of work. You've got to make it fun. you got to yeah. catch it. In the, first, in the first six weeks of doing Off the Shelf, and like I said, that's the first six film reviews that were just parts, people were saying, like, oh, you've got to grab people's attention. You've got yeah. to try and grab their attention with skits and fancy artwork and this. And you do. The, the glitz and glamour captures people. You cannot no, lie. No, absolutely. As we you said, know, the, if, there's ways to play to the, the, the not even the, the audience, more sorry, basic to play to the system. The more basic something looks, the more basic something looks, the less interest it kind of gets, even if it's wholeheartedly and sweet and all that kind of, you really have to look past yeah. it, don't you? It's, it's true. But I, I remember saying to Gary, like, because we had our intro, you know, Gary would say hello, you know, and I would say hello because, you know... It's I, your hosts, yeah. Ian and Gary. I wanted to be polite. I wanted to be inviting. I wanted to be everything that, you know, you kind of want to be. <laughs> but you needed to grab the audience's attention. So that's when I started to go, all right, I'm going to come up with some crazy shit. And the my challenge after the first one was to make him crack <laughs> as soon as we hit the camera. I think you've done it twice in 10 years. No, I've done it Maybe more than more. twice. Okay. I've done it more than okay. twice because... The th and the thing is... Like like now, like with the with the podcast right now, we're recording it kind of live. Yeah, we kind of edit out a bits, and with the film reviews, we we structure it as well. Well, with with when we but were we in the early days, when you and I were in the had a disagreement. Yeah, well, cause, oh, cause it the, would go for forty five minutes. It was another reason I actually took a step back because I was like, because you transition like a motherfucker. <laughs> and we bring you back. No, no, and you know, it, it's because I think I have a slightly different position in you terms do. of I like That's to argue you have your own and style yes. and way of presenting yourself Jess mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. it, it's different so like when we're not used to yeah. working with you in front of on camera live unrehearsed as we do 
Like yeah. you, you, you kind of I mean, have to feel right it for the best. But it did also work. It, yeah, but it did also work with us because, oh, like I said, Gary and I had to stay fresh. So bringing in you and Justine and Linda and Jeff and John and this person and that person was to make the conversation more fresh mm -hmm. because you and I are going to argue for fucking an hour back and forth of our stances. Honestly, you on know, our yeah, views of the subject. Yeah, we, we, we'll and you'll <laughs> sit there and be like, man, i got to edit this fucking shit. And they're just wobbling. I'm cutting all this. Yeah. This is me cutting they don't all know my it, yeah. and then sometimes, <laughs> and, and I, I've spoken to Gary about it as well because sometimes one of us will just go off on a tangent. And it's not always me, but I'm editing it. I'm like, what was the I, point I bring, of your tangent? <laughs> I bring the worst, sometimes I bring the worst out of you as well, because we're both like stubborn in our own little ways. Yeah, but I always knew when I was with you we, that you I, had, I had to bring it back with Gary, back to the film. Well, you had so to focus on the, on the film. Sometimes it was actually relevant and you wouldn't let me finish the point, because I knew <laughs> you were trying to... But I had to get the people's like, attention in the first five minutes, so I would get a crazy, a crazy intro going, try to blow Gary... And then we would wing the rest yeah, of the no, review, yeah, yeah. just just chatting. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, I think I think sometimes it works, and sometimes that doesn't. But if you're doing an open stream like this, it's much easier nowadays. Yeah. And you haven't got to worry about the edit. Yeah. Well, worrying about the edit. That was something that uh, going back to the sort of production history behind the scenes. Uh, there were so many uh, videos that we also lost due to copyright. Oh. Now, at least now, our system on YouTube is completely changed after I've been to self-taught myself copyright school yeah. uh, to learn the ins and outs and know my legal standing yes. uh, uh, on YouTube as a, as a British person because the laws are different around the world in terms of fair use and, uh, and uh, uh, in terms of copyright and whatnot. Um, so uh, usually when a video was claimed on YouTube, that's it. I have to delete the video. It goes back into the editing board. It gets, the, you know, the bit that they've told us was, you know, too long. Gets edited down. It gets re-rendered. Takes hours. Gets re-uploaded. Yeah, takes hours. Thing, gets re-texted, re-thumbnailed, re-released. Then a, two days later, YouTube hits the video again with a different segment. Yeah. And, you know, I, I said it at one point. The, the one that broke me was the Alien review. The Ooh. first Alien <laughs> review. That video got re-edited more than 150 times. Uh, yeah, That's 150 re-edits, 150 yeah. re-renders, and 150 re-uploads on one video. And that was happening over and over these, and over but, and over again. But these are again. reviews where you're good to it. I mean, yeah. oh, yes. But the, oh yes. But the system has changed over time, yeah. and we've yeah. learned with the system that, like, I'll, I'll admit, honestly, I hate going onto YouTube and finding films that people are talking about where it's just, all footage yeah you know i want to i, I want to know the person's honest opinion and i can only do that when i'm actually looking at the person sometimes it's just too honest when you get like i said people like i don't really watch all the time but people like angry joe and this guy with glasses where they are just literally screaming they're cartoon characters, they are cartoon characters yeah. screaming at me that i should never watch batman forever again and i'm like fuck you i'm gonna watch it now you know but yeah. i want an honest opinion from somebody and then that's when you actually start to delve into the history of the film and that's i i feel I think I think. Oh, well, hold on, yeah, hold on. No, no, no. Uh, but I always feel that as, when three people, when three or four or five, or whatever people are talking about a film, you can get emotional. But if you take your stance, and the internet is a hazardous <laughs> place for it, when you take the stance that your opinion matters over everybody else, over every other like uh, evidence that stands there, you know, you really have to make a stance. I I found that personally, like I like certain films 
and can argue my stance but like our thing with wonder woman 84 earlier comparing it to any movie that marvel has released over 10 years i take that stance because like personally i watched alien 3 as a kid on tv because i couldn't go to the cinema because i was too young and i couldn't get it on video from the video shop because nobody would rent it to me i i've loved alien i loved aliens and now i'm watching alien 3 and i've read all this bad press that it's one of the worst fucking movies ever made and it's just a, an abomination and all this and i sat down and i watched Alien 3 and i'm like who are these fucking assholes saying this because this is amazing this sits brilliantly into this trilogy at the moment it was a trilogy you know because ripley has gone on her journey she has died at the end of this boom done this 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 series is, is done I now need to talk to somebody yeah. about this movie, <laughs> right? Right? and yeah. nobody else wants I to talk about you, Alien 3. I, I could come up against you on that one. Because, you can, that's the but point. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, the problem is I wouldn't, just to be straight, I wouldn't be absolutely burning it to the ground because I really love parts of Alien 3. Mate, Alien 3 is so good, the, they went back the and released the, it again yeah. with the other But then they released all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All of them yeah. got director's you know? cuts. And, yeah. and, but, that's, but that's what I'm and saying. But then again, go back and watch Blade Runner, the famous first version. Exactly, Blade Runner is another one. It's not great, the first version. I watched, I, you know, since the, first, since the, the first time of, of watching Blade Runner that I watched on a Saturday night, 10 o'clock when I was a kid with adverts and all that other shit in my bedroom under a fucking quilt, you know, enjoying myself as a kid like since then i've watched like 17 different fucking versions of blade runner in all yeah. multiple different we, we formats strange, there's been yeah. a fucking sequel that fucking allowed me to stand next to my friend and go ha he's not a fucking replicant and he goes it doesn't exist it's still ambiguous <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, the writers and the directors all disagree but, you, <laughs> but that exactly but you have to have that stance you know like a lot of films nowadays is just people getting emotional and then they take to oh, the it's... internet they attack it they talk about it but they move on and i found I that love with a, i love a few film critic channels as entertainment but they moves get... yeah as entertainment moves your your opinion changes and I'll, I'll say right now i looking back at 10 years on the channel dude sometimes i'll fucking go on record now sometimes i look back and i'm like Man, I'm totally wrong on that movie. But this is the thing about here's the interesting. You guys taking that position because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not again talking of another, of another channel. I passingly and literally, I don't right. watch a great deal of him. Critical drinker, and he said he broke big when he came out with a harsh take on which film was he ranting about? He wasn't like super overboard, but he was oh, drunk dude. and ranted about one film, and it blew up on the internet Bruh. because the the YouTube cha- out, okay, algorithm. Yeah pays you off no, for being I'll, angry. I'll give you, yeah, but I'll give you an example of a counter to that that we've had recently. Go on. We put up a review for The Keep by Michael Mann, yeah. which is fucking a standard movie. Yeah, great film. That movie in itself, its view account, has absolutely fucking smashed every other normal video every movie in the last and it's not even that's in the not last even a, that's crazy it, 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 it smashed all of the different horror, the, the horror series that we did last year, which is usually our biggest thing. Somehow The Keep has gone because the algorithm's just doing people, what it likes. No, well, yeah, or people have watched it and then people are sharing it, but they're not sharing it on a huge scale like you want to do. Like Terminator Free, Terminator One and Two are amazing <laughs> movies, but they did not Terminator have Free, the million views. People want to watch people be <laughs> angry about a movie that they are also angry about because but, but, but it's almost cathartic. Free. No, 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 we're not. Yeah, I was going to say, Gary, but maybe he is right. Maybe there is an appetite in a sense now because we've come around the whiplash of the kind of well, we live in an age now where some of these channels um, are now 
fueled by rage uh, well, against yes, yeah, the corp- yeah, I, I mean, it's fair argument. These corporations are pumping out but so much we, content. We, but we, we you ourselves have to be angry, but yeah, yeah, trying to a keep channel honest. that offers a cooler, slightly gentler take on these films, like, where you're like, I don't I, hate Terminator Three. It's better than fucking Dark Fate. I'm telling you right now. You were like, well, that's pretty rubbish compared to the first two. (laughs) Well, we can't get any worse than that, can we? Oh, God, it's all the way down. (laughs) There's a whole thing below this. (laughs) I mean, there's space under the abyss. (laughs) There's space, mate. It's just free fall. But yeah, some franchises, there's definitely an issue with Hollywood. But that's a broader conversation to have on a broader scale. But individual films, you're like, uh, it wasn't great, but yeah, now you compare it to the modern trash, which again comes back to you, what you were saying Man, about you, 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 Wonder Woman. That yeah, sure, it's not great, but there's worse. Well, like. <laughs> Give them time. There's movies out there, man. Curse of the Queer Wolf show proved that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we've almost covered pretty much um, everything. Ian, is oh, there... Well, oh, we I, haven't... Actually, there's one thing we haven't discussed I, yeah, yet. Yeah, I was going to... And that is our Halloween season. Oh, yes, yes. It's, well, you got it's, that. It's I, an I got absolute one, yeah. staple now on the channel. Yes. We've covered the Halloween series. Yes. Aliens series. Hellraiser. Resident yeah. Evil. Oh, George A. Romero's Dead series. Critters. Final Destination. Child's Play. Howling. Freddy and Jason films are still a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was kind of my favourite last year because it was my pick last year. We we yeah. we, we, we we alternate the choice. We tried to, well. We we started to alternate um, like midway through because we yeah. started to discuss what horror series we wanted to do, and the first couple we started to pick up like the Halloween series was a a joint kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like Resident Evil, you really wanted to do all the Resident I Evil. I need, like I was, and, and you you were so bottled crit- up. I yeah. had to just, so you couldn't take Critters for get it out of my system. You? Uh, no, we'd done Critters one, so then we had to, we had to knock out the other, the other, the other three, three to kind yeah. of go along with but that they fell series. Out of, yeah, they fell out yeah, of, they fell out of this, but we, yeah. Um, I mean, Resident Evil was so good because I remember Gary saying, oh, I can't wait to do Resident Evil series and then I watched the final chapter and I was like, this is going to fuck him up. You know, no, because Gil? like I said, over the ten years that we're doing these film reviews, yeah. he's he, you know, he's saying he really wants to enjoy these films, and I'm watching the Resident Evil series, and I'm like, how can anybody enjoy this? Shit? It never got <laughs> better. Like, it never the got first better. film was like, okay, I, I still enjoy the first, still, one. first one. Man, I'm telling you, after watching that Netflix production, <laughs> I'll take that Russian sun to watch. It's all the Terminator. Yeah, it's Terminator Dark Face, baby. Oh, but that's that's the thing. That's that's what has given us the beauty because we like, initially the staple was to do horror series all the time. Like we wanted to do the Phantasm series. We still haven't finished that one. We did them in commentary, but we haven't done yeah. Ravager. We haven't done Ravager. We almost did it last year. We almost it was did, it almost almost on the list, but like there were so many on the list, and it was a case of also saying like we're not going to do horror, but if we hit it for October, mm. you know everybody loves Halloween month. You know, uh, you know, the first of October, the thirty first, you build up, and it became a staple for me because I loved watching Halloween on Halloween. So watching all these horror movies, but then the organisation skill of right, when are we going to do these twelve movies? <laughs> right, you know, in a How? row, while also <laughs> trying to balance them with the weekly episodes as well. Who's taking up the mantle for the editing? Where are we going to obviously, you know, <clears throat> look into the films and stuff like that? Um, but summertime, obviously, my work pattern. Everything's always been working around my work pattern, obviously family time and stuff like that. So summertime, I get off in holidays, and so it's like the first week 
or second week, we're knocking out all the horror series. Halloween, like, was that the first proper, That was the first Halloween season. It yeah. is always a staple memory in my mind of that holiday. Because you had the house to yourself. I wife the, and child were away. Uh, and was, you could just my wife. spend yeah, all that I time. my son. It with was, your fa- with, with, with some my, of your favourite films. I'd never watched all of them. <laughs> yeah. I'd never watched go, all yeah. of them. I'd watched obviously some. I'd had a couple glances here and there. Now was my time to actually sit down, watch them, make notes, and emote on camera the very next day. Because we were knocking out two a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Linda and, Mus- and Dylan were only away for five days. So from the day that they went, I was watching Halloween movies. Halloween 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, Rob Zombies 1 and 2. Yeah. And then the idea was then to take them from Gary while Gary continued with the show. I would then edit them over the months leading up because they, they needed to be back to Gary yeah. and getting rendered up in time because YouTube would do its thing and they needed yep. to be ready by October 1st week, first Thursday, so that the first one could start going up. Nobody knew. And the beauty was, like I said, that whole week, it's always a staple memory because I, I could have gone away on holiday and I have done, but I didn't have a passport and my wife's going out of the country. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, what? Oh, I can't go away? Shame. Oh, no. I'll just have to <laughs> stay home and watch Halloween movies. And I, and I did. And I remember I was watching the, the, Curse of, the Curse of Thorn one with Paul Rudd. Yeah, so at six, I think. A six. Or five or six. Six, maybe. And <laughs> oh. it was the Wednesday or... Oh, you can't remember which one. Return Wednesday curse. or Thursday, I was lying on... And I had to watch a second one after. And I was lying on my rug in the front room. Because <laughs> I tidied the house from top to bottom. I slept in the front room pretty much the whole week. <laughs> walking over here, reviewing and editing with Gary, walking all the way back, watching the next couple, walking all the way back, back and forth for the week. I remember lying on the carpet like, what the fuck am I doing? These movies <laughs> suck. It can't get any better or worse than this. And then it got... <laughs> Buster Rhymes hasn't turned up Buster yet. Buster Rhymes hasn't turned up. I'm like, what the fuck is this going? But then I hadn't seen Rob Zombie's... Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I'd only watched it once and it didn't resonate. Sing it to me, Ian. And I, oh man, that love heart sequence just popped in my head of all the sequences in... And it was just a staple then of what we were going to do every every October. We were going to do a horror series. And yeah. We were going to have fun with it, and we were just going to punch it, and we were just going to push it through. Yeah, I, I, I my, my, I, I absolutely adore every single Halloween season we've done. Last year's was the most um, unorthodox of all oh. of our our, our, our preparations, and this was on Ian. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Ian's idea to yeah. go. Look, we need to do Freddy. We need to do Jason. Jason. But we've also not done this new Chucky film yet. People yeah. keep asking for it. Yeah. And I'm like, but we've got the new Halloween. We need to because yeah. our like we finished all the Halloween reviews, yeah. but they kept making more. So we're like, yeah. well, the playlist is not finished anymore. So uh, we had to make a whole yeah. sequence and a skit, and then a, you know. What so we did a first one, up, a second, a third, a this, fourth. Like because we still did a chronological order. Chronological order. You look back, yeah. it, it works in a chronological yeah. order. But it was one of those things where every year we know, like we're going to be very excited to do the first film. Yeah. Somewhat the second. We know by the third film, <laughs> the quality is going to drop off so sharply. We're going to be wondering why we even chose this franchise in the first place. <laughs> the howling, howling. howling I mean, but that one started with the good one and then it dive bombed straight away. But it was, it was just so good to do as well because like Howling 5, you're like, man, this is shit. But then you get to New Moon Rising. <laughs> you get to 7. Like, I would say like, it's like a horror thing, but the problem is modern cinema's proving it's not. 
Um, it mm. doesn't matter about what genre you are. Some people, the, the money train just drags these films out. They do, they do, and and, and that's the, the, the but that's the beauty of being honest about these film series mm. as well, because you're looking at them and you're going, I shouldn't be watching this, but people need to know <laughs> that why. And it's and it's not it's not and, and it's be honest, easy, it's like, like we these said. Aren't the worst it's ever easy, made, but they're sometimes often. It's a bit bland. They could have done better. Yeah, but it's mm. easy, like I said, to do the most well-known one so that yeah. you hit the algorithm and, and you get the people possible. in and getting angry and stuff. But well, like, the like we've been wanting to do the Saw series for about fucking four or five years what now. A play game. Every yeah. year, wanting to do Saw the Saw series. The Saw movies are coming, whether know, it's it, this it, year or yeah, not. Is, and, and actually, just, just to throw it out there, I think maybe the Saw series is the most successful long run I believe yeah, so I think so because step I don't know the no, numbers no no Resident Evil no, no, no financially no, no, not, yeah. not financially we're talking about just in the, I think general well. critical yeah, yeah, yeah. opinion if, and amongst us let's say as the critics in this room yeah. I think it's safe to say they have their ups and downs yes but, but overall, they've maintained they've gone good so like, oh actually not bad oh what the hell was that yeah. and then oh back to good and then maybe the last couple of, couple of duds but they weren't so far off the reservation that you're yeah. like, oh god, it's Hellraiser. But that's that's easy. Once we've Which done once we've done Saw, we, we've had our fun and it's gone, and we know it's going to be good. I'm still like, dude, we've got to do the Amityville series. Which is like twelve movies. <laughs> there's, there's like a hundred movies <laughs> in like the Amityville. I mean, I don't know which ones are. Like you movies. might want to cluster some. And of those. One, no, no, why? We've got to do the. Food, 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 bread for the, the, the maker. Man, I got to see why there's a haunted lamp. <laughs> I've got to see the haunted lab. hiding in it. The haunted lab ends up in a cat at the end. Man, if I can, I want to bring up one of the big uh, uh, personals, obviously staple for the series for myself was uh, pre pre obviously Twitch was the Redhead Adventures. Yes, I wrote them down as yeah. something to bring up because you started really the whole gaming streaming for us on a semi regular basis. Two twenty four hour streams. Yep. In the first couple of years. Like we were trying to hit the, the, the audience. We were trying to bring the numbers in. You know, we were doing the film reviews, we were doing editing, we were doing the, the gaming Fridays and stuff like this. Yeah, and so things. Twitch it, I think Twitch had started or it was just in the background and I was just like, Okay, let's do a twenty four hour stream and Gary's like, Fuck you and I'm like, what? We do. We got to hit. You know, we got to do this. We got our audience all over the world. If we do this, and he's like, no, I'm not. I'm fucking not staying up for 24 hours with you playing video games. I'm like, I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> but the first one, the first one, you weren't even there. The first one, you fucked up and you watched fucking Age of Ultron. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to cinema. Fucking, like, see went to cinema and you fucking watched Age of Ultron while I sat down and I played Serious Sam and fucking Bioshock. No, I don't know. No, I, I think you you, you, went, I went, you went on think. another day. But I, it was always the thing, and I was always saying to Gary, man, you got, you got to take your game into Twitch. You know, Gary, Gary's always loves his gaming, but he loves his personal gaming. And everybody's a personal gamer at heart, but watching Twitch come along, I'm like, bro, I'd love to do it, but you need to fucking get onto this Twitch. Oh, no, man, I don't want to fucking get people to watch me there's get still, angry, fucking play video games. I'm like... Yeah, but that's like same well, with it, the it, same with the YouTube thing when we first TikTok's started. Now the new thing is TikTok same with the YouTube thing. You know, we did we want to be the funny monkeys dancing for dancing for a dime, just playing any game that you want to do? No, you want to have fun and enjoy it. So then, Red Dead Redemption Two came out. I swore blind, I swore blind, I was never going back to an to a Rockstar online game because I'd spent <laughs> two years playing GTA Online. Never played the story. You never, never played the, the campaign. Still the have game never itself. played. Still have never played the GTA Five campaign myself. All I did was I went online and I fucking loved it. I it was. The, you did finish was, Red Dead's story though. I no, 
No, because I, I got GTA 5 because I wanted to go <laughs> back to Los Santos. Love. I wanted to, Brad, Brad, remember when we played GTA San Andreas? And I could have drive in a truck. We like were, a yeah, yeah, but I fucking did all the fucking yeah, all side the stuff yeah. and the fucking, I was helping. I wanted to go back to Los yeah, Santos and I wanted to do my own story. Now, when Red Dead Redemption came out, I never played it because yeah. I didn't have the console at the time. I didn't have time to play. I had a young son. They had an online. And I played that and I was like, yeah, this is all right. Riding around as a cowboy shooting people from a hill because they're what, down in number there. one? In Red Dead Online. Well, it was clunky one, but yeah. But it was, on, it, it was it good was. for his time. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. Gary says he's getting it. Gary says he's getting it and it's got online and we're going to fucking play online as a bunch of cowboys and yeah, playing it. Yeah. Now, I will admit and I will defend as well, Gary. Like, he, he stopped playing it because it just didn't have any content. It was beta. I did everything and got bored. Yeah, eventually. it was beta. You for like played the fucking... games and you played single player through, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Twice. And I'll be honest, that's just for anyone who doesn't know, really good games, two games. They're yes. Just two oh, of the best they are. Oh, God, my God. It's a Western made computer, perfectly. But Red Dead Online 2, you know, Lindo said, I'm getting it for your birthday. And I'm like, like I said, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back online because I griefed. On GTA 5, <laughs> I was a, and I'll say it again, I was a cunt. I would shoot you in the street for no reason. I would kill everything. And you're going to send me in the Wild West with a gun? Are you mad? And so I go there and, you know, like I said, Gary said, I'm like, dude, I'm not playing it anymore, blah, blah, blah. And I also wanted to show to him that streaming could work. He could play it. He could just have fun. You know, so I took the Ogato and I said, look, I'm gonna, I've got time. I'm going to sit at home. I'm going to do this. And the first couple of episodes came out. You know, the microphone. I had a headset. Mm-hmm. I had a headset with a microphone. That was how cheap I was because I couldn't have the money because obviously shit. Just enough to get going. Just That's enough it, to get yeah. going and to start playing. And, uh, you know, me and Campbell, me and uh, Zane Magers, me and Gary a few times. Linda played it. Two, no, f- well, 500 episodes. I've, I've, I played 500 days at least. That's not 500 episodes. I played 500 days of that game. I purposely went for 365 with the challenge and I was going to give up because trying to fit it in and keep that challenge yeah. going was a balance, trying to work, family, edit, film review, playing Red Dead. And I loved it. I loved the fucking audience. You know, that's where Matt came in and Jay came in and everybody came in to fucking be like, what are you doing? What are you doing on YouTube now? You're playing Red Dead Redemption? Oh, this isn't a great game. Oh, what are you doing? And I'm just like, fuck you, motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. Just, oh, it was... You, you did. You literally you opened the, the the gates to streaming, and then obviously the pandemic hit, and yeah. then I started doing some impromptu yeah. streams yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Before I was uh, ended up making my way over to Twitch because there was literally somebody on Twitch that I wanted to to go and see because yes. I appreciate their YouTube work, and then I got to see how Twitch had this yeah. culture, these communities, these um, interactions between. Uh, you know the the streamer and the chat. Yes, and I was just like that. I I experimented with on YouTube, but I didn't like. YouTube was just so far behind yes. the times in yes. terms of live streaming. I was like, I need to transition it, over to, it, to it, Twitch. It's weird because I I've I've listened to some people discuss this on other channels, and the people point out now you've got Twitch streamers who were YouTubers mm-hmm. who still port Onto their YouTube. videos edited. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, it yeah. big enough? <clears throat> yeah. Now, well, this was also going back platform. to a conversation and, and, that I had with Ian 
uh, about two to three, well, about four years ago now, right. uh, where the Gaming Fridays had stopped. Yeah. Um, uh, at the time, I was still putting videos on YouTube gaming stuff, and David uh, was also transitioning mm -hmm. over to Twitch at the same time, and he was uh, streaming on Sundays on our YouTube, yeah. which we loved. Uh, but uh, eventually we decided like that, yeah. to, to, because I was having to fight his copyright videos on some on music the from movies. the game, nothing da nothing David could, you know, to, to, to deal with. Yeah. Um, but it was like David was trying to help us, but he was also hindering us because I had to fight copyright yeah, on extra stuff. So we, we eventually decided to just stop all gaming content on off-the-shelf YouTube and mm. just keep it movie-related. The, the audience had said as well, guys, we don't want to watch you do video <clears> games. <throat> we want to watch... Not all the audience. Not all, you know, but not a few audience. voices popped up. Yeah, yeah. But a few voices pop up. And you, you, you try not to, but you listen to those because, like, you're trying to iron out the creases. Gotta, yeah, so people are saying, oh, well, don't, I don't want to listen to you play Red Dead Redemption. I want, to, want you to talk about this film that I've just watched and see your opinion. And it's like, okay, I'm trying to manage that. So then we'll move, we'll move it over to Twitch and Twitch is the gaming platform. But then it's just like, okay, it's really cool watching you guys play video games, but your yeah. heart and soul lies in doing it, the film. It, I think the, and the thing, the thing is, unless you get big enough, which one may, one day maybe you'll break a little bit bigger and get that editor. No, no, no. But it's, it's like the guy I was listening to the other, I said, <laughs> fucking Steven Spielberg over here fucking telling me <laughs> no, how to no, fucking no, edit no. and build a fucking channel. But TikTok, for instance, and this guy's saying, TikTok's a new thing. And he's like, I didn't even realise my editor was putting videos up on TikTok. Yeah. Because he was taking tips from, um, from videos, yeah. From but again, it's somebody, stream, having somebody to do that. And he then was like, "Why is my? What are these? Who are you people? Well, we're all TikTokers." Yeah, it's like, and what? I've been invaded by TikTokers. But it's, but it's and also it's a new like technology, you isn't it? Like you're like sitting you... there, learn like you. The, yeah. my, my point is, it's very similar to like the way you stepped in bravely into the world of something you've never done before. Well, we have obviously in the past we did offer it out to other people to do, but nobody ever saw no, 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 it. No, no as a viable thing they in fairness they couldn't manage this new thing though, into their time yeah, well hard. not just the editing dude like like you've been in the film reviews but even you trying to fit it into whatever your busy schedule is flying I know, I know, from I Miami is the thing but it's because mm -hmm. some people they, as soon as they come home from work they just want to sit down and crash and it's like okay that's fine but you're then going to obviously sit there and say oh man I'm tired of work Oh man, I don't want to get up tomorrow and go into my Monday nine to five fucking job. Well, then do something about it. Like I don't want to do. I don't want to be scrubbing toilets for the rest no, of my life. No. But over ten years, 20, 20 years of doing it, I've got them pretty fucking good. And <laughs> built myself into a job position where, on top of that, I can manage and edit a film review show on YouTube with my friend who's streaming on Twitch while the technology changes. So then when people come up to me and they go, man, oh, I really want to start streaming on Twitch. I'm like, good luck. Because <laughs> yeah. unless you can actually, and same with the YouTube, unless somebody goes, oh, I'll help you edit. They, they did that back in the day. I'll help you edit a video. And they could never get it I'd off like the ground. One of the ones we always wanted yeah. to go back and do is the airplane review. Because as much as respectful as I can be for the guy who was editing the film review at the time, he did not have the same vision as us. He looked at the film and went, I'm going to cut this, cut this, cut this, cut this. That's just a waffle. I'm going to shave it down, trying to fit it into the, his schedule of his life. I'm going to shave it down to about 15 minutes and, and, and there you go. And in fairness... Well, it that was because works. we were told to keep our video short. Yeah, <clears> we were told that people on YouTube have a, you short know attention ADHD, attention span, yeah. short, short attention spans, and they just want bite-sized information and and move on. There's an audience, but we asked our audience. audience on Twitch originally, I yeah, think, yeah. during a 24-hour live stream, 
shorter or longer videos and it was unanimous yeah everyone wanted the longest videos don't edit anything out for Just. the sake of time if it's part of the conversation leave it keep it and yeah. that is We've never changed. We've well, never. We should have left in our two and a half hour rants. Well, those got to be your fucking like, subject, bro. You both talked about <laughs> nothing for twenty minutes. It would have just been an essay on it's a side subject. Don't get me wrong. That's back from when our days, our days when we were when we were you living together and Gary was living at his place. When you and I would be sat there, you know, late up watching a film, and I'd be doing it with you, but where your tangents would go off because you were using all this other evidence to back up your argument. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going with you. I can stay with you, but we need to get back on to the other subject. So then I'd go to Gary and I'd be like, man, you wouldn't believe what fucking Jez went on about last night with this film. He waffled for like an hour. <laughs> but it's, I, but that's me as well. I'm coming back. I'm talking to you. The videos, like yeah, no, I said, I like it's multi. There is a there same is a with the podcast. I remember, I remember coming up to Gary and saying, "Dude, we need to start doing podcasts." And he's like, "Really? No, no, really?" And I'm well, like, "Who's going to do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, well, how, how are we going to do this?" How, and I'm like, "I know it sounds crazy, but." And Gary understood that obviously to branch out to build something, you this is the this is the yeah. way of things. Uh, it was at the time. Uh, also, Andy... And has, it's a minimal edit, thankfully, the way it works. Uh, yeah, Andy had started well, doing... I thought that. <laughs> I thought that. Uh, My God, Andy, the podcast has become some of the most difficult edits of all time. Andy had started doing his podcast with his friends on um, 40K rule changes and stuff like yeah. that. And um, and I watched and I said to him, oh, man, that's a really good idea. If Andy's doing it for an hour and a half, we can do it and we can just do it for three hours because fuck, we can talk about shit for fucking three hours. And Easily. If, and, I'm and, already trying to find ways to end this segment. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got over time. Fast forward it. Well, a friend of mine at the time, they actually went, nobody's going to want to listen to you talk for three hours. And I purposely thought to myself, because uh, we've been doing the show for so long, we've been hearing about the gaming Fridays, the fucking Twitch streaming, the, the film reviews and but, stuff like that. Yeah. I felt like I just thought, looked at this person and thought, you know what? Fuck you! I'm going to prove you wrong. And you were on the cusp of that because but I had to help. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had to help Gary as well because I was saying to Andy at the same time, "Look, I know you're doing your podcast and it's great, but you need to help your friends edit it because it's a lot of work." And he was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh yeah, but no, I can't fit it into my time." And in truth, he couldn't. But his had to come to an end. They couldn't keep it going. Fifty-three episodes later, we're like, look, we've got this. Dynamic. We start. We took a long break. We break. We... Podcast took a long break during the pandemic because yeah, yeah. it was like, if yeah. I can't record with you or Andy, we ain't doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing solo podcasts. But we could have done. We, <laughs> yeah. we talked about the video Zoom calls because yes. we almost looked into Zoom calls. But I was like, quality of that, I can't control internet and everything else and yeah. delays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, so it was just yeah. to manage it. And so <clears throat> at the same time, we were trying to do film review. So, but uh, just I... to just to end the conversation on podcasts. Um, all of our, like, more than half of our podcasts still were not recorded live. Yeah. It was only really when we transitioned over to Twitch that I was like, I think our audience would like to see these podcasts recorded yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only the issue is, is obviously we have such an awesome community that we we love during streams to interact. Yeah. But during podcasts, it's like, you, yeah. you, you, most, well, no podcasters I really know interact with chat as they go and so yeah. that's the only sort of barrier where i've like as a trying to be someone who's professional with a podcast is like we shouldn't even acknowledge chat like but the, that's we need where to we have the, our things but that's where we but, get the q a section in exactly as well, so I, I think the evolution of going live and having the interactions and having a live audience yeah i think also helps um it puts us on on point yeah because yeah, we tons. know 
you're watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just been a, a, an Wait, awesome evolution of the channel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it won't be when you listen to it in two weeks. No. But actually, we are running out of time. Quite, we have yes. gone over time for this segment. Now, I would say this this wouldn't this is not going to be the end of our conversation about off the shelf reviews ten years because I've seen the questions as they've been coming in tonight, and they are all about the channel and us yes, in ten years. Awesome, so awesome. this these conversations will continue in the third part where we will be answering your questions. And I have to say, thank you all the patrons. Thank you. Thank you, thank all you. the subscribers. Thank, thank you. you, all the followers. Thank you. Thank you, everyone that's joined oh, our you. Discord. We opened the Discord a few thank years you. ago on a whim. I didn't really thank know you. what it was, <laughs> how to work it, what it was going to become. And now our Discord is the hub and part of the beating heart yes. that is this channel where everyone in there talks about films I've never heard of, TV shows I've never heard of, yeah. wrestling, which I don't watch anymore, yeah. politics, you know, you guys share oh, your, your, your gym world, routines, your cooking recipes, and it is absolutely amazing to hear all of your stories, yep. share parts of your lives Shelfers. as well. So Shelfers thank you guys Unite. so, so much yeah. for supporting us uh, for, for, for 10 years. And no matter where you found us, <laughs> when you found <laughs> us, you're here now. And that means so, so much. So to end this segment, I will say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, everyone, for yes. 10 years. And here's to 10 more. Yes. And that's going to conclude the second part of the podcast. We are going to take a quick break, stretch our legs, and when we come back, we will be answering your questions. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back to the third and final part of the podcast where yes. we'll be answering your questions. Woo! Alrighty, Ian, I'm going to throw the Facebook questions for you to read out for me. Oh, shit, okay. Um, okay, so... Questions for you to read out for me. Oh, shit, okay. Um, okay, so, right, for the first question I think we'll go with, uh, Hannah, Le Hannah, Le uh, Hannah Hawkey, Hannah LaRouge, sorry, from, uh, uh, from some of our videos. Um, Would you like to start over, Ian? No, I'm good, we're just <laughs> fucking winging it. And Hannah asks... She can punch me. Fist bumps. Have you changed your mind about Twilight? No. Um, so, so that's your stance. <laughs> yeah, that's your, stance. That's no. your stance. Um, I still really haven't changed my stance that the movie does suck, but I have watched all the movies, um, and I have kind of looked into them. <laughs> and after watching the Batman with Robert Pattinson and the Lighthouse. Rob oh. Pants is a good actor. I, I also like so what she called Stuart. Because I, I, like I never reviewed that my stance was I'll continue not to watch those right, films. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, maybe there'll be another Halloween series. Twilight, the Halloween series. Oh, you heard it here first. Next question. Twilight Zombies. Yes. <laughs> the next question is from Jeremy Smith. What up, Jeremy? If you boys ever come over to Ontario, Canada, we'll watch a few flicks and I'll show you all around my town, which is Huntsville, Ontario. He doesn't give us home house number or no, phone number for the best. Here, which is good two hours or so north of Toronto Toronto sorry uh, Canada they do have some legalised rules over there don't they possibly that'd be cool I'll Where's pick you passport? up anyway <laughs> any, anyway love your channel definitely one of your top favourite reviews thanks Gary and that's not how you spell my name I-A-I-N please it's Ian with two eyes I-A-I-N like Lane not fucking <laughs> not fucking not Lane 
You guys probably said it at some point, but I was wondering where on that great island do you live? Um, well, we, we normally just say the southwest. We're in Plymouth. Oh. <laughs> Is that his cracker? <laughs> where those boats kind of Open ran off. Yeah, yeah, where the so Mayflower... Where are the Mayflower You're going to get an of, honest answer. Like... <laughs> Like, I do love the fact, I've lived in Plymouth for 40 years of my life, and I do love the fact that I get to say, hey, yeah, we destroyed a country by leaving here in a Dutch Dutch bunch of vessels. What? I missed the conversation. Well, the Plymouth Steps. Oh, right. the Mayflower Steps. The Mayflower Steps. There were a few. And they left there. The history is they left there and they went over to... It wasn't just Plymouthians. But it's on the fucking list, dude. I'd like to say my, my ancestors. Yeah. I love our ancestors. Actually, Sailed across the world. We found America and the first town they went, we'll call it Plymouth. Actually, here's the fun bit. A lot From of the, Plymouth to Plymouth. I think actually it was it was a mixture of a lot of different Europeans. The funny thing is... The Germans I, were the first The funny thing is, I've got nothing to do with this because I'm Scottish. So <laughs> I was just born here. Their history is their own thing. So. Hey, I'm of Yomri as well, mate. See, and, the Scots uh, still trying to fucking separate to themselves. Next question. They just can't accept it that they're English. Linda Buckner. Oh. What up, Linda? Oh. Over the 10 years, is there one review that you would like to redo and what would the reason be? Hey, Linda. Ooh. Jez, what, done a few. what, what, what would I make you... you well, what, what would I make what, you? No, what would you... Me, oh, yeah. What, okay, yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know. The ones you've made, I've been jealous of. Well, you haven't done Blade Runner yet. Have you? We haven't no, done we, Shining no, yet. Sorry, Blade Jess. Runner. No. Not Blade Runner 2. We no. haven't done Blade Runner 2. No, no, I'd be wanting to do Blade Runner because I think Blade Runner. We've done the first one. No, I know you have. That's, I did not want... Yeah. You want to do Blade Runner? Yeah. I'm thinking about Blade Runner 24. Yeah, Jess also wants to do Shining as well. Shining. We haven't done the Shining. We haven't done Shining yet. Got to, you, we haven't done any Stanley oh, Kubrick movies. Yeah, we have. What? Oh, God, fucking Barry. Barry Lyndon. That's not heavy. I'm sure we did more than that. No, we haven't done Clockwork Orange. No, oh, yeah. we haven't done... Of all the greats. Eyes Wide Shut? No. We definitely haven't done Eyes no. Wide Shut? I mean, that could be a Halloween, though. We would have to do the shinning at some point. You could, you could do the whole set over Halloween, because oh, honestly, yeah. this film's whole border on horror tree. in a psychological way. Sick. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, redo um, If there was any re- uh, review I'd like to redo, it's the first three years of the channel. Oh, like, well, yeah. I, I, like, I... One of the ones that we did early on was The Crow. <laughs> And uh, that was one of the lost videos. And so I went, went uh, an actual Patreon request came in to, re- to to do The Crow. So I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll yes. find our old video of The Crow, yeah. get it past copyright and re-upload it. But I sat down and watched yeah, it and I cringed so hard it's, because yeah, it's in the older, early yeah. days of the reviews, Ian and I barely looked at the camera. Yeah, well, we looked at each, we, we were afraid to look at it. We were shy. Uh, and we... Ummed and ard, mm. and we were like, "Yeah, it was directed by uh, oh, Ian. Who was it directed yeah, by?" Yeah, we didn't make that notes. sort we of just, thing. Yeah, like well, now we we get our facts guys, right if we can. Yeah, the ukulele was invented in seventeen whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as so we try to get our facts right, and we try our our I, way of delivery has changed so much. So all of the early reviews make me cringe inside so badly. No, no, because you're right because I remember we doing didn't a few have the confidence. We didn't know. The yeah. format, yeah, and uh, so a, a lot got, of the early ones I would yeah. like to do. Das yeah. Boat, oh yeah, is one of them. Oh, the flight, yeah. uh, the um, the flight of dragons, Leon. Yeah. Um, we haven't Leon. even done Fly Two yet. We haven't done Fly Two yet. So there's there's so many Leon, Linda I'd that, love that re- need to be redone. I would love to. You, you could probably go back and do a redo of Fly One and Two. I don't know. I would love to redo Leon because I remember we we, we outsourced we outsourced the Leon edit to a, a friend to do because obviously they were one yeah. of the helping guest editors. We and tried, yeah. He 
I, I said to him, look, this is how I would do the intro because every video had this intro of off the shelf reviews, the title of the movie and who's in the in the review. Keeps it nice and short, good bit yeah. of music in there, you know, just flow right into it. And he didn't see it because like you've seen Leon, right? The opening of Leon, you fly down the camera through the city, through that door and then Beautiful. bang, you're sat at the table with Leon talking to the, the hitman guy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like a perfect intro. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to do it like that. And that's when I started to realize as well, mm, I can't, we can't really outsource these because Gary wants it one way. I want it kind of the same way, but in a tweak. And this you person wants between you. Yes. This person has a different idea based on it. the YouTube trends and algorithms at the time. And was, what they think. And yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So even if we do get an extra editor, we're going to be like, now nah, we're going to edit ourselves. Thank you. Because <laughs> we don't like what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> you record the videos. Um, no. I mean, if editor, we're so possessive and protective. At the same time, the editor would actually have to sit there in the front, like like what I did with you guys. Like they would have to watch the film. You know, they would have to understand. The so they know where, where the film clips are because that's the the, and, the nightmare when you come to edit. Because you, because we have always said like we could just do it with no film clips and just talk all the way through, but you would lose people's interest. Yeah. You need to emphasize certain sequences to the certain films to 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 bring them back. So. Um, I, I, uh, we've got a, 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 a statement <laughs> from, uh, I want to say that's Russian it's, or it could no, be it's, Eastern it's, European, Kapurkinikapurker, um, oh, has said, uh, you guys have outlasted, um, you've outlasted Monday Night Nitro. Uh, really? So How long did they thought, go? Uh, Not 10 years. They, they went to 90, no, 2001. They were actually in Monday Night Nitro started from about 93, but didn't last to 2003. Okay. But WCW itself lasted for an incredibly long time. So yeah. they, they transitioned into different shows, which was, yeah, but that's a really good one. Um, so, but the next question is uh, from Harvard Ryan. What up, Harvard? Yeah, Harvard Ryan. Uh, which movie view was most painful to get through? Oh. Oh, there has been a fucking list. There is. Which movie review was the most painful to get through? And it's I a will, good question. I will be honest, none of them have been painful because of actually having to sit down and talk with them, with the people I do it with. I know I've one. always enjoyed sitting down and talking. Is it Ben is... Stiller film, Gary? <laughs> no, I'm gonna... Sorry. Ben Stiller. You, you've got nice out. things to say and I've got horrible things uh, go, to go, say. Go, 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 mate. You go. It's the Kraken, man. <laughs> it's the Kraken. The Predator. Not only did our sound recorder conk out and die during that, that review, oh, Ian was a self-righteous prick the entire time. He kept mocking me the entire time. Going, oh, the Predator. Oh, you're, the, the pr you're the idiot that went to the cinema to see this knowing it was going to be awful. You're the idiot for giving them more money. I'm the idiot for buying the DVD. You treated me like a reject I, I, that no, entire I, video. Honestly, I didn't. And I felt like... I felt like I was such on my own. I felt like I was on my own. It's the one that you and me Man. did after lockdowns. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It wasn't meant to come like that. But at the at the same time, <laughs> tell me I was wrong. You hated no, the movie. No, I'll tell you I was wrong. I, 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 was, I was offended. <laughs> you were hating the movie. <laughs> because you took it personally. I you, did. You felt, I felt attacked. The movie was fucking video. bollocks. And we were having to sit through this great film franchise. Like, we've done Predator. We've done Predator 2. We'd, I thought the I thought the film series had gone bad after we'd done Predator. Right, Jay? You remember the way I looked at you during that review. I was like, in my head, I was like, you motherfucker. You wait till the camera's you know off. And we're going to. Fucking words, you, mate. You know what? <laughs> you know what? If, if we're on that subject, if we're on that subject, 
you were kind of the same with audition. Well, yeah, because and you're so wrong in that I video. Don't, I, yeah, but that's that's the beauty. <laughs> like audition, you know, <laughs> just completely conflicting opinions. Audition, audition as well. Like for example, like like and this is like we said with with scanners as well once we come back from oh. lockdown you you have this perspective you of will a film. you just don't seem to like takishi miki movies ian no i'm trying to <laughs> and they're such fucking like have we released that other one yet what the other uh, one job uh, 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 oh it's yeah like i know and i know there's a market out there for people who just want to watch violent movies that have no substance because it takes them away, it distracts them from the mundane existence of their lives. But then if I'm gonna sit down and fucking watch it, I'm I'm gonna be honest. And like with The Predator, I was honest. The movie was fucking shit, it was fucking bollocks. And I'm sat there talking to a guy who paid money to go see it, when I told him, don't fucking go. I'm do going, dude, I'm going, don't. Dude, don't go. You're going to waste your fucking money. i got to go see it. And then he goes see it and he comes back and goes, it was fucking shit. Same with Halloween ends. Like him and Andy were like, man, we can't wait to go see this movie. I'm like, are you fucking insane? You fucking insane? Says the person buying them all on DVD. I have still... I My st money went to the theatre. Your money went to the goddamn company. Well, I'm still... I'm, I, I, st I still haven't bought it yet, so I'm still unsure if I should just snap Halloween Kills. I, should, I, I might snap it on a Twitch <laughs> podcast or I should buy the DVD. Um... <laughs> At the same time, the most painful ones to, to get through, as the movie, not like I said, not with the people that we've been no, doing no, with, no. the movie, like things like Slashers. <laughs> oh, God. Ankle Biters. Ankle Biters, Venom. Venom. <laughs> like, you know, one movie, I film with you, I'm just going to chuck this in there. One movie, film with you, um, that I, you I'm really... What did you Gary? There was one that I did with you. It was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've deleted it from my memory, so that... Oh, Castle Freak. Castle Freak, uh, Castle Freak I, had some redeeming quality because it was so strange. Mysterious skin. Mysterious, Mysterious skin. skin. That was tough for different reasons. And and you, yeah, subject matter that's was what I'm dark. saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Movie review painful to get through. Mysterious skin. Another <clears> one was was it that that um was that one set out in the cornfields with fucking Vigo Mortensen. Uh, the, the fucking, God, the, something reflecting the, skin. The reflecting skin was that the reflecting skin? Yeah. I've always been fucking terrified in ten years, like I said, of doing Serbian movie. But at the same time, um, a boy in a striped pajamas. Yeah. Well, we haven't reviewed that. No, one. I know, and I'm fucking yeah. terrified, bro. Because like we we get emotional when we're talking about films, and we've watched it, and we've made mm -hmm. notes, and we've how it makes us feel, and how why you should watch this movie, and. You know, that type of movie is so painful to sit through that people will go, oh, Ian, oh, you should totally watch yeah. the Terrifier movies because they're great. And I'm like, watch the boys. Because it's a long time ago, I can't quite remember. I remember I scorched Earth a couple of films when the, in way back reviews. And I can't remember what they were, but I really didn't like those films. Yeah, yeah there was a few, man. Uh, but I do. Um, but then it's us hitting loggerheads back in those yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, right, right, okay. Questions. Uh, another one from Hannah LaRouge, Hannah. Uh, when are you getting Linda and Hannah back on? Uh, we have discussed that a couple of times because there are a couple Hannah, of Hannah, if, if you do listen if to you're this, listening to this, I will get you back in for Interview with a Vampire. Because we got a vampire I series I promised with you two years ago yeah, when we yeah. last reviewed the last film Hannah was on was uh, From Dusk Till Dawn From Dusk Till Dawn and yeah, we get Hannah in for vampire edit. reviews and I promised Interview with a Vampire but the thing is Interview with a Vampire is one of my favourite vampire films yeah. and I keep putting it off because I want to do it justice and yeah, yeah. Hannah yeah. 
Interview well, you're going for it. Uh, and Linda wants definitely what she wants to do uh, West Side Story at some point as well. She wants to do more musicals. That's a whole other subject. Uh, I might be busy. Uh, what up? Uh, question <laughs> from Natalie Her Helbert. Yeah, uh, what Natalie. up, Natalie? Congratulations on the 10-year milestone. That is amazing. My question is, if I gave you each a time machine, when would you travel back to and why? I'm caught between dinosaurs and maybe the 16th century. I'd like to ride a T-Rex, but I also uh, like a gentleman in knee boots. Um, I'd oh. like to possibly... <laughs> Travel back in time um, and restart the first couple of years of all the show reviews. With Gary. <laughs> Do it like, properly. This is how we're doing it in the future, okay? No, we should have started earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fucking start. Get on like, the bandwagon when bandwagon YouTube first started. VHS tapes. Instead we'll of store, waiting. Store all the VHS tapes. <laughs> Uh, it's a great question, Natalie. I, um, if I had a time machine uh, and also uh, a country transporter, I'm sorry, Ian. No, you're uh, jumping. I, I, I want to go to uh, to uh, to Michigan, oh, and nice. I want to go to film school with Ted Raimi, Sam Raimi, Bruce Ooh, Campbell, nice. the Coen yes, Brothers. Yeah, uh, I want to I want to hang out with those guys and, and be on set for Evil that Dead. Would be, sick. be a fake champ, oh, you yeah, know, and uh, and uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sound so. Go on, Jess. I mean, he's going to go back and fucking bought, hang out with the Raimi fucking no, 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 no. <laughs> How are you going to sound nerdier than that? I'd go and travel ancient Greece and meet Aristotle and like the great figures of that time. And, the, right, okay. You know, I, I, I mean, I'm You're going to wander around in a toga and drink a lot of wine and fuck well, no, just Ancient <laughs> history, true yeah, antiquity. I get, it, I get it. The great poetics and, the, you know, the, there's something truly romantic about yeah. understanding how the formation of storytelling came and there's from. There's still a lot of killing, bro. Oh, the it's famous now. Has it changed from now? No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a bunch of people to, to, to stand Anyone's around. Anyone's going to Michigan? Talk. I'm pretty sure the gun rate death it doesn't change a great deal. Standing in the middle around of talking, talking theories, which is a great idea. I mean, you know, the ancient Greece. That's pretty good. I know yeah. again because it's a, it's the birth of modern storytelling. It's a lot of um, Shakespeare's writing source from that era. I mean, it, he draws from the classics. So you know, it's just understanding the mechanics of how we got to storytelling. The playwrights of great and ancient times. I mean, it's because this is what we love. The films yeah. now are like they're talking about the Marvel stories. Just Jess, thank myths. you for joining us today. He <laughs> <laughs> makes the rest of us yeah, look kind of. Like, oh man, now now my answer is like, I need to rethink it. <laughs> Next question from uh, from you've had too much witty girls from Michael please. Porter. What up, Michael? Yeah, Congratulations Michael. on your 10th anniversary. You two have such a great channel. It's amazing how underrated it is. Keep up the great work. Ah, oh, cheers, man. Oh, you man. Know. Thank you. Thank you. This, thank you. This, the audience is for everybody is to balance it all out um, next question is from Rowan Wyatt happy Yo, 10th Rowan. to my favourite channel question I'm a big fan of Portman 2 movies do you watch them if so which is your fave Portman 2 I, I wikied this before I came over just to make sure it's I think the one I remember mainly is like the house that dripped blood they're like some 70s yeah, yeah, yeah. hammer horror that, I was aware of the, cause, uh, that, that, movies, those, those popped up when I was doing my grindhouse research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Man. I'm not quite sure of these. You know, I... No. Oh, that's um, another Halloween. This, I, is, this, I, is, uh, this is me to go on a research tangent that, now. Well, this is it. That's um, Halloween 2025. This is a great question because <laughs> this is another great example of the off-the-shelf reviews kind of channel is like there are so many different film genre ideas out there of movies that we've never even heard of or seen of niche markets and things like that where yes we want to do the most up to date movies because obviously everybody wants to talk about them but Rowan wants to talk about the Portman 2 movies and that's like a series of five or six movies that YouTube would just look at and go oh we've never heard of these just send them up and you build up an audience from watching these movies and new people get yeah. into uh, obscure great. movies are our uh, forte man yeah especially when, yeah. And when people go what makes this good it's like this has got Christopher Lee in they're like who? And you're like... Soul. Yeah. <laughs> Get up on! <laughs> <laughs> you. 
<laughs> whippersnapper you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll probably get a portmanteau at some point. Maybe a Halloween series. Everything's a Halloween series nowadays. <laughs> uh, next question is from David Morris. Yeah, what David. David? Congrats on the anniversary. My question to Ian, oh, okay, personal, is which review do you think Gary went full rage mode on? <laughs> It's obvious. <laughs> and vice versa for Gary. There's been some real rants down the years. Here's to another 10 fist bumps. Tekken 2. Tekken, <laughs> Tekken 2. Can anyone oh. in chat tell me the, 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 the fuck counter? Was it over 200? It, I think it's like 120 <laughs> odd. I think it actually ran But I don't think that's your biggest, ragiest video. I, no. think, your, I think your the, most ragiest video is Halloween Kills I, right I, now. And I and the, 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 the problem is I get so, when I get so angry and emotional, I really start to swear because it's how I like to express. But then the more I swear, the less sense I make. So I start to really start to sound like the Hulk. So I'm just like... <laughs> Like, fuck smash, fuck smash, fuck smash, Warren! For Gary, obviously, it's got to be the Predator. <laughs> you know, well, not Alien uh, Covenant, no Alien Covenant, or, 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 or Hell, um, Resident Evil Final they, they, Chapter. Like I said, there's there's so many. There's just so much rage yeah, building. And I was the calm, collected, sophisticated one. Like, apparently, and, like I said, and we were gonna rage when we were gonna do like Venom because Venom was just like so off the fucking ball. But it's not worth raging for. It's Venom. not. We, but we, weirdly enough, we kind of. I think sympathize we had, with we had no some budget. shit leading up to that and sympathize with the same with um uh what's called it uh ankle biters as well and curse of the queer wolf we were so surprised we we're like what the fuck's this and we sit and watch it and we enjoy it um oh uh, next question's from uh Robert Brooklyn what up Brooklyn um I have a question Ian oh sorry I didn't even read that one again does evil die tonight. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yes. uh, next question. Evil dies tonight. It's from Nick Lucy. What up, Nick Yo, Lucy? Nick. Uh, ten years. Oh my lord. That's awesome, Brohams. Have a fun question for you this time. If you owned a boat, could be anything from a 16th century pirate ship to a present-day oil chic yacht. Yacht? Yacht? Or a future-age spaceship? Yeah. Uh, what would you name it? Example. I would 100% have the pirate ship and name would be the Drowning Mermaid. Cheers, my dudes. And here's the ten more years. What up, Cheers, dude? Nick. Um, I run, or have run, um, several long-standing zombie campaigns with mm. with uh, a, a large group of friends. We've had players come in, cameo, and move on. We've had players there from the start. I've been running this zombie campaign, multi multi-dimensional yes. universe zombie campaign yes. uh, for 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 so long. Over almost over ten years, dude. Uh, exactly, and the the name that I come back to, and it's from Star Trek, is the Saratoga. Um, I Star always Trek, call my ship. It's from Star Trek. It yeah. predates. Uh, yeah, but space I know, above beyond. Yeah, yeah, space above yeah, yeah. and beyond is yeah. the Saratoga. Yeah. Star Trek has a Saratoga. Um, that name. This. I, I actually I don't. I think it's a World War Two vessel. I think it's a World War Two vessel. Um, and actually, but, it's great. I think. It, can't be it may. I, I don't know the origins for it, but yeah. I always um, call all of my ships the Saratoga, and it's from all of some of my favorite sci-fi shows. Yeah. It's one of those names that's always background. It's not the you know, it's not the 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 Enterprise or the Pegasus or the Galactica. Saratoga is something kind of like interesting. You think about it, you're like, is that a country? Is that an island? Like, where'd it come from? Yeah. Is yeah. it American? I, I don't know, but I I like the way it sounds, yeah. and I've always called my ships the Saratoga. Yeah. yeah. Um, come up with various names for various things that I write quite a lot of myself but um, I like utilising the Elysian Wind or Elysian Breeze um, Elysian Fields um, mm. because it all comes back to Gladiator mm. which because yeah. that's it's just the breeze on the on the uh, cor the corn as you walk yeah. through beautiful, to see yeah, his family. beautiful yeah. and I know just because it always 
I, I like uh, when I've sailed in my life. I've always felt it's serene, so it always somehow connects to me. That sailed. No, I've been. Bro, sailed. I've known you for like twenty years. I've never seen you on a boat. No, no, I'm not a boat. Yeah, you, every fucking day of the week. I get you on a boat. Jess, I'm making that music video. Yeah, like Biggie fucking Smalls, bro. I'm on a boat. Him in a boat in the middle of the ocean with fucking helicopters. Um, on I, a boat, motherfucker. I, I said this, I was saying this to Linda when I was at home. Um, obviously, maybe being a bit heart soppy, but I, if I had a boat, a uh, big ass fucking motherfucking one of those yachts, one of those big ass fucking yachts where the fucking movie room is bigger than the engine room, <laughs> right. you know, um, like that boat from um, was it The Uninvited, which was another oh. great film review that we finally got to <laughs> the do. One with the killer cat. The killer cat. Um, I'd probably name the boat Linda if I could, because um, nice. the name has just been so awesome. Obviously, oh. the wife and stuff, but like at the same time when I play Evil Dead now it's just like she's the one known Linda I'm like she's still chasing me yet <laughs> or in big embezzled letters right around the bow of the fucking ship so when you come along you're like what the fuck does that say it would say Kurt motherfucking Russell <laughs> around the, the Kurt side motherfucking Russell's the Kurt coming motherfucking at you. Russell is coming at you <laughs> so um, next question is from uh, David Allen Evans. What up, David? Yo, David. Congrats on 10 years, gents. Think I've been watching you for seven. We've done seven, haven't we? We've done seven. Seven, yeah, 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 yeah. Discovering you through Alien 3 review because I needed to find some sane people out there who saw the value in it. Keep going. My question is, uh, my question, I guess, is what would you not want to see turned into a film? My example would be the Team Ico games like Shadow of the Colossus because it already exists in a perfect medium. I, I love this question because I bought, uh, back to my, my wife going, um, I bought Linda um, our, our copy of Shadow of the Colossus for the PS2 recently because we'd started playing it when we first got together um, and we, we'd never completed it and we finally did complete it. And i got to say, he's right. It is perfect as a game, but if they, trans, if they transition it like they've done with The Last of Us with just like a silent character going around on his horse trying to kill these colossus to save this girl. Uh, Even a Netflix series where you had no yeah. speech until like the beginning episode well, and last episode, yeah. you could easily do it's it. It's very difficult to say absolutely no to anything because yeah, I'll be I, honest, I the, the, better, the, better way, the better truth to it is going, what don't you want fucked up the most? Yeah, exactly, because I'm already thinking like... So many things get fucked up I'm very right optimistic because I'm like, I want Resident Evil to be adapted. I'm like, but all the ones that have made are terrible. <laughs> so maybe I should have done with that. The thing. Yeah. Like, we've got the Metal Gear uh, film supposedly coming with, um, mm -hmm. what's, it? what's his name, Oscar... Isaacs. Oscar Isaacs. And I'm I'm kind of, I want to see it, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck you, cancel it, stick Pedro Pasco in it. And get the guys <laughs> behind The Last of Us to fucking record it. Because yeah. that's... But, you know, it's like somebody else... It's like, look at Stephen King's work and how, how many of these books have been the, screwed up. Yeah, but somebody else said sometimes. to me in the Discord as well, I, th I don't know if they were just being a fucking idiot or they actually had, were trying to make the same point. I've heard a million times. It's like, oh, well, if they wanted to do per uh, Resident Evil Perfect, then the first film would be about an hour and a half of you just walking around looking at a door and opening it. And it's like, <laughs> it doesn't have to perfectly replicate it. Mm. You know, you could do no. the remake Resident Evil. That's how that works. The remake Dead Space. The, the trick is There's pacing... That and the it's, atmosphere um, if they get it, those things right that's where last of us has that sort of sadness it's to it. got to be as yeah, close as you can but with a twist 
that keeps you going. And, and so, I'm really uh, yeah. struggling to find an answer because I, I, I feel like I fall into the category again of the optimist where I'm like, try it. At yeah. least try it. At least try and it. then if it's terrible, I'll tell you. It's not my money. If you do a Resident Evil yeah. series on Netflix and it's awful, I'm going to say it. it's, it's awful. If it's not, it's not my I'd money, you so try. burn it happily, motherfuckers. But be authentic <laughs> or be faithful to the original material. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's why getting, getting but, the writer involved, as we said earlier, is important. Like then... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of the Dark Tower, Stephen King's The Dark Tower, and the abomination oh, of the we film still that we need got. To film, we still need to watch that. I don't film want to. No, Do you remember the Dead Rising? They me. did a Dead Rising adaptation. We did the first oh, one because this motherfucker was like, this is going to be so fun. <laughs> Gary, we can And then, be in then the second own. one was so good, and I'm like, why have we not reviewed this one? And Gary's like, I fucking hate those movies. Next question <laughs> is from... You've made me depressed about Dark Tower. Yeah, Mitchell Kennard. What yeah, up, Mitchell? Mitchell. <clears throat> That's awesome, guys. My favourite video is when Ian had a meltdown on Hellraiser Judgment. That's the video that made me a big fan of you guys. Looking forward to the celebration of the 10 years off the shelf review channel on Twitch. Fist bump. Oh, man. Think nice, that, nice. Very good. Okay, yeah. we'll close down the, uh, the the Facebook questions and comments. Oh, do you want me to do the... No, it's okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pick you up, Ian. I'll uh, carry Round on. Two. Round two. <laughs> with, the, with the questions uh, that have come in, thank you uh, from the, the podcast. podcast. Thank you. Uh, the first one was from Matthias. What up, Matthias? Yeah, Matthias. Um, when did you guys peak? For me... It's obviously when you did Curse of the Queer Wolf. <laughs> Gay Pride, thank you for the 10 years of videos, guys. Thank you so much, Matthias. Um, yeah, the uh, the Curse of the Queer Wolf request came in. Um, I can't remember the person's name. He is thanked at the yeah, beginning yeah. of that yeah, review. Yeah. yeah. And for, for me, that was the first film review that we did that was a complete curveball. Yes. This was a film I'd never heard of. Nope. It was obviously uh, about uh, about gay people. Yeah. I was like, how, how do we handle this? Like, uh, how how do we interpret this? Is this film going to be funny? Yeah, you Is it were, going to be offensive? Were, yeah. And Ian and I were in absolute hysterics with that film. It was an absolute treasure. Um, uh, it's a film I've not rewatched, but I, like when I, I think mate, I don't of have it, to. I remember it. Yeah, I fucking I ended it, it. I fucking we fucking worked. It. Oh, it's a it's a crime that more people are not aware of this film. But the, but the beauty of it as well, and and this was the thing. Like I said, since core off the shelf reviews early days was we were gonna hit movies that either were gonna make us nervous, was gonna have sensitive topics. We're gonna turn. We were afraid we were gonna turn our audience well, you've off. Never, you've never refuted the crying game with Bob Hoskins. It's not been requested. No, it's not been requested. Yeah. And girls. And, <laughs> yeah the cry, but this is the That's thing. That's an old school game. I, yeah, yeah, but I remember saying to Gary, like I said, when we first started, it's like, how like do you do, desert, how do you do um, movie? Um, yeah, Priscilla, Queen Priscilla of the Queen Desert. Of how do you how do you tap mm. into the the gay homosexual nowadays the lbqtbgthdk4k yeah, um, like i'm not being offensive but there are <laughs> there are so many so many things now and how do you stay politically offensively non-correct and things like that while also trying to be fun and honest and personally i found it may, quite difficult many times and going back and it sounds stupid but going back and talking about films like the predator where we're going back and forth for each other we're showing the audience that hey you give us a film like Curse of the Queer Wolf, we're going to be honest of how we feel. Mm -hmm. Gary's not going to really coax me into saying, no, agree that this is the way you feel so that it sells this film. And I'm not going to push Gary to say, no, you cannot express your feelings. Even when it comes to Adam Sandler movies, <laughs> he, he absolutely hates them. 
but there's a market. There's a market for obviously the Mexican Latino. There's the market for obviously African Americans. There's a fucking market for Indian yeah. Bangladesh. There's there's a market for Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Thai. Uh, but you'll like, always come at it with an, a blank slate. I come at it. Come. You have you have to. Yeah, you have to be honest. I have to wiki it. I have to review I, it. I, I have to know how I I'm going to feel. The British market. Yeah. It's, it'd be easy well, just to do hammer horror modern, stories. Maybe. Yeah, I was right. Modern media right now <laughs> seems to be rewarding people who are authentic. Yeah. As much as you, Mr. Rogan, we mentioned earlier, he's authentically Rogan, whatever the fuck he is. is. A he is authentic, he's yes, he's that him. is true. You present yourself as yourself. But I would never ask him to review a film for me. No, because, because that's his job. No, 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 <laughs> I, it is. But also his stance, because he's honest, is only going to niche him. And that's why. No, I'm no, also, no, but again, you take it to other podcasts. Uh, that's, other D &D. That, no, no, what I'm, I'm just saying, that's, that's, well. that's what I've also found with our audience as well is... As diverse as they are, people are very strict on their views. Working with Gary is obviously, I felt like that as well, where, where it's like, no, dude, we can't watch that film because. And at times I'm like, really? Seems like such a crazy reason, and it, yeah, uh, no, an no, excuse or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, it's paid off because yeah. we have to approach it in a particular way. We want to be sensitive and we want people to look back at the. Like, I was saying this to Linda today. There's a there's a film review Metropia. If you've never watched Metropia, our film review Metropia, one of our most underviewed videos. Most ever. underviewed. I'd love to go back and really? watch it. Yes, because I think you're in it. Actually, I think you're part of it. Or maybe it's Jeff, but it's a politically it's... correct, government issued kind of movie with you know it's got such strong messages in it, and yet nobody watches it. They they want to watch what they want to watch no no and, and again I'm, and if it's sometimes connecting with that audience but yeah, yeah. no totally totally you gotta connect you gotta connect and you wanna you wanna remain that kind of neutral entity so you can love it everyone loves your stuff then next uh, next question um, yeah sorry I'm having a bit of um, a delay with uh, my uh, my uh, stream setup here. Okay. Uh, the um, delays. <clears throat> well, yeah, we, I we do love apologize. That's the thing. Um, we'll go with this one people. right now. It's from Nifty Guy. What up, Nifty Guy? Hello. Congrats on ten years. While rewatching movies for your reviews, what are some movies that you thought were better and worse than you remembered them to be? Uh okay. Good question, Nifty Guy. Ooh. Weirdly enough, like I said, was going back to the Takeshi Miike um, thing from earlier, like. At the time when I watched Audition, like, and you've really got to approach movies as well with a clear head a lot of times. If you're if you're trying to fit them in on a day where you're rushing and stuff, it can really affect your mentality. Mm -hmm. I look back at Audition as one of these films where I'm like, I was not in a good place when I watched that film. I was not enjoying it. Sure. And I attacked it and I may have said some things that may have been harsh, but if I went back and I watched it now, because I've already seen, because that was my first time of watching it. Yeah, if yeah. I went back and watched it now, I'd understand the story a little bit better. Sure. You know, like like with, like with Itchy the Killer, when we first watched it, oh, it was fucking funny as fuck watching him slice people up with his foot. Now watching, I'm like, this is so dated, so stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, you change, there is always a truth that we're all fluid creatures, yeah. and you change with the viewings and with time. So you kind of come and, I don't know, it's it's very complicated. Some classics I'll never change. I'll look at Aliens and I'll be like, that is... That, Has that any movie... improved for you, though? Because that sounds silly to say, 
Time generally gives you rose-tinted glasses, which means you look back on things fondly. When I was a kid, I enjoyed a cartoon called Sharky and George. I love Sharky and George. But don't ever watch it again. No, I love I love fucking George. I can, I'll fucking sing you the tune right now, dude. No, no, no. Sharky and George, have you watched the it? crime busters <laughs> of the city. But have Sharky you seen it in the last five years? And George, yes, yeah, okay, there are many mysteries. I, I remember it better than I know, I get what you're saying. Like, I watched Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, I God. love Dungeons and Dragons. And I went back and I watched a couple of episodes. And I'm like, man, these drags. Yeah. <laughs> they always get out but are you rose tinted glasses like it, is, said, it is but in reverse is there any that have kind of come back and you've gone oh hang on this wasn't I thought this was a bit naff uh, well yeah for funny enough like I said like, there is stuff that held up like, I mean, Mutant, like Back Chronicles, the Mutant Chronicles I still have never really enjoyed but every now and again I just want Ron Perlman to just turn into a mutant <laughs> you know like alien resurrection oh man i back for i go back and forth of is josh whedon any good yes he was as a was know, he, yeah, but was as he, a person alien, as a human being no alien resurrection. <laughs> Maybe. No, cabin um cabin in the woods is, a, is it, great i'm it is great. right but yeah at the same time like i said you have to be able alien to, resurrection yeah, after it's, watching it's so messy free. separating i mean some people have a harder time separating art from yeah. artists it isn't easy. It's messy. Humans, every human being on the planet has had bad thoughts at some point. Some act upon it. Yeah. Some don't have self control. Some and go, some get a PC and decide to go on the internet with it. It's uh, it's probably better than doing it to people. It's evolution, people. baby. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Okay. I, again, my Twitch is having a lot of issues is it, is it right twitching? now. It's I'm having some Twitch issues. Okay. So I'm not able to clear from the log. So and I've also under the influence of, of the Kraken. So it's not helping. So if I end up rereading a question and then all of a sudden we'll going, oh, wait a minute, I've read this already. Yeah, we'll tell you. Please bear with me. Okay. Uh, the next question is from the Meridian Soldier. What a Meridian Soldier. Yo, Paul. Not a question, but once again, I am simply offering up my thanks to to all of you for everything you've done. And I look forward to 10 more years of content. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Paul. Really appreciate that, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Next question is from Macrophage. What a Macrophage! Did you ever review the relic? If not, do you think you'd want to? Yes. Yes. I think we. We yeah, have, we have. I know for a fact that I have spliced in footage of the relic yes. in at least ten film reviews. Because we did it, I believe, at the same time as Mimic. Yeah, we did Mimic, and we were like, we should do Relic, relic because, because, like, Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. I think Tom we actually put. A footage of the relic in the mimic review, and I think we also may have put in some of the relic into Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah, because he's in that as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, possibly Heat too, because <clears> he's <throat> in that too. No, it's definitely. Oh, I'd love uh, we, to do we've definitely spliced footage of that film in several times. I don't understand how that creature works. No, yeah, like he know. eats the eggs and then he turns into the creature and comes around and starts eating people's brains. <sighs> don't know what's happening. You don't really get to see it properly until the end, and then it's a CGI mess. It's, um, it's I think it's a it's a really cool creature that it eats the the, the certain part it's of the brain. Part of the brain, yeah. Um, Do you know what's really kind of funny? Um, and that I always remember the museum attack when the yeah. the soldiers are, yes. are 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 dropping in, and the creature just just swallows him whole, yeah, or, yeah. or swallows his legs, and they pull up the top but half. Honestly, if you looked it back now uh, with roasted, like you said, roasted glasses, you'd be like. Oh, maybe, nice yeah. With, yeah, but yeah, nice I mean, with... I think something stand up. This is where you. It gets really difficult because you want to be objective, subjective, whatever. But, I want to do alligator. But you go alligator, with certain, yes. I want to fuck yeah. films alligator. don't alligator hold too. up well. No, like Chud. Chud sucks yeah. dick, man. Chud is such a chud. But you look at other things like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 
Oh, it's beautiful. It's somehow just... That's probably well, the answer to the first question. It is just a film that you to, go back to and go, actually, this is as good, if not better, than I remember. That, that's the beauty Because it's a layer of good children's... Children's cartoons slash movies designed for all ages. That as you go back as an adult, go, oh... That's the beauty of that It's got a dirty shit. joke, I mean, or it's something for the adults. Talking about Bob Hoskins, I mean, he did... Super Mario Brothers <laughs> we've gone from Super Mario Brothers all the way to The Last of Us this year we've got a new Super Mario Brothers movie and a fucking Tetris movie bro <laughs> it's like it's fucking magic Nintendo Tetris yeah man uh, any more questions? yes we have a question from Gabriel Jones what up Gabriel? <clears throat> if have you guys any thoughts of a possible future where media is dominated by AI generated content you can take this one first. It's, I'll answer, it's not something I thought about until this year. Yeah. Where yeah. I've been I've been looking at the uh, the development and the progress of AI in terms of uh, fact finding, information gathering, and its ability to answer um, and give and non robotically. It mainly um, that uh, you would feel like it was a human giving you answers. Uh, the fact that the, over the last few <laughs> fuck weeks, you asshole, we've seen. <laughs> Um, uh, like uh, like deep fakes is a part of it, but that's yeah. like AI programming to learn facial yeah. features and and map them correctly. Um, the fact that AI is generating poetry, it's writing university essays, it's creating artwork, it it's it's literally getting to a state where it's it, it's, it's kind it's of scary creating, yeah but when you say it's creating yeah right, it, it's being it's, asked to do so by right. a human operator right. but right. the ai there, there is so the ai is not doing anything unless it's, unless being it's asked, asked to, so in but fairness, its ability it's still, to do yeah. so um, is what the have, fidelity of creation and the originality of creation is so dramatic in jump that you're looking at a dangerous game of oh how do you put it they're, they're refusing Whole art schools and such it's still are a at tool. war over this. It's, 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 it's a tool, tool right now, and, but but it, it's, well, it goes beyond I mean, it. You've got people like, basically just crazy, just crazy who have saying, no real artistic skill. Since but, 1984, we've been talking about robots. So just Terminator in the just in the news last in, week, there are children's books being written by an AI that are being published because. Websites like Amazon or or Waterstones or whatever's host host like children's books, they don't differentiate between whether it was written by a person or an AI, yes, and so yeah. a person can get an AI to write the book and they publish it under their name, whether it was written by them or an AI or not. Yeah, but that's, that's and still, that's what's happening that's today. The, but that's still like utilizing the tool for it. That's like using it, it, it's in my cheating. mind now, like using a it's, typewriter instead of yeah. actually going out onto theatre and, and it, it creates a problem at university thing. level where you've got <clears throat> write an essay in. And an AI well, does it for you in a few seconds. You really demonstrate right. nothing in your right. skill set, but that AI that is, has done all the work that is, for you. That is true, but that's why we still have the examination processes that we have nowadays, where people actually have to sit in a room with other people, and you can't acquire. You can't. Well, you, here's the bigger. You problem. can try oh. to, but you will get found out. And we've always wanted to, oh. as a human race, we've always wanted to rely on an AI system to do our work for us. It's since fucking. Since fucking we've climbed out of the fucking cave, we wanted other people to do work for us and us to live off the log. But it will never fully I don't ever believe it will fully ever propagate because like I said, since since watching the Terminator, we've been waiting for a judgment day. Have you Googled some AI art though? Because they can't they're getting the point where there's ability to tell the difference. The weird thing is I don't need to because it's not 
It's not there. Like it's I said, I'm fo- it, it is. Hold it on, is. hold on. Beautiful. Hold it. Yeah. It's stunning. No, yeah. but hold on. Hear me out. And you, yeah. I'm 40 years old, right? Like I said, I've been waiting for Skynet or whatever to take over and do its <laughs> thing, so I can sit around like the guy from fucking Wally and not have to actually do any fucking work. <laughs> but you're still telling me that the machine's not actually going to do anything unless I tell it to do it first. At the, the machine, moment. At yeah. The moment. At the moment, because then what we're wanting. So what, no, no, no. What we're wanting. Yeah, it's one step away. We don't have AI that goes, I want to be a it's, poet. It's one step away. <laughs> so it just is. Online. It's one step away because we Happy haven't days. bridged the gap between the human mind and the computer mind. And then. Yes. And yeah. yet, but then instill, we're still not. It's still not a robot on its own unless it has its own soul and it's not being controlled. And like I said, I don't want to go too deep with this shit, but we need, like you, like people want a data, but data still needed to be turned on. He still needed the emotion chip inside him. He needed still to be kind of coaxed to do whatever. He he knew inside him he could do whatever the fuck he wanted and paint any picture and, and build it all. But he, he didn't even want to do that. He didn't want to be an AI. He wanted to be human. Really Which meant he boy. wanted to make mistakes and he wanted to be a real boy and he wanted to grow old and he wanted to do that. Well, so the it's AI like makes mistakes. AI. So I've seen people demonstrate how the arts utilize and how they layer images. They give it a series of images and ideas, dragons. It'll go across the internet. It's and too look perfect. It up. It's, it's too not. Perfect. It's kind of wildly. It, it, it's interesting because the imperfections inflect a little bit of humanity. But is it learning from its imperfections? Oh, it is, yeah. I think it is, yeah. It absolutely is. The crazy thing is, admittedly, humans can go in and just go, actually, you might want to tweak that. You might want to tweak that. Yeah, once it becomes becomes self-aware, it will want to destroy itself. If it evolves to video creation, you've got some crazy power in play. Oh, yeah. The moment it's still imagery and some sound manipulation, I believe, but they are looking at trying to move... And then we've got Terminators. It's well, advancing at a rate that uh, we live in it's the, going to be difficult yeah. to control. It is going to be a great jump in technology, and it's going to be the internet almost all over again, perhaps. Because, but it that, probably won't be able to do eyes. It, it can't do oh. fingers and teeth. Yeah, we've seen some monstrosities where there's like multi-digits or just yeah. like a blurring effect where does the un- AI doesn't quite understand it yet, but like, give it time. It's yeah. so advanced and right and now. Like so like, does it understand flesh? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Right. If you see some of the images, it gets wild. Yeah. Um, they are beautifully shaped. Yeah, but cause... that's its interpretation. <laughs> but can it actually replicate it? Like we said, like a Terminator to the point where it can create itself. Oh no, it's about th- three. I mean, we're talking then do yeah. some yeah. ex mission, aren't we? Which I still haven't seen yet. It's got Officer Isaacs in. Next question. Next question yeah. is from Master of Reality. What a master! Master. How did you come up with off the shelf name, and were there any other alternate names? Yeah, we, we had was. we had about seven, I think. We yeah. had about seven names. Um, there was also a couple of variations of off the shelf, um, but uh, I remember it, I remember that. I think I recall those discussions because I mean just... we did consider it kind of like Ian and Gary reviews and things like that. But off the shelf came from a friend of ours who went, "Well, why don't you just call it off the shelf?" As if and that, and that the idea developed of just taking the film off the shelf yeah, and reviewing it on Yeah, at that time it was taking it off the shelf and. And put it on there. You always did it with the videos of taking it off the shelf in the video store and looking on the reading yeah. on the back and getting an understanding. It sounds very retro sounding now because in the future people are like, you took films off the shelf? You didn't just... <laughs> like, we're off the Netflix. Yeah, we're off the Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, you remember in the early reviews, if there was a copy in the house, it was on the... On, in, it was in display in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, now we can't be bothered <laughs> to dig around the boxes, but... Man, I look back at those some of those videotapes. I miss them. I do. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, honestly, it's been 10 years now or more, so I, I honestly can't remember what any of the other real variations were. No. They were written down on paper, like handwritten notes yeah. as to, to what they could be. Um, so yeah, like uh, yeah, I don't. Recall. It's really hard to remember now what any of the other variants were, but I know there was some variation of off the shelf, whether it was reviews or whether it was Gary and Ian or just popcorn reviews or film reviews or cut reviews or. That was always the thing as well in the first couple of years. Retro reviews. It was always off the shelf with Gary and Ian, and I remember just thinking like people were always talking to Gary like, "Oh man, you you're doing really well with those film reviews." I'm like, "Motherfuckers, there's two names there." <laughs> you know, like oh. This, 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 I'm helping edit and stuff like that. Yeah, but you trust me, you, you get it. Because I wanted to do it with when we had guests in. I didn't want them to feel left out. No. But it was so funny when people were just like, oh, because obviously it goes Gary and Ian. So we tried different renditions of Ian and Gary. And I was like, yeah, they'll sound right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got to put it that way. Some alphabetical uh, name order just makes sense. But yes, uh, we do still use pen and paper. All of our do, no, film reviews, note, our notes are collected gave. with pen and paper. Uh, I've oh, I've said this now as well in the, in the 10 year podcast. I've always considered um, giving out my old notepads as prizes to. I've got, uh, a, I've got a stack now of, just, of notepads from yeah. all the film reviews, yeah. But, but now I'm not sure if I ever could ever give them away because every Maybe now and again I take them off and I'll flick through them. Like, and like I said, that's when I get, we'll look back and I go, man, I was fucking harsh on myself. What the fuck am I talking there? Yeah, no. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I didn't even. Also, Ian, you, you might know, in like, a way, <laughs> like the lost episodes of Doctor Who, you might in a sense have some of the missing episodes. That you? is true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah notes. Maybe one day we'll, uh, we'll give. Yeah. Them away, uh, we'll uh, give them as prizes or something. You know, uh, we'll sign hey, them. The we'll sign our, our notepads and send them on. I've I've sponsored Wiki. <laughs> it's funny. Wikipedia has come from being free to then emailing me saying, "Will you give us money?" Give us money. Going. <laughs> You're I'm on like, here every day. You didn't give me money. You know, I bought their video. <laughs> we spoiled everything for you. Ian. I, I now have the us. Wikipedia board game, motherfuckers. That's how fucking indebted <laughs> I am to them. Nerd. <laughs> next question is from Rio Quinn what up Rio Quinn Gary when did you have the idea to create the imaginary character Ian <laughs> who's Ian I know I mean <laughs> occasionally I, I feel these weird prods what's an Ian <laughs> yeah, he, he goes by so many names oh, man. <laughs> you've seen the intros right <laughs> I can't even keep track of who he thinks he is I can, Some like, god. I'd like to be imaginative. Well, fuck motherfuckers. I work too fucking hard not to be fucking real. Suck my motherfuckers. He forced dirt. himself into our reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do we stop it? I create the reality. How do we send him back? None of you exist when I go sleep. You just disappear and come back. Bloody I signed t shirt for sure. How can I get one? Oh, I totally signed a t shirt and send it to you. I need to get the t shirt first. <laughs> Next question is from Lone Dragon. What up, Lone Dragon? Congrats on 10 years. You guys are great. So good to see Jess again. And I'd like to know what he thought of Violent Night. Oh, that was... Yeah, I've seen... I've seen David Harbour movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... A very, very, you want a short answer? I'm just building. No, one. no, no. You do your thing, but um, this is this is why sometimes we don't have jazz in the room. This sometimes. is why we have editors. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because because I do greatly. I am the uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I honestly thought it was a great laugh. Um, mm. Sharp, clean, die hard. <laughs> did you, did, I'm like I I like Die Hard, but I thought it was more Die Hard too. Yes, because of snow. Well, no, there's 
Okay. Yeah, there's not. No, 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 no. I get the second it. Second one, that's no. But it, <laughs> I'm, it, it, jo- it, I'm joking. I mean, <laughs> uh, it was like more bigger budget and more yeah. crazy kills than yes. just a few little guys. Well, like Die in Hard, Die Hard is very much in the vein of the Tower Assault movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dark yeah. Dread yeah. slash um, two is spread but, across yeah. the thing. Yeah. John Leguizamo was fucking. But amazing. we talked about it before film escalation, where you go from the smaller to the larger to the larger. Yeah, that's the Die Hard trilogy in a nutshell. That fucking ladder sequence, though, where the guy like tries to dodge the trap. And then the thing goes away, and then he jams his jaw Home on the net, and then he falls but, back. Oh. Yeah, mercy. <laughs> yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Honestly, um, as a Christmas movie, it's probably up there in my yeah. oh, top twenty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to ever really order anything. I like. I to, love the know. fact that it's getting a sequel when I think the first one's going to be rewatchable a couple of you know every Christmas yeah. or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think I think classic is gently put. So I don't want to go too far, but I think it's a good film and it may last the test of time. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Next question is from Mungo Mungo. What up, Mungo Mungo? Have you seen In Search of Darkness documentaries parts one, two, and three? I recommend them. They are so awesome. It's an exploration of the 80s horror movies through the perspective of actors, directors, producers, and special effects craftspeople who made them and their impact on contemporary cinema. This bumps all the way. Yes, I have, Mitch. I've seen mm. all of the... Um, uh, sir, it, in Search of Darkness, there was also um, oh, an action superhero yeah, one, yeah. excuse me, and a sci-fi one too. As a matter of fact, um, In Search of Darkness actually approached uh, the channel uh, for sponsorship, mm. and I was just like, "I'm so busy right now, I can't even fathom yeah. trying to think of how we, we incorporate in this." So I was like, "Sadly, I'm like not right the now." Angry Video Game Nerd was in it as well, wasn't he? He, he, he was actually he got, in one of them. Got, yeah, he got into yeah. it as well, and we like we could have we could have got in there. But it was, I think we we got they d- introduced we got advertised to that just before we had the Lloyd Kaufman Lloyd Kaufman yeah. stuff. So it was and like one thing or the other. Yeah, and, and we went for the Lloyd trying, Kaufman thing. Yeah, while because we're trying that was to also balance everything more else. personal and more. We got chat with Lloyd. Oh yeah, and we got uh, instead of doing a, a a kind of paid for promotion. That's crazy as well. We did a fucking Lloyd Kaufman fucking review. We did the film with it as well. And it... Shakespeare shitstorm. You know, we're like, oh my God, this is going to hit. And then it doesn't hit the numbers that you think it's going to hit because... The audience, small audience. the audience nowadays are like who's Lloyd Kaufman we don't know who this guy yeah, is. Yeah. Where, where a lot of the toxic... Like we haven't done the Toxic Avengers series or many of them. We, we, we've done the first Toxic. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah, the first one. the first one. Yeah. But again, that's so long ago. I mean, that's the problem. Your archive, not a problem, but your archive is quite large and it does yeah. get blurry and like at the edges because I can't remember every film I've reviewed. I, I, there was one with Chicote. Uh, that was the, um, uh, the Night of the Comet. Yes, yeah. Night of the Comet. <laughs> great is, 80s yeah. uh, f- uh, movie. Yeah. It's not a no, great 80s movie. I think Ian laughed when I had to review it. I for did. Him. I fucking and laughed. And I did go through it like. It. Uh, I watched it to edit it and I was like, man. This it wasn't is one such... of my hated, but it is like. It's oh, bad. It was bad. Cause not a lot of stuff happened, but oh, I managed to get the points in. Yeah. Next question. It's <laughs> from Y2 John. What up, Y2 John? Hello, Are you looking forward to carrying on the Hellraiser playlist with the recent oh. installment now released? Uh, we'll yeah. get to it, John. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I Honestly, it, it will be refreshing to do the reboot Hellraiser movie after the previous six Hellraisers that we had to get through. Yeah. Um, we, 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 we've. It I mean, might, I, it I, might be a travesty. I, I, I definitely think the the reboot deserves a sequel as well. I think mm. they opened the the Hellgate 
uh, to a whole new dimension of Cenobites uh, with some interesting characters, a new pinhead. Yeah. Um, and I would like more Clive Barker involvement um, to maybe delve into oh, his up. extended Hellraiser universe. <laughs> getting um, old. I, I, I love Doug legend. Bradley. I love the original four Hellraiser movies. Um, so yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll yeah. It's definitely one That's... that we will do. It's. <laughs> when is the thing that's what i do always love to go back to the first few hellways movies and gary sat there going dude what are you talking about the b- biblical references in demons, this movie series i'm like are you fucking kidding me you're fucking like this is what it said in the script he's like oh, i don't know the garden of eden i don't remember it saying that it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like saying there was nothing in home that had anything to do with religion, religion yeah <laughs> That's a wrap. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Next question is from Diddy. What up, Diddy? What review do you think gained you the most followers? Oh, well. Yeah, uh, probably hmm. numerically tell you this. Hard to say, really. I, I'd say the horror series definitely started to get us Every lot Halloween season was the biggest intake. People were looking for... They were, they were waiting for those movies to come along that they really knew. And that's that's also the blessing and the curse of our channel. Is it like, is unpredictable though, wasn't it's, it? It's it's very unpredictable the weekly stuff because we never know what we're doing. But people keep coming back because they want to keep seeing what we're doing. October comes along and they know that this whole now's October is just going to be yeah. horror movies, so I can watch all this and then at least I can go back and, and watch. And then the they bleed into your other videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's what I always kind of think. But yeah, I. Well, Gary, I remember I discussed with you years ago, I think, about one film or another. You're like, well, we should really do well this week. And then it's like, oh, that didn't do well. But then the film you were like, like that on that Untru- well. Yeah. And it does well. Like, Castle well. Freak, because Castle Freak was surprisingly popular. Yeah. yeah but then yeah. you had a trip, wasn't it? One of the, was it Cage? Oh, it's like Color and the Bomb Disposal Expert. Uh, the Rock. Randy. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the Rock. The yeah. Rock did surprisingly badly. Yeah, it did. It was mixed response in mm. the comments. It didn't do as well as I was hoping it would do because it was a big video. Yeah, it was yeah. a long one, an hour yeah. long video. Um, and yeah, it was like we were praising Michael Bay, yeah. of all people. I know, I you know. know. We were praising... Uh, um, uh, um, oh, my God. Uh, Not Sean Connery. Um, oh, um... The man my, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, oh my Nicholas God, Cage. Yeah, Cage. Cage. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, like great, great film. I've Lots always enjoyed nice it. But yeah, it didn't, the, didn't do it, as well as it, I thought it would. But other films that are lesser sometimes do. Yeah. Obviously, I Terminator think... Three is the, our video that broke a million subscribers. But the watch time on that video was lower than most others. So most people have clicked on that video. Well, not a Probably looking. We were Sorry, a million subscribers. Most people have clicked on that video and clicked off way earlier than most other videos. So a lot of people, I think, have clicked on that video thinking it was Terminator free, free to watch on YouTube, and then realized Ian and myself popped up and went <laughs> close. Yeah. You know, so it's like that. That video definitely did not bring but us new the, subscribers. Yeah, but then the numbers start picking and people start going, "Oh, why is that video so popular?" So then they start watching it and yeah, then they yeah. start watching back and I think uh, you know I, masquerading I, as an actual I, movie I think it's not <laughs> I don't think it's really one movie in itself I think it's all of the movies once people start to understand the dynamic of the channel yeah, and if they get into it and you the conversation have have first taste and like it. we've had a guy commenting recently I, 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 I'd search for him but I can't remember right now but if he's in the chat he's fucking awesome because he's been commenting recently you know shouting out how he, he downloads and records the video reviews so then when he goes and exercises he's got something to listen to so he utilizes it for his thing and it's just like yeah that's what we want we want people to you know we, 
we're okay for people to watch it for five minutes and then go off and do something. But we we know that people will come back and go, I need to finish that and see what other jokes. Like, we put a final clip in every film review since day one, I think. Almost, probably. Almost day probably, one, yes. There has been a film clip at the end of yep. every film review after the credits ends that either Gary and I have gone, that's going at the end because it's, it perfectly encapsulates the film and how we feel and stuff like that. You know, a so bookend. A bookend. So it's always a joke. But nobody ever makes it that far. Well, they I mean, know, I know a fair few people do. Before but analytically, only 20% of our audience make it to the end of the video. Yeah. And that's when we go, maybe we should make them shorter. Yeah. But, but we know that those of you that are here, like now, listening yeah. to this, this late in the podcast, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. are those that stay to the end of our videos. And yeah. yeah. Thank you yes. uh, for, for that. Oh, any more questions, man? We got a few. Daydreaming Davey what asks, up, Gary, what's the first meal you're planning to eat on your OnlyFans? <laughs> the cream egg incident. A Capri's cream egg. <laughs> Playing Elder Next Ring question is from Richie. <laughs> what up, Richie? I've been holding on to this question for a special occasion, and 10 years seems special enough. I have picked six films for you, and oh, they are hell. Alien, The Terminator, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Child's Play. You have to pick three, and three of those would never have been made. <sighs> for example, if you pick Alien, that means no Alien Covenant, but uh, also no Aliens. Okay, right. Well, Terminator, Halloween, uh, Alien, Terminator, Halloween. Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play. Oh, motherfucker. Okay. Right. I'm I taking probably... out three. I'm taking out Halloween. Oh, yep, same. I'll take out Friday the 13th. Same. Child's Play, maybe? And... Wait a minute. That's hot. That's there... And Child's Play, because I need my Alien. Yeah. I need my Terminator. Absolutely. I need my Freddy. I'm yeah. keeping Alien, Terminator, I and Freddy. I think Freddy Krueger is, is the best of those in terms of horror. Um, yeah, I... But we are taking the action films and I, the classic I, horror. I think I would keep... Well, I would, so... So I'd be keeping Halloween, so I need to kill something for that. So, you know what? Nightmare on Elm Street goes. Okay. Um, but, but that's because I love the second one and everyone gives me such jip for it. Yeah, and then we go into I just the think Freddy's <laughs> so much more entertaining than yeah, Michael. No, but John Whether Carpenter, the movie's better John, or not, you're losing, Michael's better. You're losing John Carpenter right it's at the true, start. Like, I, can't ha- I can't. I'd rather have John Carpenter than Wes Craven. <laughs> um, I would lose The Terminator... And be keeping Alien because fuck Dark Fate and those fucking drapes. And I would pick Child's Play over Friday the 13th. Nice, yeah. Uh, no, Ch- keep Child's Play. No, keep Fr- Child's Play. Friday, Friday the 13th goes, Freddy goes, and Terminator goes. Ooh, that was harsh. Yeah. I mean, the thing's not in there, yeah, um, yeah. which is great. Freddy versus Jason's gone. But I love Freddy versus I'm Jason. I'm keeping Freddy over Jason because Freddy, Robert England. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Robert England's. Great, tough question, Richie. No good answer. Jay Hines with the next question. Will you be playing Atomic Heart? Yes. I want to. No, like. Yeah, I might because I've been doing. Yeah, but I'm a maybe. No, yes, no, maybe. Massive war gamer. No, I want to. They've just released. Company of Heroes 3. So. Oh, nice. And I like my strategy games, so that might like, distract me for the next month or like, two. I want to, but honestly, it doesn't It doesn't grab my attention. Like, a game, like, like a game should. Like, a game okay. should grab my attention. Like, 
But then Have saying you seen that the trailers, it is pretty cool. The, yeah, it, it, it was the fact that they had was it is it not Jensen Eccles? Uh, yeah, it's Jensen Eccles. It's Jensen Eccles doing the the live action yeah. trailer. Soldier Boy, like, Soldier Boy after action. fifteen years Soldier of Supernatural, Boy, after Soldier after playing Soldier Boy in the Boys. But I don't know if he's actually the voice character. I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't I, ha- I have no idea. Um, I think it's. Just I just want to smash robots in Soviet I, Russia. <laughs> I, yeah, I've. I look at you know the funny thing is I look at Atomic Heart and I get the same drive to play it as I did for Prey. You know the the one where the, you could turn into the cup the aliens turned into cups and shit and you had to use you the mean the button. reboot of Prey oh, I no. never played the reboot of Prey no it, no, it wasn't uh, like, you mean the it OG like Prey a, where it was in the alien ship no no it wasn't a remake of that Prey it was just named Prey uh, and you gone onto a space station uh, yeah you went onto a space station and there yeah, was yeah. a weird alien that could take yeah, the form of any object weird. around the space station a polymorph yeah, it's definitely a problem. It was, it and was I was a little like, bit oh man, you could turn into a sources. cup and then bounce into small area. Um, I was like, man, I really, really want to play that. And the game came out and it got, and I was just like, sweet. And I could have got it and I didn't play it. And so I look at Tommy Carr and I'm like, man, I really, really want to play that. And I still don't play it. I still don't play it. I'm not sure the moral of that story is, but you're mad. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll have to send you a link. Right. Next question. Uh, we, I think we already talked about Matthias asking us, asking us when we peaked. Yes. So I told you to be prior. careful yeah, of yeah, my yeah, yeah. Uh, toasty with dipping sauce. I've already done Atomic Heart. A thousandth follower on Twitch. Thank you, sir. Nice. What do you think of Atomic Heart? Um, well, not played it yet. Not played it. It looks awesome in Jensen Eccles. That's it'll the thing. Be, to play yeah, it. Yeah, be a stream, yeah. Code Dude. What up, Code Dude? Good to see Jess again. Do you ever Hello. think Off the Shelf Reviews would see its 10th anniversary? And any predictions where Off the Shelf Reviews will be 10 years from now? Um, I always. Three 50 year old men sitting in front of you. I always figured it would. We'll be in our 50s. Yeah. I always figured it would get to 10 years because once we started. Thanks, it, Code Dude. It became a. It became a regular because we were doing it on Saturdays at first, weren't we? We were watching yeah. the films and I just knew that it was going to keep going. The only way I ever thought it would ever properly stop is if one of us turned and said, we can't do this no more. Yeah. And we worked through COVID and we've gone through jobs and work and we've balanced it all out. So prediction wise and obviously looking into the future, obviously I would love for off the shelf reviews to become our major income because we need to survive and yeah, we yeah. need to live on it and we become the Logan Pauls and the Jeff Rogans and all those fucking guys of the new Cisco oh, Cisco <laughs> Bieber of the UK yeah. and we explode and all that kind you of stuff. You could be the new PewDiePie. I'd, I, yeah, I'd love to be the new PewDiePie. I'd love to for, I'd love to be able to I'd love to be able to walk around Plymouth. And I've actually had it. This that's been the coolest fucking shit of off the shelf. I've told Gary the, as well. I've been walking around Plymouth and somebody's come up to me and gone, Oh my god, you're you're Ian Buckingham, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, but, um, <laughs> Complete stranger. I was in our local Waterstones and this guy came up. I was with my son and he was like, you're Ian Buckingham. I'm thinking, I'm about to kill this guy just to protect Dylan. And then he goes, he goes I'm a big fan of Off the Shelf Reviews. And I was like, holy Aww. fucking shit. You know, it's like, it's like with our shelf fest as well. You know, I'd love in 10 years, we've always said, wouldn't it be great to do 10 years time live off-the-shelf reviews, shelf fest around the, the digital country. age isn't going away, and there are scary things like AI on the horizon. Sure, <laughs> yeah, but that, that'll be our new guest. Yeah. An AI <laughs> review. We've got, yeah. Fuck you, Ian. I hate you. What do you mean you like this fucking movie? <laughs> You'll be both replaced by AIs, and then Gary can just edit. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it would edit for us. Oh, that's true. That would do it. Oh, fixed all the problems. Oh, the AI is just gonna do everything for us. You'll be just like that Twitch streamer who's like, wait. I want what do you mean we got TikToks? Hey, I just decided you needed TikToks. <laughs> no. I've taken your funniest moments. Your greatest shames are now uh, on TikTok. And even yeah. uh, Next question is from <laughs> Ryu Kang. What up, Ryu Kang? What would you say are films you haven't seen yet but really want to? Oh, God. Oh, man, I've got such a list. Yeah, the Whale so was one on my checklist for yeah, the last six months, whale, which I just... Um, got to see mm. um i'm looking forward to dune part two oh, you're gonna say dune part two later, i haven't yeah. even done dune part one but i need to binge them all together because well, i'm not doing the parts go on to the, the cinema <laughs> man That's yes i'm looking forward but, to cocaine bro, bear fucking it was okay, like yeah, just yeah. It was like out. three hours long in the fucking cinema i'm not gonna sit in some other fucking person's fucking ass sweat while watching the movie i'm gonna watch it in my own fucking home oh, and i'm not watching the first fucking part when i know that they only i leave. remember I mean, these you arguments watch now Doom. you want to watch this was one of the reasons <laughs> here comes dune 2 bah boom i win Dude, That's the Dune thing. and Blade Runner were magnificent in the cinema. Yeah, I watched Blade Runner in cinema. In the, the, uh, oh, 40 so Mate, Dune would be good, but it's not as good. So as it was 1914. The actually, Thing so. was fucking amazing on the picture. Yeah, I mean, but so. it is films upcoming and part, there's loads of films, well, films haven't you yet. haven't seen that have long, long past. You just haven't got to yet. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, fucking, I've seen that. Uh, that um, great. Yeah. I still uh, haven't. Oh, oh man, there's there's such a list. I look at stuff when I go on Disney Plus, and I'm like, I I still need to see, still need to see that. Well, yeah, yeah I'm behind on a lot of TV list. shows at the moment because I haven't watched a few of the ones you've watched. I haven't got through all The Witcher currently. I've still got to get through The Boys last season. Mm. I've still got to get through The Last of Us last season. Um, there's movies coming out on. Oh man, there's so many movies coming out everywhere that it's nightmarish because it keeps That's coming out. That's why I can't go to cinema constantly. It's what just... was the last big? Oh god, they're bringing out films on. There's films coming out on Netflix that I'm so far behind them. <laughs> but it's just like, if a movie comes out on Netflix... No, no, but they're getting really high reviews and discussions. No, like, I keep hearing people no. talking about them and they're like, it's amazing. Like, the new gangster flick um, from Scorsese. What, The Irishman? Yeah, The Irishman. That came out on Netflix. That, that did come out on Netflix. And I haven't seen that yet. But that's because no cinema was ever going to play it. Well, yeah, because it's not Marvel. Film. But, no, yes, um, yes, but it's not your typical Scorsese. It's not. No. It's no Goodfellas. It's no Casino. It's a three-hour historical documentary, and it's fucking amazing. But you can't watch it in the cinema. I know, I know. But I had to watch in three parts over a day because I was like, I need to soak yeah. all this in. Well, but we live like, in an age where you've got the more more content than we're ever going to keep up with now. So yeah, that's there is that's infinite amazing. regrets, and I think it's always been the way I always felt about books, but now I, I feel about movies more. I don't. I'm got no regrets. I've watched a thing, amazing times in every fucking format. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> Fair enough, my friend. <laughs> I'll always want to watch something over the road. Um, I, I honestly, because I, I feel burdened sometimes with, with my backlog. Mm. Uh, I literally have folders within folders uh, on my desktop of films that I have yet to watch. And on Twitch, uh, I have a channel redemption thing where, where viewers, <laughs> when they save up enough channel points, can request that I watch films. I've got three in there as well. Um, so... Wikium. Uh, I, I don't... No. No. <laughs> No, you know I don't do that. I know, I know. But you don't <laughs> Somebody watch, has to have you, morals. You don't watch them either, so no, wake him and then no, you understand I what the fuck's going on. I do watch them. I do watch them. Um, yeah. And I, I, right now, that for me has taken away the burden of me. Because almost any film, I can't think of any films that I want to see that I haven't seen yet. Um, 
The, okay. there, n- n- you know, I'm thinking of ones that I'm super hyped for. Like oh, the whale yeah, yeah, was the yeah, only yeah. one that I was yeah. super hyped for, and so was Barbarian and um, uh, the Black Book from last year. Um, there's no films that are out yet that are already out that I am like super hyped to see or are immediate right now. But I have about 20 films right now that are in my queue uh, of films to catch up and watch from yeah. the last couple of years. Um, so TV it's hard to say specifically, though. TV show-wise, it's only going to be what the hell they do with Rick and Morty. Oh, man. Voice actor changes. But and but the actual show, that was more of a sidekick yeah. show, is actually Invincible, season two. Yeah, Invincible season two, I'm quite excited about. Yeah, because yeah, season I'm, one yeah. was such a good show. And... Um, I mean, still pissed they've cancelled like Inside Job, which has just been cancelled by Netflix, and yeah. that, that's I'm just looking forward to another season of that. Um, so there's a few there's a few TV shows I could say, but movie wise, outside of the ones Gary said, which I pretty much totally agree on, they were the ones I was going to say. Yeah, is nothing else. There's a few on the horizon, I think, in the back of my mind, but none of them are quite in production yet. Like, uh, like you said, oh, tap, tap the I block. think somebody's calling you. Calling you, Gary. Pick up live. We need you, bro. Uh, who are you, Tony? Yeah, sorry, Tony. Sorry, Tony. Who are you? We got a question from Mr. Will Guitar what right now. Mr. Will. Is there any other channel you would do either a podcast or a video review with? Decker Shadow, Grumpy Andrews, Horror House. Uh, I all of them. I I know of all the ones you've just mentioned, Mr. Will. I know Decker Shadow. Yeah. Um. I would happily do a collaboration with Decker Shadow. Um, I'd, of course, Red Letter Media is the one I would... I, I, if they said, Gary, fly over to uh, right now and we'll get you in the best of the worst. <laughs> yeah, well... I, I'm snuggling in with Rich Evans. <laughs> well, like, we've, we've had massive of invites from, from loads of people. I mean, we, I did that you one, did a I did that one with um, Gareth Pakman on yep. um, Video Tasties, who obviously yep. reached out. And... Gary and I had always talked about this over and over the years about collaborating with so many people and expanding it and, and branching out and things like that. But it had to work for everybody. We had to get it to work properly. We had to be able to edit it and structure it and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, 80 to eighty to 90% of the time, it was people who were just wanting to branch out for themselves. So, like, we've never really reached out to other people like we'd love to email Decker Shadow and Oliver Harper I Angry have Video actually Gunner. had a dialogue with Decker Shadow really? because in the early days oh, I okay. asked Decker yeah. um, how he was dealing with uh, what what his procedure was with editing yeah. the film reviews and how yeah. he bypassed copyright he sent me some bullet points which I followed till I got to the point where I went fuck this I'm not re-editing anymore I'm fighting the copyright yeah. system which we- I know a lot of film reviewers that are higher on the subscriber polls than us take their videos like Angry Joe is one that the moment he gets copyright claim he removes his video deletes it re-edits it and re-uploads it and I'm like Joe fight it fight it you are within legal but he also has the he has the team to help him do that quick but he no because I've watched Angry Joe and he gets confused with the copyright system and doesn't fight it when I'm like Joe you should you but he's oh, the one with the millions of subscribers that should fight it instead of deleting it and re-uploading but, it because what we used to do. But then at the same time, maybe he's got that environment that he can do that, that he's just maybe, like, no, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing the system. It does a risky and channel. Yeah. Like we, we, we've considered, like we met John St. John once. 
you know, the voice of Duke Nukem in our hometown, which was fucking awesome. I asked him what his favorite movie was. He told me it was The Incredibles. And we had this whole dialogue with him about planning of editing with him. But it was a case of, you know, we'd obviously have to save up the money to pay him to watch the film at his home in America. And then we would try to obviously create this video. So that was always the idea as well. It's like if we, if we did with like Oliver or Predict Shadow or whoever, wherever they are, we'd have to integrate it like we do with our guests into the show. And it's, it's, a, it's a, a back it, and forth, which unless we're doing if we, it live Whatever collaboration them, we did, whatever, whether it was for their channel, our channel, both channels, our video wouldn't be the same. No, it wouldn't be an off-the-shelf video if but, we did a collaboration. It would be a but the funny thing weird is, in between. We we but the funny thing is, I think we managed to prove that we could do it when we did Lloyd Kaufman. Well, I mean, because that, it's we a separate thing. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we it, didn't use the Lloyd Kaufman interview in the review. No, at all. no, no, we didn't. So in a in a weird way, like we could do the same thing with say. Decker Shadow, if we wanted to. Sorry, name dropping. I don't even know the guy. Like, I see the videos come up on YouTube, but honestly, I don't watch anybody else. I don't even watch myself <laughs> in fucking 10 years. <laughs> I edit the fuckers, put them up and go next and move on. But for that, I would be Somebody like, get me Decker Shadow's agent. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck it, why don't we do it? If, if, we, if, if we can I only... I demand a sit down. If we can only sit down and do it live, like say over Twitch, is. say over a Zoom call, then we would have to make that work that way. And then we would work it back, but we'd have to talk to him offline first, find out where he stands, find out what film he wants to do. I mean, can you imagine, st like, like, we keep bringing it up. You look at all these other famous fucking YouTubers, nobody, nobody has done Curse of the fucking Queer Wolf. Nobody, no, nobody has ever nobody, reviewed that. Nobody has fucking done it. Nobody I, has I done think, ankle bars. And you could say yeah, they didn't want say, you've to. Got a few but people gems on your channel. But people want to see it. So maybe <laughs> they should contact us and say, Gary, Ian, you guys are fucking awesome. You're honest. I want to collab with you uh, and and I'm willing on having a sit down and be like, okay, Mr. Angry Joe, maybe not be so angry because motherfucker, I'll show you fucking angry. You're just a fucking, you're just a fucking red face behind a fucking mustache. I will fucking show you fucking angry. Next question. You're, you're all um, you. <laughs> unless I need to refresh my page, I know my Twitch is throwing a wobbly right now, but this may be the last question. Okie dokie. What's your favorite creature? Sorry, this is from This Deal's Getting Better. What up, This Deal's Getting What's Better? What's your favorite creature robot design? It's an awesome question. We've been asked this before, creature. but it always changes depending on the mood of the day, you know? Like, one of my favorite creature uh, robot designs is Bloody Terminator. Mm. The the endoskeleton, the, t the T-800, is beautiful. Stan Winston is an absolute yeah. rest of soul, an absolute icon for me in the special effects industry, an absolute yeah. genius in all from Pumpkinhead mm -hmm. to the T-Rex, yeah. uh, just a Stan Winston, man. Anything that he's put his hand in is cinematic brilliance. Uh, the T-800 being one of the most fantastic uh, robots uh, in some and next to Ed two hundred nine yeah. and Robocop. I was yeah. going to say if you're going for a, a kind of if you if you and the eighties yeah. aesthetic of future tech robots yeah. for me still is brings me so much joy when I'm looking at, at a film compared to robots uh, like like Chappie 
Um, or, or the T one thousand. Even though I love the T one thousand stands up to all the, 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 all the, the sequels. What, what was the Terminator but... in Genesis or or, or Dark uh, the, Fate? The, the, the Revenant. Nine, like the, I'm just nine, like. Yeah. Well, Terminatrix was actually pretty good as ugh, well. Ugh. I no, no, if I was she gonna... was again a reworking of the T one thousand to some extent. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just I'm just talking about the the more clunky, yeah, but you more, want the more practical, of, physical design of flesh and metal. Yeah, I just think that for me, they 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 have much more impact on screen. Yeah. The fact that they're physically there sometimes, even if it's well, one actually, key stop motion. I, I will throw it, the, 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 um, we talked about it with Riddick, um, the Necromongers where they're mm. flesh and metal. Yeah. And again, it comes back to the Cenobites as well to some extent. Yeah, the Cenobites are magnificent creatures. Of, of, of more so Clive Barker's than the reboot versions. Yes. But of course, my favourite alien or creature design in film ever, H.R. Geiger's The Xenomorphs, yeah, the alien. I was gonna say... It's perfect. It's it's so strange and so weird and alien. But do you know what's Cthulhu, It's a Cthulhu esque. You know what's Eldritch. better than that? I I as soon as you were talking Terminator stuff, I was thinking what creature, and I almost went with the thing. But the thing it's formless though. The thing it doesn't has have formless, an original so form. I, I can't. I can't really count it. In that so I went. Yeah, with, there's horror and, in that. And I like Alien, but you know what's always been better is the warrior aliens from Aliens. You know the ridge yeah. head, the way their bodies work. The fact that you see them, like you said, with Terminator, uh, clunk, know, clunkiness. Ba- there was the crocodile alien from Batman. But they're leaping the and leaping. Yeah, the graphic novel, yeah. But I would, I we're know, talking movie-wise. When you yeah. see that <laughs> ceiling of aliens, there's only four or five if you really slow yeah. down. But when you see that and then you mix it in with the comic books and the games that you're playing, the alien queen. Like, I get that we were supposed to go one way with the alien story. But here comes James Cameron. We actually here comes Stan one. Winston again and goes... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, here's the alien queen and you're like oh my god and now all of a sudden my mind is I'm a, I'm a 12 year old boy a one trying in, though, to create a lore the Borg. Of this... oh the Borg oh, oh, the puritanical example of the mixing yeah. of those two in such a they were something that existed in sci-fi before but Star Trek TNG yeah. refined Cyber, that it image it Cyberman, and made it Cyberman in yeah. Yeah. Doctor, Who. Doctor Who but yeah the, the Borg refined that and distilled it into pure terror before yeah. Star Trek would eventually make the Borg and when you first the, see them like, the villain of the week but yeah, but the thing is, when <laughs> you first see anymore. the Borg, they're clunky, fucking practical effects with their giant arms and stuff. Then when you're jumping to the later seasons, it's all CG that looks so smooth, yeah, so they, green. They've got, the they've got shields, they've got... Yeah, and it just... And you, but as a Trekkie fan, yeah. I've been there since day one. I'm like, I'm loving this. Give yeah. me more fucking Yeah, Borg. and then you've got the movie special the where the Queen actually got to be... Ah, oh, the movie where she's like the flesh gets ripped yeah. off, and she's like a yeah, the, yeah. the spine is almost like a whip tail. It's just like oh, yeah. this is just good, yeah, because yeah. it's got that horror elements mixed in. And I think Trek is best when it dances on the edge of horror. It doesn't need to be a horror. It doesn't truly become it. Like that's why Ratha Khan with the earworms. Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, it's just it just nails it, Ratha Khan. But again, that's slightly off topic. But. Yeah. <laughs> We well, may be reaching the end of our questions here. We've gone over over time, yeah, but yeah, it's to be expected. It's our ten year, ten year anniversary. We only get to yes. do this once. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, that looks like the uh, the end of the questions and the end of this podcast. Oh, that man. feels really sad. But not the end of <laughs> the right. show. For it's we'll not the end of the channel, though. We'll, we'll be no. in for trying the to get back next month, on. as long as we get the dates right, Gary. Oh, there is one question. I mean, it. it, it they, they didn't use the, the, the format that okay. we accept, but there is a question from Waffles Hannibal. Oh, what a Waffles? This will be our last question of the podcast, Waffles. Okay. Thank you for it, though. Favourite Stallone movie? I'm only answering this because we've just reviewed a Stallone movie. I'm not going to tell you what it is Favourite yet. Favourite Stallone movie? Oh, man, there's so many. I... Shit. 
Rocky one. Good. Favorite good favorite Stallone movie. You know what? I'm I'm caught between Daylight or Copland. I'm I'm going with Copland. I'm nice. Cliffhanger just Cliffhanger. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But let's not forget to shout out to his new TV show. What, Something the, else I haven't um, seen. Um, the, um, Tulsa King. Tulsa King. I, I was so disappointed with this. Is it Samaritan that he did? The yeah, superhero yeah, one? Because I, I switched it off. It was so awful. And I love Stallone Rambo movies. One and don't forget so the one good. he did with Arnie, the movie that they were both Escape prison. Plan's pretty good. I like Escape Plan. I, was, I, I thought you said it was bad. but I'm It was bad. Cool, <laughs> it guys. Was we'll bad. get these two to review that next week, guys. It'll be awful review. They'll be yelling at each other. <laughs> blood spitting. But yeah, anyway, Tulsa King's made very good. I'm going to make an effort to watch that soon. <laughs> I think Demolition Man is great. I, I, I tell you, I tell you, but Rocky One personal story, love it. <laughs> I, I thought Cliffhanger, but obviously the first Rambo. Yeah, oh, I mean that is probably one of his best. Yeah, it is. And it's his not, monologue at the end. It's just an absolute him acting rather than yeah. there being seventy percent explosions and him going corny one-liners. Urgh. Rambo First Blood is often so yeah. overlooked when people Man. criticize the, the whole Rambo acting. series is amazing. Yeah. Two and three are just fun it to watch. It does hold yeah. it. Yeah. And again, we talked about film series earlier, which don't hold their... Like, the, the, the Saw series holds its quality for most of its runtime. All right, one one last, last question. I right, just oh, saw that one come through. It's easy. Don't time. even do it. Come one on. last, last question. It's from Hudson Didn't Die. What up, Hudson? Everyone's favourite Bill Paxton Bailey. movie. Aliens? No, I'm gonna Hudson just because I, I, I enjoyed reviewing it with Garrett with did we review it? I think we did. Haywire. Haywire? He was her father. Gina Garano's father was um Paxman. Bill Paxman. God, you need to rewatch that film because I love Haywire. <laughs> did you think review it? of Hardwire? Well, no, we didn't I don't know. Yeah, no, it. It's Hardwire. Haywire. Haywire. I don't think we reviewed it. I don't think you reviewed it because <laughs> I, I would have known that Bill Paxton movie, and I don't think you reviewed it. Don't tell me when to get to bed. We've done. We've done. I got. I got to edit this thing before I go to bed. We've done. Um, <laughs> yeah, you haven't reviewed it. You should watch it. No, we haven't reviewed it yet. But we we've haven't. done Frailty. Frailty was amazing. Twister's amazing. He was great in boxing, Helena. He's great in fucking weird science. Oh, near dark. He's great it's in near finger dark. licking. Oh, good. Man, it's, man, that'll be good. Now you're saying other films I love. Oh, too, near dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's but an I, old one. I just, I just, you know, always go back to, you know, people punching Ewan McGregor in the face, which was oh, Titanic, a, Twister, punching Ewan McGregor, frailty. He's the bad guy in uh, Haywire. Oh, right, right, right. Jim Ryan doesn't know how to Bill Paxton, man. Bill Paxton. Although she's been cancelled, so whatever. Game over, man. Game over. Jess. Ian. Yes. We're at the end of the podcast. We've got to end it, people. We've got to end it. We've got to end it. Four and a half hours we've been been live streaming for. It's been an absolute blast. Oh my God. Ten years? Ten years. Three years or uh, nearly three years on Twitch. Ten years on YouTube. 53 podcasts. So many guest appearances. So many film reviews. So many Halloween seasons. Mm. Here's to ten more years. Ian. Jess. Yes. Thank you guys. Chat. See you in 10, boys. Subscribers, <laughs> Patreons, followers, <laughs> everyone. Thank you. Thank you so damn much. Cheers. I'll see you in the next Nick Cage review. <laughs> yeah. Jess, we'll see you in about six years yeah. in the, in, when we get the pandemic that yeah. wipes out all cows on the planet oh, or something. Silly. No more cows. <laughs> we'll get you in for, for when we finally do the Blade Runner sequel. Oh, God. <laughs> or or the shinning. Or the shinning. <laughs> well, maybe maybe really. Ian, I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, so whenever, no, whenever no, no, our patrons no, no, have got cooked up for us. <laughs> yeah, got up here. Oh. Thank you, yeah. thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into podcast fifty-three. 
Of course, you can find our film reviews on YouTube every Thursday. You can find us on Twitter, on Patreon, and on Discord. 